from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Ron's and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Bless your car. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, well, first off, I'd like to say that I, I like to listen to you guys every morning. I've been listening to you guys for like the past eight or nine years. So oh, wow. I'll let you guys know that. Thank you. What's your name? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. All right. Question actually goes for Mocha. So... You had your little, uh, well, everybody says this famous line, but you used to use it all the time. I'm not sure where it went. I'm not sure maybe because I know our world is a little sensitive these days. But you used to say that's what she said quite often. And I, I used to, like, die every time you used to do it because it was at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's uh, so a that's tough sort one. of a policy? It's a policy thing, isn't it? No. No, it's not a policy thing. Huh. It's funny because I, I had this conversation with somebody else Actually, two people recently. <laughs> yeah. Because they were asking the same thing. They were like, why don't you say that's what she said anymore? Yeah. It, it used to be a huge thing for you. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it really did, actually. You used to say it all the time. Uh, uh, and 100% honest with you, Jonathan, and everybody else? Yeah. No joke. This is like the straight up truth. Okay. A few months ago, our boss said to us... <laughs> That, hey, some people may find that a little bit offensive or childish. Uh, You know what I mean? Uh, I knew enough feeling that's what it was, to be honest. Ever since then, it's like been in my mind. Yeah. And sometimes I I, I, want to say it, but sometimes I'm just like, because of that one thing that he said, I I don't want to. We don't want to upset anyone. But I don't, at least. Nobody, uh, nobody told Mocha to stop saying it. Like, like yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want people to think that somebody came in because we, we've never been told any at any point uh, what to say and what not to say. Like, that's just the truth. We have we yeah. have no rules, but we make our own rules, and we're pretty good about it. You know, we yeah. don't we don't do a lot of talking about sex on the show, which I think a lot of other shows do. Like, we don't do a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah. And I don't think people realize how much of that we don't do on this show. Uh, and and with yeah. some and with something like that, you know, it's almost as if as soon as somebody said that, like somebody may be offended. You know, yeah. you're kind of like the rebellion thing at that point is to just never do it again. Right, like yeah, it's it's no, it's true. almost it's almost more you know it's almost more of a of a screw you for Mocha to just never do it again than con- yeah. than to continue to do it. You know, it's almost yeah. it's almost a protest at this point. It's always something that's going to be on Mocha's mind too. Like if you were to say it. it- and well, that's why you know, so many times there have been things said on the show where I'm like, oh, that's a perfect opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't. I just yeah, stop yeah. myself because it's in my mind now, right? Yeah, yeah no, I hear you. Well, Jonathan, right. just to satisfy your uh, your needs <laughs> right now, do you want to like... <laughs> Throw throw some <laughs> throw some lines at me and I'll I can reply with that's what she said. Uh, no, but you know what surprised me though because it's not good when it's on command. It's better when it's just out of nowhere. That's what she said. Ah, <laughs> 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 it feels so good. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, Jonathan, uh, we love the All fact right, that you listen. Thank you so much. No problem, guys. Have right. a great morning. Take care, right on, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Hey, what's going on, boys? What up? Not much. I was hoping to make a request for you guys to play a game. Okay. It's been a while since you guys have played Password, and I was listening to the archives, and I think I don't think Mori is. It's. Uh, I don't think Mori's won yet. It's still his turn. How do we even play Password? I don't remember. <laughs> remember? Oh my god. Yeah, How do we play Password that, that again? Game show, uh, a word game episode. on a piece of paper, right? And I have to. Give oh, clues right, to right. Mocha without saying I that got word. You. It's like a ten yeah, it's like a hundred thousand yeah. dollar pyramid, yeah. right? Okay. That's, that's, that's a lot of money. Got one. you, got you, got you. Uh <laughs> yeah, we could probably put password together. Awesome. Yeah. Right. What's your name? Tony. Tony, thanks so much, man. All right, boys. Have All a good right, brother. All right. So you want to do password then? Yeah, I got Yeah, let me wrap my head around it. But yeah, we can do password in a couple <laughs> that's minutes. That's what she said. Let me wrap my head around it. I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> Grow up, Maury. Seriously, nobody says that anymore. Oh, oh snaps. <laughs> the and Mocha Show Podcast. We haven't played this game in a while. It's a Raz and Mocha original, and we got a request just now for it. Mm-hmm. So, fellas, it's time to play Password. Live from the Raz and Mocha studios in the greatest city in the world, it's time to play Password. And now, here to introduce you to today's contestants, Whoa. your host, Raz Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Password. Uh, today's contestants, contestant number one, Mocha Frat. Mocha apparently skipped dinner last night and instead ate an entire large bag of Cadbury mini eggs and today has a tummy ache. Yeah, I don't feel so good. Is that a true story? It is. What'd you do, Holmes? I Why are you doing I that? I didn't feel like eating chicken and salad last night. Oh, man. And that large bag of mini eggs was on the table just uh, calling my name. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to live my best life. All right, Mocha. Now contestant number two, damn it, Maury. Maury says here that you are known amongst his friends as a collector of stamps. Maury, what does amongst mean? You know, like you're <laughs> within. Uh-huh. Within. Oh, do you mean amongst? Yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> be honest, bro. You got no friends. <laughs> okay, so you know how this works. Uh, damn it, Maury, you have yet to have a victory. Um, Maury, you will be given uh, the password, which you will have to then describe uh, to Mocha, hoping that he can guess what the password is. You give clues to what the password actually and is. And you have 20 seconds to get and that password. 20 seconds. It's a long time. Okay, so uh, what you guys are going to do is I'm going to tell the audience right now what the password is. Yeah. If you guys can put your uh, headphones on silent okay. so we can do this. The password is Mars. The password is Mars. All right, Maury? Yes, sir. 20 seconds on the clock. Gentlemen, if you are ready, and let's play Password. Okay, it's the planet that has a ring around it. Uh, oh, Saturn. The, the first planet. Um, <laughs> the first thing, planet. Space. Things that live there. <laughs> Aliens. Know, they, they, with the eyes on the stringy things. The uh, hoop around it. You know, the, the one Saturn, that has a hoop man. And, you know, it's wobbly hoop all around it. Um, you know. No, no. The only. Oh, well, I got to give one last clue. The, the chocolate bar. Mars. Yes. <laughs> Mars doesn't have a ring around it. The only planet in our entire solar system that has a ring around it is Saturn. Do you think that Mars also has a ring around it? You know, the one with the things with the things? Oh, yeah. And what the hell? What do you mean the things with the things on their Obviously, heads? Obviously, he's talking about Space Mocha. You don't know. <laughs> okay, next up. Okay. Continuing on with Password. Damn it, Maury. Unfortunately, no points for you. Oh, okay. Okay, next up we have... Gentlemen, if you put your uh, headphones on silent, oh. I will tell the audience what the password is. The password 
is dipstick. The password is dipstick. Okay, here we go. 20 seconds on the clock. Damn it, Maury. And go. Okay, you're an idiot. You, you know, you're Stupid. such a... Dumb. Like Nerd. an idiot, a moron. You know, if you go into a lake, but <laughs> only a little bit, you're, you can't swim? you're taking uh you, you know, don't but know like, how oh my gosh, you're such a, you're such a, a dude, dummy. You're such a, <laughs> you're such what? a, a nerd. Okay, can I help you out more? Mm-hmm. Uh, checking your oil. Oh, dipstick. Correct. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> Did you just say when you walk into a lake, but only a little, mm. as in a dip? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, you are the worst at giving clues. The uh, worst. My favorite is when Maury gives a clue and then he thinks that it's gonna help you if he just changes the tone of his voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> okay, next word. Come on, Maury, I'm pulling for you, buddy. Okay, uh gentlemen, uh headphones of silence on, please. I will give the audience the password. The password is minimal. The password is minimal. Okay, here we go. Damn it, Maury, are you ready? Of course. We're pulling for it. <laughs> of course. Okay, so you drive there, and there's like a, you know, there's some stores, but it's not like a, a big place where you go a and mall. do t- tons of shopping. But it's where you can go and leisurely you know, stroll around a, a few stores. Um, a mall? You know. A department store. Yeah, but like, it's really small. A plaza? <laughs> Okay, pause for one second. Can you just come over here for a second more? Wheel your chair. Wheel your chair over here. Wheel your chair over here for a second. Yeah. Okay. I know that you read that as minimal. Mm -hmm. The word was minimal. Okay, so like. (laughs) (laughs) You were describing a minimal instead of trying to describe minimal? Yeah, the word was minimal. Well, I'm not wrong. Both are small. (laughs) Okay, and that's how you play password. I'm done with both of you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So uh, they went through and they figured out what the 10 funniest words were. Researchers. And they. Have like the reasoning for it is really out there. I'd never even thought about this. So is fart on there? Uh, no, fart is not. However, when you listen to their reasoning of what makes words funny, fart would be on there. What about butt? Okay, hold on here. So they've ranked the ten funniest words in the English language based on nearly five thousand words. In That's the new analysis, there's a lot of words, Maury. How many words do you think there are, Maury? In just the English? Yeah. Like 5,000. Okay. So in all the words then. <laughs> that exists. <laughs> that exists. <laughs> okay. So uh, in the new one, the, the team found that two types of factors in particular are most effective in predicting a word's funniness with the sounds such as ooh. The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> okay. The sounds such as ooh. <laughs> And the categories including bodily functions holding <laughs> the most weight. Thank God this is going the exact way I hoped it would. Uh, according to the research, the letter K and the OO sound appear more often uh, in words considered to be funny. Now, the semantic predictors on the other side. 
measure the words what? relation to what? different emotions. <laughs> are you laughing at the word semantic? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay, so these are the these are the sort of emotional factors, and there's six categories linked to words being funny. Sex, bodily functions, insults, swear words, partying, and animals. <laughs> okay. So this makes sense when you start going through what they consider to be the 10 funniest words in no particular order. Okay. Uh, jiggly is on the list. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, puffball. <laughs> that is a funny word. Okay. Uh, guffaw. <laughs> uh, cooch. What's that? It uh, used to be a dance, I think it was, and then it's slang, and it's all sorts of other stuff. Sure is. Uh, giggle. Oh, Wow. Nothing at yay more. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, yaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Wrigley. <laughs> like the gum. Yeah. Boff. <laughs> Boff is on the list. Uh, Bubby. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. That's not that's so, right, fu- that's so funny. I almost killed Maury. <laughs> We got one left, Mar. Are you going to make it? <laughs> okay. Up, <laughs> Chuck. Bro, I think we need a doctor in here. Like, quick. Ooh. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Earlier this year, everyone was getting hit with the CRA scam. Oh, yeah. We got those phone calls. An arrest warrant is out. <laughs> you better pay. You call us and you better pay us back or else. Everyone's been hit with that. And then earlier this year, or actually, it was just recently where people started getting emails to their work account where it was like, hey, I know what you've been looking at online. How embarrassing. I've been taking pictures of you using your own camera (laughs) on your monitor. Send me X amount in Bitcoin. Here's the account number, and I'll erase everything. If not, after 48 hours, I'm going to send this out to all of your family and friends, and especially your work. How embarrassing for you. God, it's the worst. People are the worst. By the way, for the CRA scam? Yeah. Canadians have been scammed out of an estimated $10 million by Holy people cow. using the CRA scam. So if you're wondering if the CRA scam works, $10 million is what Canadians, just Canadians, have paid out for the CRA scam. What was next? So what's happened now? The, this one happened to me on Sunday. Yesterday. On a Sunday? On a Sunday. They hit me. No rest, huh? And it was from someone, one individual, who I never thought in a billion years would ever message me on Instagram. Oh. Because it came in through a DM. No. 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 Someone was trying to roll me into the scam, claiming that they were the rock. No. <laughs> who, who is my idol? You know how much I look up to that guy. Oh, come on. So, on Friday, The Rock put up a post on IG advertising a Cyber Monday deal for his new headphones. Okay. With Under Armour. So I commented, like, jokingly, hey, want to send me a pair because we're best friends? Yeah. 
And then I said, just kidding. Chances are I'm still going to buy them anyway. So <laughs> I get this DM <laughs> yeah. from an account called yeah. the rock underscore private underscore. <laughs> <laughs> which has which has uh no posts following nobody and only yeah. one follower okay right because sometimes celebs have what they call finsta accounts which is their fake instagram yeah. account but it's actually the one that they can then use to be anonymous on sure. instagram but they'll use like regular names but i'm sure. thinking why is the rock no. gonna name his private account the rock private right <laughs> yeah and it says uh hello hello yeah hello okay uh no need to uh to buy the headphones, I will send it to you as a Christmas gift from me to you, both in black and white. Oh. So send me the address you want it to be sent to and the name. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, okay, nah. there's no way. There's no way. Like, I've tweeted The Rock before and yeah. he's tweeted back. So he knows. Yeah. So he wouldn't have to ask for my name. No. So in my head, I'm like, okay, we'll see how sure. far this goes. Yeah. So I write back, I really hope I'm not being trolled right now. If this is truly you, Dwayne Johnson... <laughs> This is my address. And yeah. I sent him our work address okay, for the yeah, radio good, station. Good. And then he replied almost right away. Wow. I'm like, man, The Rock got some time on his hands. This is my private account, so you're not being trolled. Also, give me your contact number. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I wrote back and I said, only if you send me a video of you saying, Mocha, it's The Rock, and I'm not <laughs> trolling you. I need proof that this is really you, Dwayne Johnson. And then they replied right away and said, it's a giveaway. It doesn't matter. You can ignore, ignore it. And I replied, okay, bye. And then they replied, bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But what have you found? Have you researched this at all? Have other people been hit with the Dwayne Johnson underscore private? I don't know. No? no, I haven't researched it at all. Jeez, that's like that woman who remember that woman who got scammed by Bruce Springsteen? Oh no. The woman that's on Facebook? Right. That because in the summertime because too. Bruce Springsteen apparently hit her up on Facebook and said that he was going through a divorce and that his wife had all his funds tied up and oh, that he needed uh, iTunes gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> and she sent him eleven thousand dollars worth of iTunes gift cards. Oh no! <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, by the way, worth four hundred and sixty million. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need iTunes gift cards. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Daniel Vezina. Mm-hmm. All right. That is a name that you need to familiarize yourself with, especially if you're going to be flying with Air Transat. He is an amazing chef out of Quebec, and they're offering some of his meals on your next Air Transat flight. Yeah, his signature, uh, he did the menu for it. And Anthony Bourdain used to say that the the one thing he never did was he never ate airplane food because he always liked to arrive hungry wherever he was going. And I I haven't eaten anything on an airplane in forever, in a really long time. But we flew Transat last year with with the family. And we had the menu. We had the Daniel Vesna menu. And it was the first time in forever that I actually ate on a flight. And it was... Without question, the best meal I have ever had on an airline. Yeah. The best. Like, I I don't even mean, like, a little bit better. I mean, this was way above and beyond everything else better. Well, it's four courses. That includes your cheese plate, dessert, wine as well. Um, And this is included when you fly in club class yeah. on Air Transat. Plus, uh, a limited number of meals are available for purchase 
on your flight if you're flying off to Europe uh, or the South in economy class. So it's not just for club class, but economy can take advantage of this mm-hmm. special four-course menu as well. Yeah, it's awesome. You can reserve your next Daniel Vezina meal with Air Transat right now at airtransat.com. All right, let's take a phone call. Razamoka. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? Uh, nothing, man. I'm just pulled over here on Britannia Road waiting for uh, Mindful Meditation Monday. And oh, on yet. snap. Oh, damn, we haven't done that yet, huh? Yeah, I didn't know we were going to. I thought, it, so it's now an every week thing we got to do this? But bro, it has to happen. Come How could on. it not uh, happen? More, you okay. want to come in and talk some jive? Um, What's your name, sir? It's Mike. Mike. Okay. You sound very stressed out right now, Mike. I am. I'm super stressed out. Oh, okay. People can't drive in the rain, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Over the weekend that I was doing it while massaging Mocha. You what? I had this visual over the weekend I was doing it while massaging Mocha's neck. Okay, when it's so was when it's not a dream but it's a visual, it's also a fantasy. <laughs> Why don't you just say fantasy? Now you're just confusing me. Right. Okay, so um yeah. you want with Mike on the phone, Dan yes. Mori, uh, mindful meditation. Do you have something prepared or are you just gonna go top of the dome? We're gonna just gonna go topless. Okay. Okay, we are lowering our voices down to a relaxed state okay well, how, should, how should we be sitting right now more usually you'd be cross-legged on the floor or lying staring up at the that. ceiling whatever works for you maybe tilt your car seat back if you can right. if you're not driving working on it okay okay as we begin thank you for letting me take you on this journey today where to bakery right. <laughs> <laughs> okay what happened on, go we're, ahead we're in a bakery oh and we're gonna use your thoughts as the ingredients for making dough. As you think of something, add it to the bowl, knead it in, think of something else. Maybe it's a happy thought or something you have to do. You're taking these thoughts and putting them into the wooden bowl and kneading, kneading your thoughts into one doughy thought, if you will. <laughs> okay. After we feel that we have enough doughy thoughts in the bowl, we're gonna place that bowl into the oven to create a bread of thoughts. Wait a minute. Do you put the bowl, the mixing bowl, into the oven? Yeah, we don't have time. That's not safe. (laughs) All right. After you take out the bread of thoughts, you sort of eat your thoughts. Boy, can you not take this serious, man? I am. I was really looking forward to this, man. Right now, who are in need of meditation. We're making thought bread. (laughs) Okay. I, didn't, I didn't even hear you mention yeast. Nothing. You need that yeast to make that no, bread. No, it's rise. thought. It's thought. Okay. 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 Listen, more. Okay. <laughs> this is not, All right. It's not. Talking? It's not going well. This is not going well. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's because maybe you're not taking it seriously, no, or I that really you weren't am. prepared. I think you're not, and I think you're throwing no, my jive off. I, I think that you don't know what you're saying. No, of course I do. What I've learned is you could really say anything. You just need people to imagine what it is that you're saying. I know, but saying I, but when you keep saying thoughts, 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 the only thing I'm thinking about is actually what you're saying. And so when you say put those thoughts in a bowl, in my head, I'm just going, nonsense, nonsense, <laughs> nonsense, 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 nonsense. You just got nonsense bread. If you want to eat nonsense, that's not my no, fault. I'm saying that's what you're saying. Okay, shh. You're terrible okay, at this. Yeah. I was not trained. I all went right. to two classes. Okay. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah, what? I'm all stressed out now. Keep in mind, I'm I'm in the middle of traffic with no shirt on and people are honking at me. Okay, yeah, you're weird. We gotta go. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me ask you this. You tell me if this is insulting or not. Mocha. Okay. Because this is the... the 
argument that I had with my girlfriend Catherine yesterday. Uh-oh. So for some... Trouble in paradise? Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, for some weirdo reason, we're driving home yesterday, and yeah. she immediately just starts singing, We Are the World. Okay. Right? Random. Classic joint. Yeah. And then I look at her, and I go, oh my God, I was just about to start singing We Are the World. Oh, all right. And then she says, yeah, it's because we share the same brain. And then I said, that's why I feel dumber. <gasps> oh. Bro. And then, but let me tell you this. And so I'm trying to give my reasoning as to why that that's not insulting. Uh-huh. And she's not buying it. Obviously, I don't even need to finish because you think it's an insult as well. Okay. When I said, that's why I feel dumber. Yeah. It was a statement on the fact that be- now we're sharing a brain, which means I now only have access to half. I know, but you how say- you, How do you take that as an insult? I think everybody listening right now would take it as an insult. But how? Because who said we're sharing the same brain? She said, she said, she said, said that's because yeah. we share the same so brain. And I said, said, that's why I feel dumber. So when she said, yes, we're sharing the same brain, and then you said that's why I feel dumber? Yeah. You're making it seem like she's the dumb one. And no. Your intelligence is now lower. No. Because it's she's because, the dumb one. No, because we're sharing now, and so I get less so of I, it. I, I think... I think what you should have said. Yeah. Oh, man, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> what you should have said is you should have led yeah. with, now we now I have like half the brain capacity that I normally would, Now and I feel dumber. But that's too many words. Wow. Your dumbass brain should have said it. So I said, that's why I feel dumber. Yeah. And she looks at me and goes, What? And then I looked at her and I went, what? <laughs> Which did not help things at all. <laughs> no, because now you're just insulting her even more. Right. Oh, so now I'm dumb and you're not listening to me. Right. And then she says, do you realize how insulting that is? Yeah. And I go, well, I'm surprised I don't, seeing as how we share the same brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Strike three, bro. <laughs> but I didn't mean it like that. Like, I legitimately, when somebody says... We're sharing the same brain, and I say that's because I, I, that's why I feel dumber now. I simply meant that's because I now have access to half of what I used so to you have. Flip that. You should have said, now I have access to, to half of what I used to have. And that's now I feel dumber. <laughs> no, that's too many words. It means the same thing, just with more words. It's, still, it's more shocking. Right? It's more shocking. <laughs> Dude, anyway, so I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'm in the wrong here. Yo, you're totally in the wrong. I don't think I am, yeah, man. Yeah. I really I'll, and I dug my heels in deep. Oh, of course you did. Deep. Of course like, you I did. Like I wouldn't let go. Oh man. <laughs> Why you got to do that? That poor girl. God, you're so stupid. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Susan. Hi. Okay, Susan, uh, let me let me read your FML request to us. Uh, FML, Roz, specifically me. This is a, this is a new one. Uh, you seem like a great dad. What would yeah. you do to make mornings better with a 16-year-old boy who wakes up crusty AF? He's ruining my drive-in. 
This is awesome. May not be mm-hmm. awesome for you, but this is awesome. What's he? How? So he's sixteen, and he's just generally crusty. Is he pissed off about something specifically, or just general overall? Just <laughs> like gross. He's pissed off at the world. Yes, oh, of course he is. Let me put it in perspective. He doesn't have to get up till eight a.m. Okay, and he's still crusty. Yeah. So I get him up. I get him. Get him going. I also have an eight-year-old, and I'm telling you, it's a nightmare every morning. How do you handle the crusty 16-year-old? I ignore him now. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have to go into his room, wake him up, and like you prep breakfast for him? Do you pack lunch for him? Uh, And you said you drive him to school, right? I do. So you do all that stuff for him? I don't pack lunch for him. He doesn't eat or talk to anyone in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he gets up on his own? No. Oh. It takes a good six or seven tries to get him up. Yeah. I will, I will say this about teenage boys. Um, yes. When it comes to, and even I guess teenage girls as well, but I, I am, I'm only an expert on teenage boys. Uh, That's not <laughs> Shut up, Maury. Don't laugh. That's not funny. I didn't mean it like that, you jerk. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know a whole lot about teenage boys. <laughs> Maury, shush. When there's a lot of rules, and as you start to get older, you have to sort of start playing by the world's rules, yeah. right? And there's, right. there's household rules. There's life rules. There's all sorts of rules, and when you're a teenager, you start to feel powerless because you now have to start following all these rules, and the only way for a lot of teenagers to sort of take that power back is to become an absolute, you can believe this? Yeah. I agree with that, you know? Yeah, and to everybody. And to everybody. Parents, teachers, some of your friends, just like every single person that you encounter on a daily basis. And like, when I read your FML, Susan, I thought back to when I was 16, and I was the exact same way. I didn't want my parents telling me anything. I didn't want to talk to my younger sisters. I didn't want to interact with them. Mm. I did not want to go to school. Okay. He's breaking away from that kid that he was that everybody in the house still remembers, right? He's got a he's got a morph out of uh, of that kid, the the little boy that you raised and loved who was so kind and awesome and told you he loved you and he was never going to leave, right? That kid doesn't exist right. anymore. Now he's a monster. No. Now he's a monster. <laughs> yeah. And it will it will get better. I will say this, you got to pick your battles. When is it going to get better? Yeah, you got to pick your battles. And I, and I will say there's not a lot yeah. you can do as a parent in those situations, but one thing you can do is every now and then take his side. Like if he's if he's pissed off about something, if he's pissed off because somebody said something to him, or a teacher uh, said something to him, or uh, you know you asked him to go and get a part time job and he went in and you know he didn't get it. Every now and then take his side, meaning that if you can find something that is not going to disrupt his life or your life or the house that you can agree with him on, like maybe one of his teachers is kind of a jerk. You know, maybe one of his teachers did go a little too hard on marking that assignment and he's pissed off about it. If you can find that kind of common ground and maybe back him on something that's not going to really ruin everything, back him on something. Take a side on something. Yeah, because Susan, right now, at at, at this point in his life, he just feels like everyone and everything is against him. And no matter what he does or says or doesn't say, it's never going to go the way he wants it to go. What? Honestly, I'm so sorry. You guys are so bang on. You're bang on. Mm-hmm. And maybe just like a little bit of support might yep. help the situation or kind of open his eyes at least to be like, 
finally somebody understands me. Yeah, you guys are right. 16-year-olds are jerks, okay? They're jerks. But, but he'll he grow will, out of it. He'll, he'll come get around. out of it. And he'll, you know, <laughs> eventually he'll learn to be his own person and, yeah. and, and figure everything out. Yeah. And also, he does not have to automatically respect you, so I hope you're not living that lie. God, no. Okay, good. I learned that a long time ago. Thank you. Good. <laughs> All right. Hope you help, Susan. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. If you've listened to the Raza Mocha show long enough, yeah, or if you're new to the show, welcome. He's Raza Mocha. Glad to have you here with us. Um, and you listen to Kiss ninety two five a lot. You may hear Damon Mori's voice outside of our show, right? Because Damon Mori reads a lot of the commercials that we air on Kiss ninety two five. I don't hear your voice on commercials as much as I used to. I think I know why. Why is that? Did because they cut you back more? No. I think the the road to get to the final product is always a pretty long and windy oh. one. <laughs> because reading, right? Because reading and right. words. <laughs> um, These are the so best. Oh, you- Damn, Mori recorded another oh, are commercial. Are we playing outtakes? Yeah. Oh, And good. I've got the outtakes uh, from his latest one. Okay. And this went down yesterday. And uh, before we get to that, though. Okay. We'll revisit some classics. <laughs> I love these. These are truly the best. This is when Dan Mori was reading a line for America's Got Talent, which was to air on City. Right. It's America's Got Talent night on City. Don't miss another round of auditions and jaw. <laughs> it's America's Got Talent night on City. Don't miss another round of audi- auditions. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know how to say the word audition. It's a tough one. That's yeah. a, I'll give you that more. That's a tough one, buddy. This is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Damon Moore reading for it. Dixie Mitsubishi. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi. To- no, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to mitts, 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 mitts. Like mitts on your m- mitts on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just like mitts on your arm, buddy. And then there was a classic for <laughs> choking now. For what? Don't choke, okay? Casaloma. Okay. Bring the family bring the family along to celebrate Thanksgiving at Casaloma with a delicious feast. <laughs> bring the family along to celebrate Thanksgiving at Casaloma with a delicious <laughs> Bring the family along. <laughs> So okay. he had problems with while. the word feast. Right. Takes a while. <laughs> Family okay. and delicious. Uh, you know. But when you get there, it's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what's the new one? What were you reading yesterday? The line is, products may not be right for you. Okay. Products may not be right for you. Okay. Your natural health partner. Products may not. Products may Products may not be right for you. Products may products may not <laughs> product may be right for you. <laughs> product may be right for you. <laughs> product may not 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 be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Flatter? Product may not be right for you. Always follow the <laughs> Product may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. Is that one of those things at a commercial, like when they go, some assembly required, right? That's one of those? <laughs> Come in here more. I need to talk to you. 
god, okay. that's so funny. So the I line was, <laughs> "Product may not be right for you." I always <laughs> assume. I always <laughs> assume that you read it normal, and then they'll speed it up later. Oh, like with technology, right? I didn't know that you actually had to read it quick. Yeah, which is tough because your eyes and your mouth have to go at the same speed. <laughs> but don't can't you memorize that? Yeah, but you still have to see what you're memorizing, right? No, you don't. No, What's the line? Tell, tell me the line right now. What's the line, Mocha? Product. <laughs> products may you're not... the one that read the commercial like for 35 minutes <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> products may not be right for you. Okay. Products may not be right for you. <laughs> <laughs> products may not be right for you. No, say Why are you just yelling? normal. <laughs> because that's how you bring, go faster, bring, you can go higher. No, no, no. Bring, no. Listen, we're all calm, right? <laughs> just in a calm voice. Yeah. Products may not be right for you, but quicker. Yeah, but quicker, but not quicker, not louder. Products may not be right for you. Products may not be right for you. Products may not be right for you. No. <laughs> okay, say the words, this. Okay, products. Oh, we're gonna lose them. I think we're gonna lose them. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I'll dial nine one, <laughs> yeah. and then you point when you want me yeah. to hit one. Wait, 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 wait. Products. Products may may not not be, be right. right. For you. you. Products, Products may, may not, not be, be right, right for you. you. Products may not be right for you. Products may not be right for you. It sounded like you said, Products may pew, 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 pew. Products, Products at the pew, pew, pew. Products, Products may, may not, not be, be right, right for, for you. you. Products may not be right for you. Products may not be right for you. Nailed it! The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, this is Roz and Mocha. Hey, uh, this is Adil. How's it going, Mocha? Good. What's going on, Adil? Not too bad, not too bad. I was actually wondering if uh, Maury could help me with something. <laughs> okay. Maury, you're needed. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Uh, I need his assistance, or I would like his input on how to balance a budget. How to balance a budget? Am I being, yeah. what, uh, trolled? You think he no, just got I, trolled? No, I, 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 dude, I want to ask you. You have different opinion. Like, I like different opinions. Okay, Maury, uh, how do you balance a budget? Well, I think you need to sort of tell me more about this said uh, budget. Like, I mean, you can't just come at me, bro. <laughs> I think what Maury... Okay, I, okay, I think... Maury, honestly, man, you just need to have more confidence with when you're saying words. I think what Maury is trying to ask Adil, but is maybe too ashamed to, is how much does the budget weigh, first of all? <laughs> um, let's say whatever four grand okay so four thousand dollar but like when you say balance a budget are you telling yeah. are you asking me like i've spent this much of four thousand like no like, that, dumb that, it down that, for that, me, i need please. i need you to help me decipher that okay maury doesn't know what you what you're saying when you say balance a budget man Okay, fine. That's fine. I will settle for Maury's spelling budget. No. Oh, you Maury's spell budget. Okay, B U D G E T. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. No, but when you mean balance a budget, are yeah. you are you are you asking me? So I've spent four thousand dollars. Yes. And I uh, no, I have four thousand. I've spent this much. How do I bring it back to four thousand? <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. Or balancing it, meaning like where it's you know one of those scales where if I spend four thousand, um, how do I make it sort of wobbly in the middle again? <laughs> <laughs> Maury, you are forever wobbly in the middle. 
yeah, 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 something like that. Like I'm talking myself into circles of confusion. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Morris, you're always within circles of confusion. <laughs> oh, is anyone gonna help funny. me here? No, no. Ah, you're too wobbly, bro. <laughs> I'm so confused. Adele, we gotta go. Thanks. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, Have a good one. Later. Okay, you're my fan, bro. Oh, yeah. Ah. Thanks, asked. <laughs> here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's up? Yeah, that was kind of mean. You can't really ask him to balance the budget when you don't give him any numbers to balance. Give him 4000 bucks. Yeah, but you got to show him the figures for the budget. The balancing of budget is making your debits align up with your assets. Okay. And you what, didn't, what, you didn't give your... him any numbers. You just said balance of $4,000. What's your name? It's, it's Jason. Okay, Jason, you've listened to this show long enough to know that on top of giving Dammit Mori the dollar figure of $4,000, if we were to give him other dollar figures, his head would explode. There's nobody he'd be able to do it. I know that. But yeah, you just, you put, you're chopping a leg out from underneath him when you just say, balance $4,000. Okay, hold on here. If if I if you ask anybody who actually knew how to balance a budget to say, explain to me how to balance a budget, they would say, okay, let's say you have X amount of dollars, and then your thing is, they would understand the process. You don't have to oh, give uh, yeah. you don't have to give somebody a dollar figure in order for them to figure out how to balance a budget. If you say, that's, how do you balance a budget? That's not what you asked him. You didn't ask him how do you balance a budget. You said, I need you to balance my budget. That's what the guy said. Okay. I need you to balance my budget. Right. It would have been different if you had asked him how do you balance a budget. Okay. He didn't do that. More Get on in here. <laughs> oh, he's not going to be able to answer that oh! question. I know that. Oh! Maury, come, still come so back why are you in. giving us a hard time then, bro? Hey, we're not ripping on you, Maury. We're ripping on Jason. Don't you worry, sweetheart. Okay, hold on. I got your back on this. Uh, damn it, Maury, say good morning to Jason. Hey, good morning, everyone. Jason. Morning. All right, Jason, yeah. floor is yours. Go for it. Go for it. Well, I was just saying it's not fair that you asked him to balance okay, the budget. Okay, so, so make it fair then. Well, what you have to uh, no, it's not still not fair, but what you have to ask him is, Maury, how do you balance the budget? $2,000. He's not going to be able to answer that, though. $2,000. That's. Uh, I don't even know why I try to defend you. No, but two thousand on one side, two thousand on the other. Yeah, but how do you balance a budget? One hand holds two thousand, the other hand holds the other two thousand, and your body's right, in this, the middle. Yeah, this phone call is pointless. I apologize, guys. <laughs> yeah, you regret calling in now, Jason. Yeah. Um, no, no, because I learned a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't yeah. F- with <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to support Maury. Also, also Maury, not wrong. Two thousand in one hand, two thousand in another hand. And what was the third part, Maury? Your body in the middle. Your body in the middle. <laughs> My God, why do I listen to this? <laughs> Love you lots, Jason. Have a wicked day. Yeah, you too. Bye, Later, brother. The and Mocha Show podcast. Let me ask you a question here. Go. Would you give up social media to never get sick again? No. Wow. Why? Because a lot of people would. Really? Yeah, I'm just reading this survey. Twenty. Okay, what kind of sickness are we talking though? Like okay. all kinds? Yeah, like I don't like think the common cold. I don't think they're talking about Parkinson's or cancer. I think they're talking about like a cold. We're yeah. heading into peak cold and flu season, and a new survey found the average American gets sick about four times a year. So, what would you be willing to give up if it meant you'd never get another cold for the rest of your life? Would you give up social media? No. Maury? Kissing? What? Like, I'd give up kissing if it meant, like, never getting sick again. answer the man's question. Oh, so you would give up kissing before you gave up social media? Because that's how you get sick, right? Wow. Wait, but who else are you kissing other than your husband? Oh, like my grand, like grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says, nobody says it like that, okay? Nobody, when somebody says, you know, who are the, who are you kissing? Nobody says my husband and my grandparents. (laughs) 
right? You know what we mean. It's, it's just called saying hi yeah, at lip, that point. Lip kisses, yeah. No, you don't kiss. No, it's weird. Okay, so uh, social media, yes or no? Yes. No. You would You worry. wouldn't, you liar. No, okay, let me ask you this. How no, long? No, 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 no. No, no he, he's you, missing a crucial part of this information. No, it's forever. That it's forever. Okay. Would you, you give, it up give up forever? social media forever? He already said at the beginning, would you give up for life? Yeah. If you would you be willing to give up social media to never get another cold? Oh, uh, hell no. Okay. Uh, would you be willing to give up caffeine? No. Yes. Twenty nine percent of people said yes, they would. Would you be willing to give up sex? <laughs> hell no. Not a chance. Says More. the guy over here. You give it up that for with, nothing. You say that with so much confidence, Maury? Uh Twenty-one percent of people said that they would. Would you give up TV and movies? No. no. <laughs> uh, would you give up your vacation time going no. forward? No way. Then what are you going to post on social media? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely not. Uh, the uh, top ways to make ourselves more comfortable when we're sick. By the way, because I got a whole family right now. My yeah. I slept on the couch last night because ev- really? everybody is sick. Catherine's Aww. sick. Roxy's sick. Everybody. That's the sick. one thing I'm not looking forward to because our our son is still so young, 19 <clears throat> months. Yeah, is that once he starts going to school or daycare? Oh yeah, getting the, cold, all the time. And getting kids, the sickness from all the yeah, other kids. Yeah. And kids teachers, don't right? cover their mouth wi- or their face when they sneeze. I'll tell you, kids are better at that than adults are. Yeah. Not around me, they aren't. No, because and I get mad at those kids. Even my, when I'm walking down the street, I'll be like, cover your face. Oh, no. My kid was at daycare. Yeah. My kid was like, geez, I don't even know. Like maybe three. And if she sneezed, she would sneeze into, into her arm. That's a smart kid. Yeah, because they, they teach you at daycare. They teach you how to share. Mm-hmm. They teach you how to sit and politely eat your lunch. They teach you how to sneeze, and they teach you how to wipe your butt we have properly, the right way. There's a wrong way? Friends <laughs> who uh, who have a son, like, a couple months older than Cruz. Yeah. Started daycare in September. Yeah. And already got sick seven times. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Well, those That's like, basically being sick for yeah. once a week. Well, you think about uh, daycares September. are very germy. You're sharing toys and stuff. You know, they might sneeze in their hand and then touch the tricycle. Oh, man, they get their hands up their butts and then they put it in each other's mouths. Yeah. Like, gross. it's way worse than putting your hand well, on okay, a toy. I'm, I'm still kind of curious. What else is on that list? What uh, would you give up Oh, nothing. For? That's it. So TV, uh, would you give up your vacation was the last one. And oh, okay. 17% no. of people said Definitely that they would not. give up their vacation. No. Oh, hell no. 17%. No. No, absolutely not. But Maury was right. Then what do you post on social? (laughs) All that non-kissing you're doing with your husband. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, So I said panties yesterday and then got chastised for it because people hate that word. What? You know panties? Yeah. Panties, right? You said it where? Just in conversation. Okay. I think we were talking about like Black Friday deals or something like that. But I may even use it in the singular. I may have just said panty. Okay. Because people hate that word. People hate that word. Is there such a thing as a singular panty? Yeah. Of course. A panty. No, but when you're putting on your panties, that's still a singular of a product. But you could say, I like that panty on you. Wait, why are we talking about this again? Oh, because somebody yelled at you. So I went through and I found a list because I wanted to find out where panties ranked on lists, uh, uh, words people hate hearing. Okay. Right? Because there's all sorts of different lists in the world that have been published of the either grossest sounding or the most unsettling sounding words that people hate hearing. And I've taken a bunch of those and a lot of them have repeat words in them. And I've sort of compiled what most would say are the most unsettling words that people don't like to hear. Is the word succulent on there? 
It is not on there. Is that one of yours? No, my sister-in-law hates that word. Really? Succulent. Really, huh? (laughs) Interesting. Uh, So I'll say the word more. You repeat it back in a way that uh, maybe won't entirely offend, but might creep people out a tiny little bit. Oh, you want my sexy voice. Okay. (laughs) Call it what you want. (laughs) All right. If that's what you say. Uh, So on that list is uh, moist. Moist. (laughs) Ew. Ew, right? Uh, Phlegm. Phlegm. Yeah, phlegm's a pretty disgusting word. Yeah, ointment. Ointment. Uh, and then panties? Panties. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let's okay. double back to that one now. That one sounds so gross. Okay, panties. Panties. Why say it like that, though? Yeah, tone it down. Dial it down to like a six more. Oh. Panties. Panties. Panties? Panties. No, 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 no. You don't repeat after me. You do it your way. Oh. Panties. Panties. <laughs> Next okay. word, please. Okay, so far that's number one. <laughs> okay. okay, curd. Curd. I don't mind that word. Okay, slurp. Slurp. Why are you doing like a weird thing? Yeah. Because I'm picturing somebody doing it. I know. Don't You, you almost sound like a leprechaun almost. I auditioned for no, one of those. just do sexy. Do your sexy. That's not sexy. That's sexy to you? Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Pretend you're trying to impress Matthew. Yeah. Your no, husband. No, pretend you're trying to impress me. Pretend you're trying to impress Ross. <laughs> Thank you. Understandable. Your okay. husband. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Okay, mucus. Mucus. Pulp. Pulp. Pustule. Pustule. No, not pustule. Ew, that sounds even grosser. <laughs> Ew. Pustule. Ew! Oh, God! Can you imagine, like... Pus- oh, that's a really beautiful jewel. What's it made out of? Uh, pus. Okay. <laughs> it's a pus okay. Jewel. It's not a pustule. It's pustule. Pustule. Okay. Uh, engorge. Engorge. Ew. Uh, masticate. Masticate. <laughs> Why are you straining when you say that Why word? Why are you straining? You have the weirdest say. Just say something sexy. I am. I'm Th- doing it not, as I'm, I'm trying is, to make is, it that's sexy. That's just okay. sexy close, talk, close, though? Close your eyes. I'll do you, okay? Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Close your eyes and I'll do you. Okay? Mori's eyes were just replaced with heart. You look like that. Heart eye emoji. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, this is what you're saying, right? I'll give you a word like ointment, and you go, ointment. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's what you exactly do. No, it's not. Do. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. Like, no, I'm I asking you to just no. do like a, do like a, 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 a just a, a slow down sort of sexy thing, okay? Okay, how about this? You're over Can you delivering. give him an example? I, no. He, no. You're, you're over delivering. I'm making it sexy. That's not sexy. Next what? word. Okay. And at number one on the list, which is number one on any, anyone's list. So let's go back because right now, I think we all agree that uh, Maury saying panties is the most unsettling. Yes. Panties. Right. Okay. That's right up there. Uh, but number one on the list is the word daddy. Mm, daddy. Oh my God. That is so in, rough. In brackets, when used by an adult. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> okay, now make it stop. Okay, give me panties. Panties. Daddy. Daddy. Okay, give me give me panties. Panties. And then give me daddy. Daddy. Okay, give me daddy. Daddy. Panties. Panties. Okay. Try them on your own now. Panties, daddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz and Mocha, what's up? Hey guys, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. So I just want to say I actually have um 
a membership to Sirius Radio. But on my way into work in the morning, I just want to hear you guys talk because you're so funny. Oh, thank you. Um, but I was just going to, I was calling in to say that, um, damn it, Maury, sounds like, remember the movie Scream? Ah, uh, yeah. And when he'd call in, the, the scary guy would call in and be oh. like, he what's, sounds like him trying to go to the washroom when he has a sexy voice. Like, wow. what's your favorite movie? No, more like, yeah. hello, Sydney. Can I use exactly. your bathroom? I don't think that's, that's a line from Scream. <laughs> no, but hello, that's Sydney. Can voice. I use your bathroom? Say, say, hello, Daddy. Can I use your panties? Hello, Daddy. Can I use your panties? Okay. Oh, <laughs> terrible. That would scare me. Yeah, that's freaky. That's that may gross. be the most terrifying thing anybody's ever said on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. All right. What's your name? Uh, Brienne. Thank you, Brienne. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the show. Um, How old are you? In my 40s. And how long have you been in this relationship? Ooh, nine months. Let's go through this now here. I'm having a problem with my boyfriend. You just said nine months. I knew it was wrong. But I looked into his iPad and I saw an email titled Cupid's Arrow. It was an email exchange that he initiated that led up to him telling her to name a time and a place that they would meet up for a drink. This was in October and we've been dating since March. I was also able to get into his online dating account and found out that he's been chatting Uh, and giving out his number to many women and making plans to meet. I confronted him about the email, and he flipped out on me for invading his privacy. Classic. Uh, But he said that it was wrong and that uh, he went out on a date and then realized that I was the one that he wanted to be with. I checked the site again because I still had a terrible feeling and realized that he had been giving out his number until November 5th when his account expired and his activity awaiting renewal and is actively awaiting renewal. So uh, he then said that they can delete his dating accounts together over the weekend, like as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. What made you suspicious in the first place that you would have to go check his iPad? Well, what happened one day is I have kids and my, my son was over, and he was fooling around at the table, and the iPad fell on the floor, and it flipped open, and it's on lock screen, and you can see messages. Oh. And I, I just looked. I looked, and it said, uh, so, when can we have a second date? Right. So, do you love this guy? I do. Okay. Because people are screaming right now, being like, there is only one answer and only one way to deal with this, and that is to kick his ass out. Yeah, that's internally for me right now to you, Catherine. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's only been nine months. Ditch the guy. You have kids. You have other things in your life to worry and care about. I know. Uh, how old is he? Is he around your same age? Um, he's in his early 50s. In his early 50s. How okay, did you guys so- meet? Mm-hmm. Online. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Which is why I knew how to get around the dating app. Sure. Yeah. I, we were on the same one, yeah. Do oh. you feel that you have trust issues with him that are not fixable? I don't know. Definitely. Definitely issues now. But fixable? I don't know. I guess only time will tell. Did you establish parameters when the relationship started? So meaning when you guys did meet online and then you decided to Mm -hmm. what you thought was exclusive, did you set the parameters of, okay, we're both going to delete the dating apps and not do that anymore? Yes. You did say that. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys live together? No. Oh, okay. You know, the, the idea that we, it, it's a natural feeling, okay, when you're with somebody and it's a relatively new relationship, it's a natural feeling to sort of question whether you're making the right decision. And you start second guessing yourself and you do sort of have those thoughts as to maybe this person isn't the one, okay? Mm-hmm. And, but to go, to test that, to test to see if you're the one by going out on other dates without telling you is just flat out wrong. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. That's exactly what I said. And uh, and then to, for him to freak out on you, he he's not. He, he's 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 he got pissed because he got caught. Yeah. You know. And, exactly. And I understand. Like there are people who look at dating apps, especially when you're from the world of dating apps, where that is how your relationship started. Mm-hmm. You know, where people still use them and they use them because they're flattering. Okay. They use them because exactly. they, they get messages from people that say, Oh my God, you're so great and you sound yep. so fun and all that. Like they're flattering and maybe they don't go and take that next step where they go and meet people. But your boyfriend was DMing people on a dating app and actually dating people while he's dating you. Well, I have no hard evidence that he actually went, but he gave out his number and was asking people. Well, the evidence is on the iPad. You said the first message that you read was, when can we go on our second date? So you know he's already gone out with somebody one time. Uh, Now, in in your message to us, you said that... um, that he said that the two of you over the weekend could mm-hmm. go through and delete all of those dating site accounts. Did you actually go through with it? Yes, yesterday. It happened yesterday. Okay. And how'd that go? It went okay. He was on another site that I knew about. Yeah. I, I checked in. He's like, oh, you're not supposed to be snooping around in there. I'm like, just delete it. I'm like, I don't care. Does, uh, is there a chance that maybe he's far more casual than you are with your relationship? It's, it's possible. Maybe, like maybe you're, you're, you're far more serious about this the two of you than he is it could be yeah have you had that conversation with him like do you, do you know yeah. where you stand does he tell you he loves you <sighs> no not yet okay mm. for all the people that are listening to you right now nine months you got kids you're grown you're not 22 i'm assuming you've you were married mm-hmm. before or had some sort of long-term yes. relationship yes. before uh this is the time in your life right now where you don't need some guy who's going to screw around like this whether he's 50 or whether he's 25 yeah this is this is my first relationship since since my divorce right it's hard yeah yeah but you know what you would be better off without any of that stress or drama in your life like yeah, I, can't, I, I can't tell somebody to dump somebody that's that's completely on you oh i can't i know i think but, you should dump this guy yeah <laughs> yeah you're on he makes you feel terrible about yourself yeah you don't feel good right now Right? You don't. You should at least feel good. You should at least, you, you, the person you're with should give you a little bit of purpose. You should want to do nice things for them. You should look forward to seeing them. Yeah. You shouldn't look at the person who you're in a relationship with and have to wonder all those things and each and every one of them is deceitful and is designed to do nothing and other than make you feel terrible. Catherine, you probably, like, every time he is out when you're not talking to him or when he's not texting you, in the back of your mind, you're probably thinking, like, who's this guy with? He may tell me he's going to, I don't know, meet up with a friend or go to the mall, but how do I know that he's not with some other girl or chatting with somebody else? You're probably thinking that every single day of your life. Are you not? Yeah, for yeah. the past week and a half. Yeah, of course. you don't need of that. Course. You don't need that in your life, girl. You deserve way, 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 way better. I do. You're going to be fine is the answer. You're going to yeah. be great. You're going to be better than all right. Yeah, okay.
You know? All right, Catherine. I don't know what you've been yep. through. I don't know what you've been through, but I guarantee you've been through worse than this. Yeah, probably. But this sucks and it hurts. Don't let this guy make you feel terrible about yourself. You don't deserve okay. that. Okay. Okay. And call Thanks a- for calling, and guys. call us back. Okay, I okay. will. Okay, right. Thanks, Catherine. God, that was hard. Okay. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Oh my god! I'm oh, sorry. I'm so nervous right now. I'm Why? so excited to talk because I've been a fan of you guys since the beginning, and I've been like listening to you, Mocha, since you're on Kiss from way back when, and this is the first time I've ever like spoken to you guys. Oh, damn. I'm like so excited. Okay, well, take a deep breath. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your name? I'm Camille. All right. What part of the city do you live in? Um, Scarborough, originally Malvern. Oh, yes. what well, Malvern? Do we know each other yeah. for, from back in the day? Um, me and you don't, but I do know your sisters. Oh, all right. So what's going on, Camille? Um, I just, I thought it'd be really interesting. I don't know if you guys have done it already, but relationship advice with the Dammit. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've tried to give Dammit Maury on his own uh, advice on multiple, multiple things. You know, everything <laughs> from financials to talking with Matthew, how he could solve a disagreement or argument with them. Um, but you know yeah. what? The Dammits are the Dammits, and we love them for it. I know. They make, like, I love listening to you guys, especially the FML part, um, part that you guys brought in, but mm. the Dammits are just so funny. <laughs> so do you want us to, like, do you want the Dammits to take advice on how to make their relationship better, or do you want advice on, on from the Dammits? With all due respect, Roz, I yeah. believe our relationship is just fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I would trust people um, who can't be honest with each other to give advice to somebody else. Yeah. But what really but I is think honest? that's the entertaining <laughs> I think that's the ten- entertaining aspect of it because I don't think they would take advice. <laughs> no. no, but you know what? It's given? interesting. I just thought now of yeah. something interesting. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's this simple statement that simple. <laughs> a simple statement of what? That honesty is the best policy. Simple. You live in your home. Yeah. You do your groceries. You do your life. And yeah. if you can get through life without any major difficulty, then you basically have the ability of giving advice because you've done nothing wrong in that your own life. That is a long ass statement. That uh, would never fit on a t shirt. That makes no sense. <laughs> None whatsoever. No, if you can live your life flawlessly, yeah. then you're living but a you good don't life. Live you're, your basi- life flawlessly. you're basically telling people, Maura, your advice to people is hey, listen, jackass, if I can buy groceries, you should be happy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> Camille, love you lots. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Love Bye. you guys too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So, uh, damn it, Maury has not been on the show all that much today. He's uh, not. Because he got hit by a car. What? On the, on the weekend. Come on in, Maury. Get he's out of here. here. Yeah. You got hit by a car? Yeah. That's why he's limping. You can smile. Yeah, like, he got, he okay, wait. Car. Did you get, is this a real hit no, by a car? No, he got really hit by a car. Really hit by yeah, a like car. There's a police report and everything. Yeah. Not like a car bumped. Mm, well, okay. Well, I don't know. And I then mean, y- you fell to the ground screaming. Ah, I got hit. <laughs> wow. Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> it's something like that, right? No, I okay. was legit hit by a car. So okay. what happened? You were, you were walking across. It was green for me. Uh, I had 10 seconds left right. and I was crossing the street near yeah. my place 
and someone was there's a, a an ability to turn left and someone was turning left and didn't see me and was going at full speed and rammed right into my side right and i went up his hood and down onto the ground hmm. and so what happened uh, i then i got up and would, like started yelling at the guy going you're not going anywhere mister <laughs> right. yeah. like from the ground or were you no, like no i stood up but i was like in shock like yeah. i i yeah. didn't know i'm like i can't believe this just adrenaline happened adrenaline rushing that's what they said. Yeah, I mean, this I didn't. You can't really prepare for how this would feel. Did the and guy get out of his car? He got like he kept driving a bit right. after turning left, and then stopped and got out. And he looked like he just saw a ghost. Like he right. was like he had no idea what just happened. Right. And I got up and like I was like freaking out. I was like I can't like really what just happened. And yeah. there was this bystander, my angel Garth. And he came running over and he's like, I'm calling 911 right now. And he's like, move off to the side. And I was shaking like a leaf. And then I started, like, I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, oh, geez, I, I should call Matthew because I was alone. Yeah. I was actually walking to get Matthew dinner. Right. And so I called upstairs and I told Matthew, I'm like, I was just hit by a car. Come down right now. I was just hit by a car. I started bawling my eyes out. I was crying. Because I couldn't believe what just happened. And it wasn't until I said out of my, mm-hmm. my mouth that I was hit by a car that it hit me. So what was Garth doing at this point? So Garth he he was, just, was just a guy. He was describing the intersection, saying where it was, you know, and saying what happened. But what was he saying to you? He was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. It's going to be okay. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll stay with you until your husband gets downstairs. And so then it was within a minute that one of the ambulances showed up. Did he know who you were? Who, Garth? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. I did really he, don't. He didn't ask for a selfie or anything? No. Okay. So when did Matthew get down? Um, it took him a while because he did his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so you just got hit by a car and you call Matthew, your husband, and in your condo, you guys live on the third floor, so it doesn't take that long to get downstairs. And this happened in front of our condo. And it happened in front of the condo. And he did his hair? Well, it took him a, a while to come down. I remember thinking, I'm like, what, what's, where is he? <laughs> right. You know, but, I, you, but he showed up, he had nice hair. You know, and, and like his like, nice jacket it, on. Like right. just in, ca- just in like case he got like the dressed? news, like the news was going to show up to do interviews and stuff. <laughs> Oh my so god! What, so, so then another amb- like the actual ambulance showed up, and they um, yeah, two I got, ambulances showed up. One was like the supervisor or whatever, like just like a, a van, and yeah. then the actual ambulance. I got in, and they checked vitals, and then the lady was like, you know, turn around, face the wall, and pull your pants down. And I was like, <laughs> not the first time I've been told that. <laughs> oh. um, but then, like, she was checking, and I was fine. And they yeah. asked, like, do you want to go to the hospital? Do you want to go to the hospital? But I didn't want to spend the money because you have to pay for that. Um, so I, I was like, I think I'm okay. Cause at that point it hasn't started bruising yet. Yeah. Um, and that happens. Is it bruised day. now? Yeah. Do you want to see? Yeah. On your right side, on your right hip. Like or is your, it like your below leg? Is, below his hip is kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. Damn. Yo, are you not wearing underwear? Yeah. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say that kind of freaked me out. Up against the wall, mister. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next? Like the guy, the cop showed up. Yeah. And did if you're a, just if you're just joining us, uh, Maureen got hit by a car over the weekend. The cop showed up and took my statement. They don't write it anymore. They they record you of like an audio statement. Right. That way you can't and change your story. That must be. Did it. you do it in a British accent or no? <laughs> I, I, no, I was too scared. Come on, man. <laughs> Clown on the guy. The, 
cop was charged him. Yeah, and um, and then that was that. But um, so, you, yeah. what are you going to do now? Are you going to are you going to file charges? Are you going to uh, hire a lawyer? Are you going to try to sue this guy? No, I I, I, don't I wasn't. Think you can. No, I don't, I don't think, think you so. Can. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I was really upset, but I'm not like I just. I I would rather this have never happened. Like I'm, I'm sure, not out right. for. But you didn't look at this like everything else in your life of how can I make a dollar off this? No, because I don't have time to go to court and you know and and all that stuff, and then you have to pay. Like I didn't even want to spend the fifty bucks to go to the hospital with the ambulance. Right. And it's funny. More told me this morning. He's like, Ugh, he's probably on his phone. Oh. Oh, God. The one who's notorious for being on his phone when driving. You know what the worst part was? Uh, I remember when Not I was lying getting on hit the, by a car? <laughs> the worst part was I was lying on the ground. I remember seeing people on the other side yeah. when this happened, and they weren't doing anything. Of course like, I just not. remember lying there and w- looking at these people going, how are you still just standing there? Yeah, but one guy was helping you. Uh, That's yeah. all you need. Oh, for sure. But I, I remember looking like, at them going- Did you expect a crowd to show up? No, but I couldn't believe they were just standing there watching. Like, it just- like it struck me as very odd. Like it was embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just watching you cry. Yeah. I'm right. lying here on the ground and crying, you're just standing there, crying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But now Garth helped you. That guy Garth helped you. Yeah. And but nobody else is. You don't need a crowd of people. You don't need ten people to come and rescue you. Pick no. you up. No, no. I'll no. carry you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you <laughs> no, know, poor me, poor me. I was just shocked that, like, you know, yeah, they were just standing there as opposed to even saying anything. But it's shocking for people, too, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not defending them, but it's shocking for no, people. You're, you're still, still here. Hit my car. You're still alive. Oh, for sure. yeah. You can still watch. Yeah, I just you remember still... what I was thinking, like, in the moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, his hair still looks good. It's a. Uh, <laughs> did he smell good? Did he put cologne on, too, before he came down? He might have washed himself. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, if you're just joining us, Maury was, uh, he's here today and he seems to be fine, but he was hit by a car over the weekend and he's answering phones right now. Are you going to sue more? I don't know if you can sue. I don't know if you can. You always or see those big money lawsuits tell, down tell in your, the States. I think it's different up here. Or tell your insurance company to like reach out to I his and get some money. Like what? Like what? Like this, something like cash. But uh, Maury was, you were walking, what you had, you were walking on a green and then the guy was turning left through a full intersection and nailed wasn't you. Wasn't paying attention. And wasn't paying attention. Jeez, a lot of people want to talk to you though, more. Hi, what do you want to say? And you brought up the insurance. I work for an insurance company. So oh, you do? <laughs> I heard you say, oh, this is just a mistake. You can't do that. No, he absolutely can do that. Get a lawyer and sue them. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know. And there's other things to this story too, but no, no. But what I mean, <laughs> okay. what, what, I, what I mean is, is that we don't live in uh, like... When you slip and fall on somebody's ice in front of their house, you're not going to get fifty million dollars from their insurance. No, maybe a hundred grand, but not fifty. Maybe Maury's. <laughs> how big is the bruise? We on, pay out a lot. <laughs> how's the, how big is the bruise on Maury's butt, Mocha? Would you say? I don't know, like mm, an inch and a bit. Yeah, maybe an inch. Yeah, Less than two inches for much. sure. <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you get for a two inch bruise that. on the bum? <laughs> maybe fifty bucks. Maybe fifty yeah. bucks. Maury, what do you think your bum bruise is worth? What What would you accept? As payment. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that everything you say right now is on the record. <laughs> That's years true. ago when I won Best Butt Contest. So this is an award-winning butt. You're right about that. Maury won Best Buns. In what year? Like, whatever, 15, like 19, like 2000 something. Uh, okay, well, which is it? <laughs> Nineteen fifteen, two thousand something. Either way, it's an award-winning bum. Uh, it is. It is an award-winning bum. He has been awarded uh, 
uh, a, 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 like a prize for his cheeks. Come yeah, here, two drink tickets. Drop so your pants again. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the uh, measure app on my phone. Oh, good. Yeah, thank uh, you. Let's measure the app. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's measure the bruise. Okay. And so we can just get an exact. Yeah. And also, don't Mocha, don't touch it. Right. That's no. things an award winning bum. You, <laughs> Do you say don't put the crack in it? Okay, so yeah. So more, okay, Maury's bum bruise yeah. is five centimeters. Five centimeters. Oh, five centimeters. <laughs> What's bigger, Maury's bruise or his mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You okay, more? Yeah, I breathed. Okay. Uh, good morning, Maury. Good morning. You're good? Uh, yeah. Maury got uh, hit by a car over the weekend, if you missed that. He and, did. Like, he was crossing. He wasn't in his car. He was crossing the street walking, and somebody was making a left and hit him. I, and I just want to clear something up. Yeah. I was not jaywalking. No, I never a said lot, you no, were jaywalking. People were commenting yesterday saying, well, that's what you get if you're jaywalking. No, I had 10 seconds left mm-hmm. with the picture of the man walking. Yeah. I was completely in my right. Well, no, if you had 10 seconds left, you wouldn't have the man walking. You'd have yeah. a hand. Well, flashing, but you have, the cop was there, I and know, I told you him, had if I was wrong, he'd say, no, to you're wrong. To my understanding is once those numbers start flashing, mm-hmm. as a pedestrian, you're not supposed to cross the road. Correct. You should wait. Right. And that 10 seconds is to allow any traffic that is to be turning yes. to give them that time to safely right. make their turn. Correct. And you're supposed to wait until it is your turn where you get the green man light. But around my area, the the countdown starts right away. Okay. I don't know. I'm not yeah, blaming you. I mean, you, the cop was like, you know, you're right. So, okay. Right. We'll see. You going to sue? No, I, I don't have the time for that. <laughs> but you're right, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, then you, you, people are, oh, I spent seven yeah. years doing this and eight years yeah. doing that. Yeah. I'd rather someone just throw money at my problems. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Like you're Malawi. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just yeah. throw money at it. Uh, so, but the, there is a bruise on Maury's butt. Like I went on to his, the doctor yesterday. And what did the doctor say? I have a constitution. Okay. <laughs> or whatever he said it was. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, a bone bruise. Yeah. Or what a constitution. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's growing and uglier. It's like some sort of alien coming out of my leg. Okay. So Mocha measured it yesterday with his measuring app on his phone. Yeah. And it was five centimeters. Five centimeters. So, Which to me is lots. Well, not for getting hit by a car bruise. To me, that's real small for getting hit by a car bruise. I wish that there was video footage because I think, no offense, but the the car (laughs) maybe like just kind of tapped you and you were pushing it back a little bit. No, I flew to the ground, yo. Okay, like insurance scam flying to the ground or legit hit by a car? No, legit hit to the no legit flew to the ground right now. I know. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but Maury says his bruise is getting bigger. Okay. That it's not getting better; it's getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, so please, uh, you want to go show Mocha? Yes, I will. Drop you have your measuring down. app again. I do. Okay. Oh God, are those the same boxers from yesterday? Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> How Man, long have you been? Man's got to do. Man's got to do those boxers. No, but I'm putting Ben Gay, and I don't want are Ben the, Gay on all my underwear. Are those the boxers you wore the night you got hit? Yeah. What night oh, was no. that? That's like, you're wearing evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Man's got to do. <laughs> also, this bruise makes yeah. Matthew gag. Okay, I'm about to gag right now. It smells like ben, like old ass Ben Gay right now. Okay, did you shower? Yeah. What are you What are you rubbing on that thing? Ben Gay. Ben Gay. What does that do? That's all the cream we have. 
Oh, oh okay. I find that shocking. But anyway. Can you move that long hair? <laughs> okay, so uh, if you listened to yesterday, Damon Mori's bruise from getting hit by the car was five centimeters in length. Mocha's using the measuring app on his phone. Do you need more light over there, homie? I think so. Yeah? Here, use my flashlight. Wait. I'm going to do this. There we go. Here, more. Yeah. Yeah, turn that one on more. There you go. Thank you. Okay, let's see here. This must look weird. Well, next to that long hair, yeah. So, Does the bruise look bigger, Mocha? No. You know what? It kind of looks like heart-shaped. Really? Oh, you know what? Oh. Your bruise is getting smaller. <gasps> it's four centimeters oh, now. Four centimeters. Oh, look at this, Ron. Oh, I don't want to. You just walk. What? Let me see. Are you showing him the long oh, hair or God. the bruise? That's more. I get a bruise like that from walking into a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did the coffee table come right at you? <laughs> uh you people are not taking this seriously. I get a, a bruise like I'm 44. I get a bruise like that showering sometimes. But that's with age. <laughs> that hard pressure water. Yeah, I went into Metro perfectly healthy last week, came out with a bruise bigger than that. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. Bought some cheese, got hurt. <laughs> anyway, the bruise is getting smaller, which is fantastic yeah. news. Still Curry. hurts, though. Still hurts, yeah. Hooray. Not saying it doesn't. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Maury, how many days now has it been um, since you got hit by that car? Good morning, Maury. Come on in. It's you. So how many days, though? Saturday. Now, how many days? Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Five days. Okay, there we go. And how's the bruise doing? Oh, let me show you. Okay. Matthew still thinks it's getting worse. Because Maury has a big bruise on his butt um, because I've... he got hit by a car. Hold on. Okay, okay, so... hold on now. Now, Maury, uh, Mocha measured that. You've been measuring it a couple times, Maury. I can see you got a, you got a, okay, yeah. You went a little too low on the front there, homie. Okay, a little too much English on that uh, on that show. So the first on Monday we measured, and on you know Monday I mean? it was five centimeters, and we measured again, I believe, on Tuesday, and it had gone down yeah. to four centimeters. Right. Uh, so, get your see if you have your app, Mocha, that you can app? measure. Yeah, yeah. That if you can measure this. Now you have to measure. Look, it's bruised. Yeah. No, that's a hair. Okay, that's hold a, on. No, look, it's bro, you hair. got some long hair on your legs. Right. I'm a man. Yeah. Hold on, let's see here. Okay, so we're gonna start. Man, Maury really came over here, just dropped it all down. Yeah. There. I need to see how things work. Oh wow! It actually did get bigger. Did it? So it's it was nine centimeters. Okay, now. so it was five centimeters on yeah. Monday. And it went down. On Tuesday, and now it's up to nine centimeters. Nine. Yeah, and the pain, the pain, the pain has grown. The pain, the pain has grown. So it's get it, it hurts more now. Yeah. So the issue now is it's like it hurts where the bruise is, but it also hurts into my hip. Right. And your nana was a former nurse, right? Right. Yeah. It's and, like a big ass hospital. And she called you last night to what? You needed advice on how to deal with. She the wanted pain? to see how I'm doing. She's very concerned. Okay. And. uh do you record every phone call with somebody who calls the house? It's one button away. That's so weird, dude. Anyway, um, Maury and Nana. Hi, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay. It's still really sore. My hip hurts, though. <laughs> oh, you're going to find strange strange things come out. Bru- the bruises are deep, and every day it'll be something more. This will go away. That'll come out. Yeah. Well, you know, you could take a couple of uh, extra strength Tylenol every four hours, but you know what's even better? What's that? Um, go get yourself some um, pot oil. 
<laughs> or even better than that, why don't you smoke a joint and you'll feel better and you'll go to sleep. <laughs> really? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. How do you know about these things? Oh, you never know how I feel. I find out about these uh-huh. things. But you're not only, you, but you're my grandmother. So, I'm a hip grandmother. What do you want? You're also a nurse. So, I I gave up my license. I'm not a nurse anymore. Hey, so, like, do you have a weed dealer? No, I don't. Do you? No. So, how do you get the, like, the, the wacky tobacco? I don't use the wacky tobacco, so I don't have a dealer. All right, well, we'd be good friends. We, we'd be good friends. Wow. Get it, weed? Yes, yes, I know. Wow. <laughs> you sounded high in that. You totally did. Yeah, dude. I can't believe. So, are you going to smoke weed or what? I can't in front of Matthew. Why? Even if Nana says that it's I can. Totally legal. It's totally Matthew, fine. Matthew, no, because then the cops are going to come or something. No, it's not it's legal it's now. It's legal. It's it's legal now. What is this? 2017. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kiss. It's Ronza Mocha. Okay, that was the funniest thing I heard in a long time. Oh, damn it, Maury with his Nana. Yes, and this is an officer of the law here on the phone. And honey, oh. smoke all the pot you want. Oh, there we Don't go. Anything. Oh, you're a police officer, huh? And if I could, if I didn't have to be uh, clean for 28 days after smoking it, I would be yeah. smoking it all the time too. Yeah, isn't that a, isn't that a raw deal? I I, I find this the, the when I started reading all the new rules after uh, they legalize weed. I think there's right. a, I think there's a lot of people that were better off before the legalization. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I guess it's good for the people that want to do things and. You know, they feel like they're not breaking the law. But let me tell you, we've got people now, um, like I'm downtown, we've got people now that are in, you know, in their 70s and 80s, and it's like a norm thing, right? Like they were smoking it before for pain and stuff, and now they're just like on their scooter, and they're like driving and smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let me ask you, are you on the type of schedule that after, you know, 28, 29 days that you could smoke a joint and then go back to work and be clean? Or is this basically... They've made it impossible for cops. You cannot smoke whatsoever. Yeah, I would have to maybe, like, take three rotations of vacation or something and then come out. But, yeah, it's not... It wouldn't... I don't know how... I, I don't know. So since, like- since they implemented um, the testing for police officers, how many times have you been tested? Because weed's been legal now for about a month and a half. Uh, actually, none. At least not me. Okay. Um, so I guess I, I, I know it's like all, uh, uh, like it's new too, right? So mm-hmm. everything's kind of not, um, not happening yet. But um, I think personally, people should be tested for like steroids and stuff in this line of work. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Wow. But, Damn. Sounds like you know something. <laughs> certain people, but I mean. Follow the evidence, you know I, what I'm saying? That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. If I was going to do it, though, I don't think I would be smoking just because that's not my thing. But, I mean, I would be really interested in, you know, what Nana said with the, like, the oils and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. To eat some edibles and stuff. But last time someone, some officers ate some edibles, that didn't end very well, no, right? The guy, no, the guy fell out of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think he's on a house arrest now, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just, no, wasn't he just, a, didn't he just have some sort of hearing? Yeah, something. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. like house arrest. What happened? You know. Yeah, he he did quit. He did leave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is on house arrest. Yeah. It's sad, though, because so many years that were put in and stuff. But at the same time, you know, you know what you're doing. You're on a call. You're taking evidence. You're you're stealing. <sighs> and then you're that you're eating it, right? Yeah. So 
<laughs> but I mean, to end up on a tree and to yeah. call for help and to scream. And, like, okay. Just... okay, here, listen. You no, you haven't you haven't said your name yet, but I need to know something. Okay, so that cop that ate that weed that was evidence, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, so that cop that ate that weed that was evidence and then climbed up a tree and fell out of a tree and then he had to leave. Yes, him not being a cop is really probably the only choice at this point right now. So that's probably a good decision. But be honest with me. All you other cops sort of see that guy as a legend, right? Oh, no, he's awesome. Like, his okay. social media. <laughs> <laughs> I met him before, like, a few years back when he was in a different uh, area. But uh, I always kind of found him a little bit arrogant. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he was, was a good officer. And, I mean, sometimes people do make stupid choices. Obviously, yeah. he knew what he was doing. Um, but at the same time, I don't think they planned that to happen. Legend, legend, legend. And then the other officer that arrived to assist, yeah. she actually like fell on ice. I mean, she could have been killed, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. So how would that have fallen if like someone died because of a call that the, another officer advised that, you know, he didn't, I don't think they even knew they were high. Right, but nobody did die. No, thankfully. No. Okay, yeah, but nobody did. So now we can call the guy a legend. Nobody died. Fine. Right. He is kind of cute, too, though, eh? With what? Oh, damn, look at you, girl. He's kind of what? Cute. Oh, really? <laughs> huh? Girl. Officer Flirt. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye, Take care. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz and Mocha, hello. What's going on, guys? Fabian! Did I hear Maury needs some weed? Maury needs to smoke some weed. Maury, I'm down to give you some, man. Yeah, Maury, you want Fabian to give you some weed? Fabian's been calling this show for years, man, and he is an expert in weed. Fabian, what do you recommend for Maury, who got hit by a car over the weekend, and he's got a bruise on his uh, left leg? Bum. Bum. He needs some heavy indica. To put him on the couch and rest and forget oh, about yeah? the pain. But isn't indica? Oh, yeah. It doesn't indica. Isn't it like a? Doesn't it mess you up? It's a body buzz that gives your whole body a nice feeling instead right. of a sativa that just messes me with your head. Okay. I once did a weed cookie. Right. Maury once did a weed cookie, Fabian. Oh, that's potent. That's dangerous <laughs> game there. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to him. But if he's down, I'm down to give him some. Let me know. Yeah. Do you want you Fabian to me. give you a little weed? No, I don't. Th- we're not allowed to do that. Why? Why? It's Why legal, not? though. It's, it's legal. It's, it's legal. We're I'm not allowed asking to you to bring it here grand. and smoke it in the studio. Yeah, no. Like, what, what take you us doing, to home, what, man. You, we don't drug test here, Maury. You can do whatever you want to do, man. It's all legal. I give you free a free joint. You smoke it and tell me how you feel in the morning. If Bro. some end, if some ends up under my driver's side wheel, yeah. So you're gonna have to. You still, why? Why are you still trying to make it shady, Maury? It's he can literally meet you out front and give you a bag and a hug, and, and nobody would, can and do anything. Be completely legal. Yeah. Up to 30 grand. So he hasn't, doesn't have to hide it in a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maury. This what? isn't like 1980s no, cocaine man. cowboys type yeah, stuff. You don't, have you, to, know what I mean? you don't have to make it weird, man. Hey, at the end of the day, Maury, you have my number. If you want, you let me know. I'm down. If I happen to break a Christmas ornament and something <laughs> comes out. Oh, God. <laughs> Maury, he'll yeah. walk up to you, hand it to you. And you can yeah. walk down the street and smoke it, and nobody would say anything. No, do you know what? I think that Maury would only smoke it if it sort of felt a little wrong, right? Like, it needs to feel... Uh, no, I need to do it if it feels really right, like at high tea at, like, you know, a fancy hotel. Oh, right. So yeah, but how just... often are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean, though? If, it, if it's outside, you know, uh, in an alleyway, that seems wrong. 
But if you're in a suit and tie. Right. Okay, so then I'll wear a suit and tie. <laughs> so you want to get you want to get fancy high with Fabian? <laughs> no problem. Uh, all right. Well, Maury, you have the man's number. Right. I'll steep happen. some tea with you later. Yeah, hook it up, man. Absolutely. Up. Thanks, Fabian. Absolutely. No problem. Have a great day, right, guys. Brother. See you, buddy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. We got a text, Roz, from someone who's new to the country. Oh, nice. Uh, they moved to Canada on May 6th. And in their text, it says, you've helped me improve my English and... Get through the day, but honestly, I still have no idea which one is Roz and which one's Mocha. Oh, no. Um, hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. What is your name? Uh, you want my original name or Canadian name? Uh, uh, let's go with both. What's your Canadian name? So, my Canadian name is Ryan. Ryan. And my, yeah, my Farsi name is Payman. Is what? Payman. It's P-E-Y-M-A-N. Oh, Yeah, pay- that's why I told you why do you need my Canadian name. It's yeah, hard yeah, for yeah. now. Oh, I'm sorry, man. No All right, that's dude. okay. So you've been uh, in Canada since May 6th. Welcome to our country. Yeah, thank you. What brought you here? Um, I'm here based on a skilled worker. I have my PR, but I'm here to basically make my dreams come true. Because Canada is, is uh, honestly the best country in the world. So oh, wow. That's why I'm here. And where, where are you originally from? Iran. How hard was it to get yeah. out? Uh, it was pretty hard because I had to show a lot of documents, yeah. prove that my English is good. Yeah. So I had to start two years earlier. And I think I started my process on uh, February 2017 mm-hmm. and got my... Notice of PR on April 4th. And then I came here on May 6th. So you said that you've uh, listening to this show has helped you with your English. So you're like a now an yeah. expert on that's what she said jokes and flying <laughs> off the handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, Basically, right. I started listening to this show when I was at the university and uh, it's been almost three years. Wow. I listened to the app. Oh, okay. And how old are you? I'm 27. 27. All right. And you still don't know yeah. who's Roz and who's Mocha. I'm basically the one who laughs really loud. Out is Wonka. I think yeah. that's you. Yeah, that's me. The one with the cool voice is Roz, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's cool What? You don't think I got a cool, yeah, voice? cool voice? Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny, Ryan. I I had an Uber driver one time who was a Russian guy, okay. and and I was I always talk to people where they're from, how long they've been here, everything else, because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I find I find those stories so fascinating and really really interesting. And he was telling me that he has a great job, and his wife has a great job, mm-hmm. and she was Canadian, okay. and uh, sorry, she they were both Russian, but she, her English was better than his. They both had fantastic jobs. Okay. And he did not need the money driving an Uber. Yeah. But he drove Uber on Saturday and Sunday because he said that that gives me eight hours a day, two full days a week speaking English to people. Oh, wow. And he goes, my English has improved so drastically since he started driving driving Uber. He's like, because it's not like school. He's like, I have a basic understanding of the language. He goes, but when somebody gets in the car, you're talking about sports. You're talking about weather. You're learning lingo. And he goes, I can ask them questions and they'll help me out with stuff. He's like, I drive Uber for two days a week for one one reason and one reason only, and that is to just help with my English. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, wow, that's yeah, Damn. socializing. Yeah, that's the key, man. That's the key here. And uh, honestly, Canadians are really nice. They accept me the first day I was here, and I got lost. I got on a bus. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how to pay for the bus. I just signed, saw the Presto sign. I was like, okay, I'm going to tap my credit card on it. And the bus driver laughed and tried to explain everything. 
<laughs> and I haven't felt like a foreigner or someone outsider here. Yeah. And that's why I'm grateful to be here. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank oh, you. Thank man. You yeah, Ryan, that's so nice. Um, thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you for your text. Thanks. And, uh, and thank you for calling back. I, I honestly did not know that you're going to call back. I was shocked. Yeah, man, of course. We try our best to call everyone that, um, that texts us. That's why you're the cool one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cool one. No, you have the cool voice. Oh, no. <laughs> cool one. you have the cool voice, but I'm the cool one. I liked it. I liked you better when yeah. you didn't speak English, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, much uh, love to you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, have a good one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the Sean Mendez interview in Rolling Stone yesterday. Yeah, I guess he wasn't too, too happy with it. Why? Because uh, I, I think that they covered a lot of stuff. And what they chose to focus on was a lot of the the sort of more negative aspects of not negative, but they they went back to talking about the gay rumors and then oh uh, some of this stuff. Um, so one of the things that came up in it was when Taylor Swift posted that video from backstage at her show when she was in Toronto and mm-hmm. there was a video of she was putting uh, sparkly eyeshadow on Shawn Mendes. Yeah. And she said, "Hey, can I post this?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And then he said later on that night, he goes, "I felt sick. I was like, what the f? Why did I let her post that? I just fed the fire that I'm terrified of." Oh man, poor guy. And then he says this, he goes, uh, in the back of my heart, I feel like I need to go and be seen with someone like a girl in public to prove to people that I'm not gay. Uh, even though in my heart, I know <clears throat> that it's not a bad thing. There's still this piece of me that thinks that, and I hate that side of me. So he's sort of consumed with the idea that people think he's, people think he's gay and, and whatever. And do you remember he, he, what was it on? I was on Snapchat that he said this. Yeah. So there was like a couple of years ago, he went on Snapchat and uh, and said and said this. So I don't usually do this and bring up problems, but I was on YouTube just watching some of my interviews, and I was going down the comments and noticed a lot of people were saying that I give them a gay vibe. First of all, I'm not gay. Second of all, it shouldn't make a difference if I was or if I wasn't. Sure. The focus should be on the music, not my sexuality. Now I know 99% of you guys aren't making assumptions like this, but this is just for the 1% of you that are. Um, I just want you guys, before you judge someone on the way they speak or act, to think. I want you guys to think, hey, maybe I shouldn't be judging someone or wait, it actually doesn't even matter. They can do or be or feel however they want to feel. Now, I'm not frustrated because people were saying that I was gay at all. I have no problem with that because it wouldn't make a difference to me. I'm frustrated because in this day and age, people have the audacity to to write online that I'm gay as if it were a bad thing. Um, that's all I really have to say about that. I just wish those 1% of people would grow up. I love you guys. And this is nothing new, you know. Like, how long have people been making the uh, accusations that Tom Cruise is gay? Like, how long has that been going on for? Oh, for, for since the eighties, and and, and, and you know, Sean Mendes has to deal with you know trolls online who are nameless, faceless people. They're just yeah. they they don't matter. They're not real people. When somebody says, "Oh my God, everybody online is freaking out about this," they're not real people. Johnny Carson and late night host used to make gay jokes about Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Like it was mainstream. Like it was totally cool to do that in the mainstream. And that's only a recent thing that this hasn't been able to, yeah. that you haven't been able to do like, that. Who, I, I, but the know, sparkly eye makeup, it's funny. Like with wearing eye makeup, because everything now, 
I understand the idea that people feel comfortable with putting everyone into these really specific, like hyper-specific groups when it comes to sexuality and gender and everything else. But this is where it starts to go off the rails, right? Because as soon as somebody sees something that they can attribute to something else, then that must be the case, right? Mm -hmm. I think the problem was also that he's saying that these rumors are this this uh, femininity of him makes him sick. I think that's what a lot of people are grasping onto is that he's not just brushing off. He's saying that that part of it makes him sick. And I think that's why he had to obviously release a Twitter statement and everything else. Right, but the problem... He shouldn't have to, though. I feel... I, you know what? But it shouldn't Shawn make him Mendes, feel sick, though. He shouldn't have said it that way. No, Sean Menda, he's such a talented guy. And like I love that kid so much. And it, I actually do get upset when people make him feel that way. Like, I feel bad for the guy. Of course. But you know it shouldn't I mean? make him feel sick. No, no, no. He didn't say it made him feel sick. That It wasn't that. It was that he knew that he just was now going to have to deal with something that he doesn't like dealing with. Yeah. He's going to have to have conversations about stuff that he's not comfortable having like, conversations stop with. Stop bringing it up, everyone. Or the 1%, as he said in that Snapchat video, stop bringing it up. Stop yeah. asking him. It doesn't matter. Who the hell cares? You know, like the kid produces amazing music. Well, no, 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 but that—it's—it's it's everything, though. You have to be—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's everything. It's, sure. It, to, 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 to say let's just concentrate on the on the music, you can never no, no, say that. But, it doesn't work that okay, way. Okay, fine. But, because you share your life, but you can't—you can't decide what part of your life you share. Now, when somebody calls you gay, that's something that may bother you. It may not bother you. But yeah. with everybody now having to have these categories, if wearing eye makeup made you gay, I would have been gay long ago. Because I spent the entire late 80s and early 90s in full glam everything. Yeah, for sure. Right? And it had nothing to do with sexuality. It had nothing to do with gender. It had nothing to do with any of those categories. It had nothing to do with anything. It made no difference. Mm-hmm. Right? It made no it made but no But he shouldn't have to be seen in public with a woman just to dispel any rumors. Like it shouldn't come. No, and he knows I agree that. with Mocha in the sense that it's just like enough is enough like let's just like, like let me sing my songs yeah no but it shouldn't he shouldn't have to do that but he feels that it, he's it's not like he's going to it's not like he's going to go no, get a woman sure. and be like oh my god here he's not like justin bieber and Haley baldwin having to tongue each other you yeah. know at a leaf game right <laughs> like i don't think anybody's do asking home, i don't think anybody's asking sean mendes you know to to do to do that and if he did do that they would probably say that he hired her like there's just certain situations that you can't win right and the only way that you get through those situations is resilience and to not let it bother you. And it shouldn't bother somebody this then much. Then why was he also troubled by the entire article saying, you know, you, you say so many good things, but everyone focuses on, like he, it yeah. seemed like he was not happy with no, this No, and I wouldn't have been happy, I wouldn't have been happy either, yeah. either. You know, it's, it's something that, you know, how many times do you want to talk about the thing that you don't want to talk about, for God's sake? Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, I, this is, I got this one thing I really don't want to talk about. Yeah. You Making know, jackasses but, uh, keep bringing it up. You know, which, yeah. which is... Yo, leave Shawn Mendes alone. Yeah, yeah. Right? Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Angus joins us from Chilliwack, B.C. Uh, how old are you again? Eleven. Eleven. And uh, you wrote us for uh, Razamoka FML. You say someone in class is bothering you and he pushes him and says, screw off. So is that you who pushes him and says, screw off? Or he pushes you and says, screw off? Him. He pushes you and says, screw off. Okay. Uh, the school doesn't have a counselor and uh, he wants help with how to deal with what to say to him. And his mom uh, does know about this and says to ignore him, but that is not working, right? 
Yeah. So so break break down a, a typical situation where you may feel like you're being overpowered or you're bullied. Like a, so he'll push you and say screw off, but what are some of the other things that happen? Like he just he always wants to be right. And does this happen every it's, single day? Not like every day, but it, it's like almost every day. Is this only you or does he do this to other kids as well? Meaning are you his specific target? No, he does this to some other kids. Okay. Other and, kids in your grade or other like older, younger in other grades? Other grades. In other, other grades. grades. Okay. Uh, did this, so before he got to pushing, did this start with any sort of verbal stuff? Like did he just start by calling you names or did it go right to pushing? It just got to names. Yeah. That's usually how this, that's usually how this works. What did your mom, what has your mom said and, and what has your teacher said? Before we sort of throw some advice out there for you, little man, uh, what are, what is, what has the teacher said when you bring this to the teacher and what does your mom say when you bring it to your mom? My mom just says try to really ignore him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I just, like I try. Mm-hmm. I use that advice, but our teacher, we have a child youth care worker. I don't know if that's kind of like one. Yeah. I don't really. Know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so have you talked to uh, to teachers about this kid yeah. that's bullying you? Yeah. And what do they yeah. say? They just say try to ignore him, but it doesn't really work. Have they tried to it's talk like, to him? Do you know? Um. Yes. Yeah, I know they have. Now, is he somebody who's dealing with some issues himself? Like, is he a problem student? Oh, yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, Angus, have you ever tried talking to him? Like, say, you know, hey, man, is everything okay? What's going on with you? To kind of figure out what he's going through to get to the bottom of why he's treating you and other students that way? No, but my mom says just try not to talk to him. Hmm. Right, because when you talk to him, he doesn't want to talk, and he just pulls, pushes you, and tells you to screw off. Right? Basically, this kind of thing is tough, but it all comes down to you know resilience. And when we say resilience, and these are sort of skills that you can learn and things that you can do, and what it does is it increases your time of being able to bounce back from where you feel like you've been bullied or you feel like you're a victim to then feeling like it's something that is in the past and something that you've gone through and not something that you continue to go through, right? So when we talk talk about resilience, these are skills that you can learn, right? These are, there's little things that you can do to, when these incidents play out, your bounce back time will be quicker and quicker and quicker. And then eventually what will wind up happening is he will stop getting the reaction because when people bully people, right, they do it for a couple of different reasons. One is it's a power reason where they want to feel that they have power over you. Mm The other thing is uh, they want a reaction out of you because that reaction fears uh, fuels their their sort of fire. And then the other thing is isolation, right? So if if he if he pushes you and says screw off, and then you're like, I'm going to go tell the teacher, and then he's going to be like, you're going to tell the teacher, what are you a tattletale, right? And then that's the isolation part. So as soon as he threats with you calling calling you a tattletale, that is him saying, if you do that, nobody's going to want to hang out with you because nobody likes a snitch. Right. So there's all these different tactics. And even if he doesn't know that this is what he's doing, this is just exactly what most bullies do. Okay, And so you are able to recognize all of that. And then once you get to that point of where you can build a little bit resilience and, you know, then you're able to say something to him, like when he says screw off or pushes you, what do you say to him? Um, I just say, please do not say that or push me. Right. Okay. Try saying I want. Right. I want. Yeah. I want you to stop doing that. I want. I want you to stop doing that. 
Okay. When you when you say stuff like that, and nobody's going to tell you to hit a kid, okay? Nobody's going to tell you to do any any stuff like that. We're not going to say go and start taking karate, right? Yeah, like nothing, no. you know, nothing like this. But you have to, you, for for the most part, you're going to do this on your own because it seems like you know everybody else is just telling you to ignore this sort of problem kid in class. But it's a pain in your ass, yeah. right? The one thing I yeah. will say to you, Angus, is no matter what, no matter how frustrating it may get that this kid is is bothering you, bullying you, calling you names, is at the end of the day, do not ever lose your cool. Try your very best to keep calm in that situation. And another thing that I could recommend, and this sounds cheesy as hell, but when you're at home, practice something that you would say to him after he says something to you. Because the quicker you reply to him with something that he's not expecting you to reply with for example Roz gave a, a a great line with i want you to stop doing that or i want you to stop pushing me or i want you to stop calling me that name uh the quicker you give a confident response to him it will completely throw him off yeah yeah and then i mean and then ignoring it is on the list right yeah. like just just so you know dealing with a bully ignoring it is sort of on the list but i need to know one other thing do you have things in your life that make you feel good about yourself and give you confidence when you're doing them? Like, are you part of a, do you play a sport? Do you, are you part of a club? Do you play an instrument? Do you have something in your life that when you do it, you feel like the best you? In the spring, I play lacrosse. Okay. What do you do when it's, what do you do when you're not playing lacrosse? I play soccer. Okay. You, sh- you should, you should. And this is for you and all other kids. You should always have something in your life that you've worked hard enough at that it makes you feel good doing it. Okay, that you feel that you are at your best doing it. And that doesn't come easy. That comes with work. And then once you get those feelings, once you have that thing in your life that you're good at and it gives you confidence, it makes you feel good about yourself in other situations. Yeah. So you know how you feel when you score a goal on the cross. You feel good. You feel great about yourself, right? So yeah. when, when you feel like crap on those days when some kid pushes you and calls you a jerk, right? You need to, yeah. re- you need to rely on those thoughts. Okay, you need to re- you need to, you need to go back to that place where you scored a goal on the cross and you're not a jerk. That that's resilience. That's what gets you through those moments. Okay, thank you. Okay, right. and always talk to your teacher. Always talk to your mom. All right. Thank okay. You. Thank you, Angus. All right. Bye. All right, buddy. Okay, Take bye. care. Roz and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. Did you see this uh, awesome um, breakup notice that that band, there's a, apparently a hardcore, what do they call themselves? A doom metal band. Dune metal? Doom metal. Doom. Did, you put, did you put that clip in more? Yeah. Doom metal. Okay. There's a doom metal band in Toronto. This went viral yesterday. Doom metal is. Ah, neither do I. Uh, that went viral because of their like awesome note to their fans about why they're breaking up. Okay. So let me read you this headline. A Toronto-based doom metal band announced to its fans in the most brutally honest way that they will be taking, quote, an extended hiatus after the guitarist apparently slept with another band member's girlfriend. Oh, no. And, quote, also our drummer died. Oh, no. <laughs> so let me read you this. Oh, no. First of all, first of all let's play a little bit of uh, Witch Rot. You have it there.
The what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> on, fa- on Facebook, the band posted this. Due to the unfortunate reality of our guitarist, he uses the word here that I can't say on the radio, uh, getting busy with my girlfriend of almost seven years, Witch Rot will be taking an extended hiatus. I, however, will continue the band in another space and time. Being ripe with hate, the music is slowly flowing and without a doubt will become the most devastating, torturous music I have ever created. Thanks for your support. Stay heavy, Peter. Also, our drummer died. Oh, man. That's so sad. But this may... Now, here's the thing, because this could be like a publicity thing. This could be one of the greatest publicity things. There was that story of that guy in California who faked a band. But faked faked a band? He faked a band to the point of where he was able to book a European tour. As a solo artist? He created... um, Facebook accounts and websites and everything else, and then used all the resources that he had available to him to get people to write reviews and to comment on things. He took a performance that he shot of himself on a stage somewhere and then intercut it with shots of an audience from a completely different concert. And he built this whole thing about a band so much so that he faked, he was like, he was like Maury where he faked being his own manager and then he started calling venues and uh, touring companies and managed to book a European tour. And he would show up at clubs. The band was called Threaten. Threaten. Was that the name of the band? Mm-hmm. And not one single person would show up to these clubs. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, no. Not one single person would show up to these clubs because they lied and said that they had like 250 presale tickets. Yeah. So these bands, these clubs would book this band. Thinking that they're going to make some money that yeah, night. Yeah, and they also, they hired opening acts to oh, open for no. them. And so the opening acts would go on stage, and they were saying that in the crowd was like six people, which were the opening act's friends. And then as soon as the opening act finished, those six people, the giant crowd of six, you know how would leave. work would yeah. go into faking stories like that? It was, a, it was a massive production that this guy put together but in order to create... Person... Like legit trying to be well, make it into the music industry, or was it just like a a massive project to waste everybody's time? So here's the thing: is that on the surface, and when you started looking into this story, it really looked like uh, he was trying to f- fake his way to the top. Okay, Damn. he was a liar. But then when he got busted. He released a statement, something along the lines of, this was just a massive art project. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi, my name's Lena, and it's my birthday today, so I'm a Sagittarius, and I need you guys. Oh, my goodness. I just want to, I want a really heartfelt happy birthday, because I don't have anyone really special in my life. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Mina, how old are you today? Um, let's just say we're 25 again. It's Lena. It's like... like oh, Lena. Yeah. Okay, Lena. It's actually Helen. It's too serious, so oh, it's God. a little Why bit more like... Why say fun. your name was friggin' Alan? Oh, well, that's, that's you know, like Anthony and Tony, so my actual name is Helen, but, okay. you know. Nobody, Helen. I've, nobody ever calls a Helen a Lena. Yeah. No? No, oh. I've never heard that in my entire life. You so, haven't? No. Oh, my goodness. Helen, be um, your first. how old are you? Like, be truthful. How old are you? I can't be 
truthful. Come on, a girl doesn't do that. Yeah. Even when you sound like a, coming. you sound like an actress uh, in an old timey movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, you really is do. That good or bad? I don't yeah. know. Hey, boys. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I've got a wicked yeah. side to you. A girl can't a tell her age. Yeah, a lady can never tell her a, age. A lady can never tell her age. Come no. on, <laughs> don't come at me unless you plan on being a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You really do. Like I, I picture you with uh like really tight curls but in a sexy way. Oh, and, uh, that's so cute. That's okay. we will we'll work with that. You know that's when you, you know when you're you know, a super long cigarette? Yeah, and you know when you just said, Oh, you're so cute in my head, you just tap my nose with a hanky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, so, you're so I, cute. Um, not that old, but okay. All we'll right. take the Betty Boop side of it. Yeah, okay. you're very Betty Boop, hon. Okay, you're very so Betty Helen, Boop. it's your birthday today. You're 25 again. Uh, from again. Roz and I, we would like to wish you a very, very happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, could I hear it like to a tune or something? Oh, something you would like, like really for us super to sweet? sing to you. Yeah. Oh, mm. really? Oh. Join in on this. oh my goodness. Okay. It's Helen's it's uh, Lena's fiftieth, by the way, Maureen. <laughs> movie star, should we do it a different style? <laughs> no, no, like a cappella? This is a cappella. No, but like without mm. the music, we just happy. We do do it a cappella. There's never music. No, but like that. I don't even know. What do you know what I mean? About. Like barbershop quartetti. We do do oh. it like that. Well, first of all, mm. there's only three of us. Yeah. <laughs> so unless you want to go find you some jabroni know. in the hallway <laughs> to, 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 to pad out it our quartet. Then, You're uh, making my day. I mean, it's not been so fantastic, and now it's just going to skyrocket right. just before Christmas. We are we are not a barbershop quartet. We are a salon trio. Here we go. <laughs> Gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Helen. That's me again. Happy birthday to you. Oh my goodness. You guys are fantastic. Happy what's, birthday, Helen. What's a gal got to do? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? What up? Who's this? It's Junior. Junior. How are you, man? Good, good. I was just calling in to apologize to Amori. Oh, what happened? So last year at TIFF, we were uh, just out and about seeing the stars. And at the end of the night, we were walking down the sidewalk and we see Maury coming towards us. So we're all like, hey, it's Maury. And we all just kind of freak out. Yeah. And Maury, he's just like, was like frozen. He was like a deer in headlights. He, like, didn't say anything. He was just kind of like, oh, uh, hey, guys. And he just kind of scooched by us. Yeah. And he kind of just took off. And we were we weren't disappointed, but we just felt like maybe we scared the poor guy. And we didn't know how exactly we should come up to him in public when we see him or how anyone should maybe come Maybe that's my him. fault that Maury's so jumpy all the time because I scare him every single yeah, day. true. He's, in the office. He's so. very scary. Probably. You guys have him traumatized. Poor guy. Yeah, he's very scarable. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, Maury, 
what junior which tiff like t- tiff of this year or last year this was uh, last year actually he probably i don't know if he remembers he probably uh, doesn't but well, uh, is there anything you wanted to since then that you've been thinking about like asking him or anything specific you want to say to him i just want to say sorry for scaring you maury we didn't mean it uh, we just want to know how next time if we see you in public how we should approach you how do you like to be approached when you're when you're out, Maury? Um, I'm not... I get really nervous around people just in general. Like, I never know how to act. So that's why if I'm with somebody like Matthew or anybody, I always deflect to them. So, like, if I'm at um, an event and somebody comes up and says hi, you know, they love the show, blah, 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 I'm like, this is Matthew. Right. And, you know, just to sort of just move the attention But how do you else. like to be approached, It was the question. Oh, from the front, yeah. slowly. No, Maury... <laughs> Honestly, I'm do you, do you honestly, like take things one seriously? Day, for one day, one I just want to have a, I want you have a real conversation, like a real boy, like just have a real conversation. I don't know how I like. I mean, just like I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't know how I like to be approached, but not like I don't like when people freak out or whatever. I'm not. I mean, maybe just like calmly say, You're "Freaking out right now." <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe just calmly, you know, like as if we're in a library, say hello. <laughs> so sneak up on you and whisper. Okay. Is what you want. Okay. Maury prefers his introduction. Yeah, okay, yeah. Act if you could act like a ghost, that would be great. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that helps, but to anybody else who may uh, run into Damon Mori, uh, just sneak on him, sneak up on yeah. him, and whisper in his ear. <laughs> All right, good to know. All right, man. <laughs> thanks, Junior. <laughs> Later. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, nice. Rolling Stone, one of the TV writers for Rolling Stone, released what he said was. The most, a list of the most wonderful example of shows that are meant to stream, right? Oh, okay. So the best shows specifically for streaming. So okay. these are not network shows. So these are all, because if you remember, it all started, the, the, the idea of a streaming service that put together great television shows all started with House of Cards. Yes. And since then, there's been like 150 different shows that Netflix has done, Hulu's done, Amazon's done, everything else. Apple's trying to do now. Apple's trying to do now. So he put together the list of what he feels are the best streamed shows. Okay. And I can't believe that nobody is pulling this apart. Everybody seems to agree with it. Really? And it's so is wild it based, to me. Is it also based on the fact that these are shows that are meant to be or can be or should be binge-watched? No, not oh, necessarily. Okay. No, because some of them aren't. Oh. Some of them are, like, like for instance, Handmaid's, Ta- Handmaid's Tale is on Hulu, but it still comes out weekly. Oh, okay. Right? Right. All right. Makes sense. So. Now I got it. I'm going to go through this list for you, okay. and then I need to get your opinion on it, because I'll tell you this. Stranger Things doesn't even break the top 10. What? How? Stranger Things doesn't even break the top 10. Okay, so what's better than Stranger Things then? Hit me. Okay, so at number 20, Jessica Jones. Okay. Which was awesome, the first season. At number 19, The Comiskey Method, which I think is brand new to Netflix. Casual at 18, which is on Hulu. Something called Bosch, which is on Amazon. Mindhunter on Netflix. The Crown is 15. Okay. Lady Dynamite on Netflix at 14. Glow is 13. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel 
on Amazon. Stranger Things at 11. Now we get to the top 10. Homecoming. What's Homecoming? I have no idea. One Mississippi. What's that? No idea. One Day at a Time. The remake of yeah. the eighty show? Yeah. Hold on. You're telling me that according to this jackass at Rolling Stone, yeah. that One Day at a Time, is- a remake of a comedy from like the early 80s is more uh, is the eighth best streaming, streaming show. show more than Stranger Things. Yeah. At number seven, Handmaid's Tale. At number six, Orange is the New Black, which hasn't been good since like season two. Yeah. I don't know anybody that watches that show anymore. American Vandal. No, which get was out okay here. at best. Come on. Stranger Things is way better than American Vandal. Yeah. Uh, Big Mouth at number four. Okay. That's the dirty cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Master and Nun at number three. Okay. I love that show. Number two, Transparent. No. Which again had one good season. Yeah, nobody. I, I don't Transparent know anybody had that one good watches season. that show anymore at all. And at number one, okay, according on. to Rolling Stone magazine, hold on. the best show made for streaming ever was Bojack Horseman. Get out of here. Yeah. Way, yeah, the cartoon horse show, yeah, that's better than everything else. Everything else, House of Cards didn't even make the top 20. Get out of here, man! Yeah, nothing, nothing. So, this according to Rolling Stone, the 20 best made for streaming shows so far. What about that show? Oh man, that show that we both liked, Love, remember that? Yeah, no, that's not on there, that's not on there, and that's such a nice show, no, yeah, no, again, again, uh, Stranger Things doesn't even make the top 10. And, every, and people are agreeing with this guy? The crown was at 15. No yeah, way. and I went on expecting to see the guy get flamed yeah. in the comment section. Nothing. 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 Everyone's like, yeah, we totally agree. Yes. These are great shows. Yes. Yeah, get they're like, yep, this is the list. Nothing. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask this to you, Mocha, to yeah. you, Maury, and to anybody else who's listening. And you can get in on this. Yeah. To text us, you do what? 925-555. Right. You can also call us at 416-870-8888. The question is, what is the one thing you will never love about your partner, but is in no way a deal breaker? One thing that you will never love about your partner, but is in no way a deal breaker. I'll tell you what mine is. I already know. Oh, you do? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. The fact that if I'm, and she knows this, it's not like it's a secret. Like we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is the fact that when I'm telling a story or I'm in conversation with her, or her constant interrupting me. Right. (laughs) And like assuming what I'm going to say next. Yeah. And then I'll just stop. Yeah. It's the exact same thing that Maury does to us all the time. Right. But you still love me. Right. It's not a deal breaker. You will never love it, but it's not a deal breaker. No, not at all. Maury? Um, his constant cleaning. Like, literally, I could put a fork down. You will never love the fact that your partner at home is constantly no, cleaning? Is... But no, but let me finish. What? There's something to be said about cleaning once in a while, but literally cleaning all the time. Like, I could get up from the couch, and he will put the decorative pillows back, fluff the pillows, and I'm like, I just went to pee. Right. Wow. So to me, that sounds, like, that sounds like paradise to I me. Know. What, do you live at the Four Seasons? <laughs> 
true. Stop cleaning. Okay, so again, it's 416-870-8888 or 925 For me, I'll tell you, I will never love, ever love yeah. about Catherine. Anytime bags come into the house, and I don't mean like shopping bags. I mean when we buy a box of garbage bags, yeah. when we buy a box of recycling bags, yeah. when we buy a box of Ziploc bags, the little ones for Roxy's lunch, or the big ones uh, to store food in. Yeah. Any bag, any of those bags gets taken out of the box, the box gets thrown into the recycling bin, and all those bags go loose into one drawer. Oh no, that's a nightmare! Because what if you're looking for a teeny tiny bag... And all you're doing is sifting through the extra large bags. It's all, it is a drawer that you, like, it's, it looks like, you know, when you see those really horrific pictures of <gasps> all the, 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 the plastic out in the ocean, right? And you're like, God, that's so sad. That's what happens when you open this drawer. It's just <laughs> like nonsense plastic everywhere. So every bag that comes into the house gets taken out of its home. The box goes into the garbage and then the bag just goes loosely, willy-nilly, <laughs> all into one single drawer. We don't have a drawer for Ziplocs and a drawer for recycling bags and a drawer for garbage bags. Yeah. It's a drawer for all bags. Okay. So the question again is, Roz? What is the one thing you will never love about your partner, but is in no way a deal breaker? So, phone, 416-870-8888 or text 925555. Uh, before we get to your phone calls, I'll just run through a couple of texts that we're getting. Right. How much he farts. I hate it, but I love him. Snoring. Somebody wow. else wrote his chewing. Oh, Somebody his wrote chewing. Her lack of energy to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> what I will never love about my partner, but is not a deal breaker, is how much he talks. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Another one wrote, she never admits that she's wrong. <laughs> Eating while on the phone, never love it, but definitely not a deal breaker. Wow. So, you see where this is going. Wow. Uh, or if you're Maury, uh, living with a butler. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, yeah. what is it? So when we're sleeping, my husband likes to rub his toenails up and down my legs. <laughs> Wait, for what reason? To annoy you or to like... It relaxes him in some weird way? <laughs> or to I try to get like you into the mood? Little... No, no mood. I think he's just trying to say I love you. Oh. oh. That's not like <laughs> the signal, like, um, it's go time? I'm sure it would be go time if he knew it would work. Wow. But <laughs> That's gross. I don't know if any guy has ever been able to pull off that move. I don't know if any, any guy it in the works. history of guys it has works. ever got down to business by rubbing his toenail on the back that of a woman's leg. disgusting. <laughs> and what do you, so, like, you just feel like the tip of his toenail on the back of your leg? Yep. So, okay, yep. wait. So, like, on the lower part of your leg, like your calf, or does he, like, curl his leg up and, like, do the back of your thigh? Oh, my calf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my calf. Okay. And he'll just start rubbing it. And, yes. Sounds like grounds for divorce right there, Katie. All right. So uh, that is the the one thing you will never love about your partner, but is in no way a deal breaker. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You kiss your kid on the lips? Hell yeah, all the time. Okay. Um, Everybody went in on David Beckham yesterday. This has happened before. This is the second time now this has happened. And also Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne Wade, people went in on him. Because he has a little baby baby, yeah. and he posted a picture of him kissing his little baby baby on the uh, on the lips, and then everybody was like, that's how you give babies germs. They don't have immune oh, system. shut up. 
So he posted like this adorable picture of himself with his kid, and everybody went in on him. If I could swear right now, I would. And then David Beckham, for the second time now, who has a kid named Harper, and they were out skating, and then they he posted a shot of him just giving her like a little peck on the lips kind of thing. And the first time this happened, um, Pierce Morgan went in on him because he said it's weird and gross to kiss your children Shut on up, the lips. Shut up, Pierce Morgan, you son of... <laughs> Pierce Morgan is one of the greatest trolls we have in the world right now. And most times I agree with him because I think he's hysterical. Do you remember the same thing happened with Tom Brady? Remember there was that clip from his like yeah. Facebook show where Tom Brady yeah. was like getting a massage and his yeah. son walks in, asks him a question like, hey, can I go and do this thing? Yeah. And Tom Brady's like, yeah, only if you give me a kiss yeah. and kiss him on the lips. And then like he caught so much hell yeah. for it. Well, because uh, to me, because that that what made that sort of sequence interesting was Tom Brady was lying on his back shirtless when his like a man was giving him a massage. Right. Mm. So the scene was already weird. And then the son comes in and asks him a question. And then he's like, hey, where are you going? And then the son comes in because he knows what he has to do. And he gives his dad like a peck on the lips. Yeah. And then and then Tom goes, what, like a little peck? Yeah. And then he makes his kid come back in and give him like a bigger kiss. And then the kid wipes his mouth with his shirt and walks out of the sure. room. And I loved that because to me, that's Tom Brady. Um, trolling his own kid, oh, for right? Sure. He's like, listen, there's camera here. I'm shirtless. There's a man yeah. rubbing me right now. Also, and, all of your friends are going to see yeah, this. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to make you right now kiss me on the mouth because guess what? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do this all day. I'll embarrass you with this all day. So I love when dads troll their own kids. I think that that's hysterical. And so the, uh, the, the, the story with David Beckham yesterday was this was the second time now that he's posted a picture kissing his kid on the lips. And I just couldn't believe that people had such a hard time with this. Like, so what are people saying? Because like, oh, that it's wrong. That it's just flat it, out wrong. So that you it's mean creepy to tell me and it's every wrong single one of and these it's, it's perverted and that are, it's that are commenting on kissing your kid on the lips. Every single one of them, if they have kids, have never ever ever kissed their child on the lips. Listen, man, I'm telling you right now. Go through and read the comments. People have a hard no, time with I, this. I can't. I won't read the comments have because a really I get hard time upset with this. over that. And if you're listening right now and you have a problem with somebody kissing their kid on the lips, then yeah. f you. So it led to this whole thing yesterday of people posting pictures of themselves kissing their their kids on the lips. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you where I am right now. Is one of the most devastating places that I've been in in my life, and I've been to some devastating places. But my kid's eight and a half now, and I know right now that I'm on the clock yeah. to when my kid doesn't want to kiss me anymore. Yeah. And it's crushing. I know that that's not like that far away. Like four years maybe by the time less. she gets 13? Less. Less than that, eh? Yeah. Yeah, less. And it's crushing. The thought of that is crushing. Like it will be a horrible day yeah. when I go in for a kiss and she turns her head. I know. Like it will be, like, I will no, be, Dad, I, yeah, don't wanna. I will be, I will be crushed. I will probably cry all night. Yeah. The day that that happens. I almost cry now when I get a kiss from my kid. Oh, you have so many great years I left. Know. You have so many. Because he only recently started. Okay. Like, he's 19 months now. And yeah. he only recently, like, maybe in the past yeah. uh, month and a half, yeah. if you ask him for a kiss, he, like, yeah. he makes a noise. He goes, mm. Yeah. Right? And he puckers his lips. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about David Beckham because I'm about to say something that I don't want taken out of context. But, Mocha, you have so many great years of kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Your child on the lips? ahead of you on the lips. Yeah. You have so many great years ahead of you. I can't wait. I like, know. So I'm, many great I, years I, ahead of you. Like cherish every every yeah. moment. Yeah. But I think, like I said, I still like when my kid sleeps with us. I'm like, yeah, you can sleep with us because yeah. I know I'm on the clock with that too. For sure. She's not going to want to do that for forever. Sure. But like, oh, 
things I wish I could say right now to every single one of those people yeah. that have a problem with David Beckham kissing yeah. his kid on the lips. Yeah, I know. I find it shocking that people even see a problem with it. I don't get it. Yeah. Like it's one of those things. I don't even see the other side. Most things I can see both sides. Totally. I can't even see the other side no, in this. Not at all. Not that more. I got, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a woman in the UK who made a ton of news because she's having everybody over to her house for the uh, for the holiday dinner. Okay. For Christmas dinner, and she is charging. $21 for to each family member who's coming over for dinner. Uh okay, dumb. Okay. Is she the one that invited everyone? Yeah, so okay, so it's she's sort of hosting the dinner. Yes. And she wants family. to charge for family $21 per person for everyone who's coming. No. Why not? Because let me, let me say this. She's also not that it matters, but she's not cooking everything. They're getting takeout. So I guess they're ordering everything from some sort of restaurant. But whose choice was that? I don't know. Let's say it was hers. Then you pay for it. If you're inviting everyone over to your house, then you pay for that meal. Okay. It was your decision to invite everyone over, which mm-hmm. is a really nice thing. Mm-hmm. And it's your decision to want to eat. You could have invited people and said, hey, I'm not serving dinner. I'll have like a couple of apps and like some drinks and stuff, but make sure you eat before you get here. Don't but you, expect you food. Can't, no, but you can't do that on Christmas. But then it's your choice not to go. That, uh, no. Some, when, you have a, when you have a family, this is what I'll tell you why I agree with the woman. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You're invite. No, if she's inviting yes. you over to nope. eat, nope. then you got to pay. No, I'll this tell you is- why. I'll tell you why. Hold on one second, Maury. I'll tell you why. Because... It's the it's Christmas, right? So if you have a family, let's say that you have this roaming family of 12 people. Yeah. 12 people that over the holidays all get together and you sit and you share a meal, right? Okay. That family is going to go somewhere because yeah. you're not going to just scatter and do things on your own because families don't do that over the holidays. You all know that everybody's got to get together and have a meal, right? So let's say everybody's coming to my house because I have the room. You guys all live in apartments, whatever. We get a backyard. The kids can play, everything else. We have mm. we have the space. And it winds up being that I do it every year. Yeah. Okay? So that's just become the thing. So everybody, all 12 people that come over, sometimes 13, 14, because somebody has extra guests, we all go to my house for Christmas dinner. I'm putting the bill every year? Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. Okay. If you had people come over to your house, yes. right? Like, let's say that... Um, Something was going on. I don't know. You were out and you, we all were doing something. And then you were like, hey, let's come back to my place and hang out. And we were all at your place hanging out. Sure. And then you're like, uh, God, it's getting a little late. We should order some food. And I'd be like, yeah, man, let's order some food. And you were like, okay, cool. I'm expecting you to pay the whole thing. Well, I would. Because you invited unless, me to your house? Yeah. No, I would say, no, I would say, no, and this is like, for me no. at least, if I invited you over and I said, hey, dude, it's getting a little late. Let's order some some pizza and wings. I got it. Not me. Not me. It's me and 10 others. That's fine. I would still offer. I would still say, I'll get it because I'm the one that said, first of all, I'm the one hosting you guys at my place. And then I would say, hey, let's order food. Okay. Now, if you said, let's, or if somebody else said, hey, can I pitch in? Then I'd be like, cool. No problem. Sure. Whatever. Like. I'm not asking you to pay for half. I think there's an economic thing with this as well. Okay, let's take your checking account out of this. And we're going to do this now with with Maury's checking account. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but what I wanted to say is two dinners I go to every year, this is what happens. Yeah. When I go to my legal guardian Susie's for Passover, it's in an email when she invites everybody because we're paying for catering. She's hiring somebody to do the kitchen work so she could sit with all of us. Yeah. Then we all pitch in $25. Mm-hmm. At my grandmother's for when we go for high holiday dinners and stuff like that, everyone leaves a check or cash under their plate. Right. You know, that way it's not out in the no. open. You just put I 20 bucks under the plate. Yeah. No, but then why should, but, but that makes no sense. You're hosting everybody. Okay, it, so then why was it not that long ago you were upset over ordering Swiss Chalet for four people at your place and nobody asked to pitch in? They and should you pitch paid. in. Yeah, but they sh- everyone should pitch in. Why am I, I'm hosting you, you're in my home. I shouldn't have no. to then pay for everyone's meal. Uh, listen, I get it if you have another couple over for dinner, right? Where you're yeah. like, hey, you want to come over for dinner? I'm not going to ask you to pay. But when it is a family gathering, I think like it's right this, to pay. I, I think it's fine to agree. pay. No. And it's tw- $21 is what she's asking from everybody. Still, too much. It's $21 wow. is too much. All right. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, okay. So that conversation you guys just had. I agree with Mocha. It's a brown thing. You never charge family when they come over for dinner. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel, for me at least, I would just feel weird about it. I think, I think. Uh, yeah. If it like, was in just... our family, we don't do that. Like, you, it just, it looks bad. If you, no. like, we don't even do potlucks. Right. I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, if it was any other night of the year and I had people come over to my house for dinner, I would never charge them. But when it yeah. is an annual family gathering. Yeah. Right. And it's and and when you cook that holiday dinner, it gets very expensive. And oh, I, usually, I, yeah. usually what winds up happening is when you decide on whose house you're all going to go to, it's based on the fact that the person has the right amount of space and yep. it fits everybody, and you can accommodate everybody. You're basically renting a hall at that point for the entire family. And if that person who owns that place has to foot the bill for the dinner every year, it's wrong. Uh, it's a family event. The so, family is getting together. The family should budget for the event. Okay, so at my parents' place in Scarborough, yeah. every Christmas on either Christmas Day mm-hmm. or it's usually Christmas Day, sometimes on Boxing Day, uh, my parents would host the night. And yeah. family from all over the city would come over, mm-hmm. right? And we'd have a house full of people. And they would order, my my folks would, like, do a mixture of making food for everybody, but also ordering from a place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, an aunt may bring over a salad, an uncle would bring over a bottle of wine, or other people may contribute some things. But not once have my, my folks ever thought to ask yeah, any of these family money. members to pitch in financially. No, because it's it's different. I will still say that that's different. How? I'll still say, I'll still I, I, say that I, I that's different. That it, it does your, get parents, your parents I have agree. organized an annual thing that they do. Okay, this is not expected from people. It's not expected. If your parents didn't do it one year, they wouldn't be mad at your mom and dad. Yeah. Right? No, there have been times where they didn't actually Exactly, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. But what I'm saying is that when you are the family and the house and the cook that winds up being saddled with the Christmas Day meal Mm. every year for the entire family, that is a family event. It's not somebody hosting. It's not somebody inviting people over. I still can't see that. It's not a party. It is a family event. Charging for that. If you guys all did a, if you did a big giant family, if if all your aunts and uncles, right? Like, let's say this, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, everybody else started a big email chain that said, hey, 
why don't we get all 25 people together at some point in the in the in the summer? Yep. Right. And um, we're going to rent uh, something. We're going to rent some sort of cabin, uh, some sort of park, some sort of anything. Okay. And then there's a big email chain with all the 25 people on there. And then they all go, this is great. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do this on July 25th. Done. Okay. So who pays for that? At that point, I guess if it would have to be everyone like pitching in, right? If you're renting, yeah, everyone pitching in. If you're renting a place, everyone pitching in. To a place, it's everyone pitching in. No, but that you're That's, talking no about. Difference. There's are you no talking difference. about like going away for a weekend? No, no. Like let's just say you're in the city, but we got a big family. We want to get everybody together for a barbecue. Yeah. So we're gonna rent a pavilion at the park. Sure. And we're gonna get a ton of food. Okay. And we're gonna and we're gonna cook. Another prime example. Yeah. One of my friends does that, yeah. and he foots the bill okay. for all the food for everybody. Sure. And just invite everyone, and everyone sure. will contribute yeah. and bring That's drinks, fine. or everyone but I'm will just bring saying, a I'm just dessert saying, at or that something. point, it would not be abnormal for everyone in the family to say, okay, what's the total for the food and the pavilion and the See, music the kid, and the everything else? The kid in the, in the back there screaming is yelling You know at you why Russ. that kid is screaming? Because no. he's hungry. Sorry, because sorry. his mother, because his mother no. won't pay $21 to feed the kid. <laughs> the kid's going without food because she won't contribute. Hey, what's your name? My name's Sophia. Sophia, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thanks for having this conversation. You guys made my morning. Bye-bye. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hi, Roz and Mocha. It's Reese. Hi, Reese. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? Um, I wanted to play a song for you. You wanted to play a song for us? Yeah, I I learned it in music class. Oh, okay. Cool. It's it's not like a super long song. It's a short one. Oh, okay, good. Tell me if you guys can hear me. I don't know if yeah, you we can. Yeah, we can hear you. Have... We can hear you. Okay. No, like if you can hear my uh, oh, ukulele. Okay. Oh, you're okay. gonna play on a ukulele. All right. Yep. So, can you hear this? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Here's the song. Now, was that three blind mice or hot cross buns? It was hot cross buns. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. So are you performing that at school today? Uh, no, but I just learned it in music class the first day. Oh, nice. nice. Well, that sounds great. Can you guess what this is from? <laughs> sure. sure. Go ahead. Wait. Three, two, one. Reese, Reese, are you yeah. are you are you playing Thunderstruck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they, they taught you Thunderstruck at school? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh wow, that's great. <laughs> Thank you for playing all those songs for us, Reese. We love it. No problem. All right. Have a good day at school today. <laughs> you too. Bye. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The Hollywood Reporter conducted a poll asking people the movie franchise they would most want to see rebooted. Mm-hmm. 2,201 people surveyed earlier this month. And 71% said the one remake they would want to see No. It's Back to the Future. No. 
And I find a big flaw in this because there's no need for a reboot of Back to the Future. No, because it's still perfect. Uh, Toy Story followed with 69%. Indiana Jones followed with 68%. And Jurassic Park, 67%. And people lost their minds on Twitter. Somebody tweeted and said, hard pass. That first movie cannot be improved. No, it can't. But the, the great thing about Back to the Future is that you can still watch it anytime you want. Totally. Totally. You know who was really upset over the news that when the when this news was released yesterday? Who's that? Uh, Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Oh, yeah. She's fun. Her first tweet kidding. in reaction to this, when the headline read, Back to the Future tops franchises that audience would like to see remade. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what Evan Rachel Wood tweeted. All right. No, 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 F, no, no, ah, no, please, no, 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 I quit, no, 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 rips face off, no, 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 I can keep going, no, 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 we will march, no, no, ah, yeah. No faith in humanity. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I think that about sums it up, really. I don't know if there's anything left to say. Other than, you know, I don't understand the need to remake it. Like, it's and it's funny. It's, it's interesting because we sort of went through this a little bit with Ghostbusters and the whole backlash that happened to Ghostbusters. And you could say that the backlash to remaking Ghostbusters or rebooting Ghostbusters, a lot of that was based around the fact that they hired an all-female cast. You can yeah. say that about that. But then there was the other sort of side of all the backlash where people didn't care about the casting. They just cared that it was being done in the first place. And when they rebooted Ghostbusters... They didn't make the same movie. They no. made a completely new movie out of it, which I thought was awesome. The and movie was great. I love the new Ghostbusters. It was so good. I, I really did. So to me, that's not so much a reboot. But with Back to the Future, you almost get the feeling that they sort of want to do the same thing. They want to do the exact same thing in an updated version with the technology that we have now to make things look I don't know, bigger, better, flashier. Right, but it wouldn't work. Shinier. Though. It wouldn't work. I don't think it would work either. Like, it doesn't. You can't. One of the great things about Back to the Future was that the only tech in the show was the car. Yeah. Right? There was no other real. I mean, when they went to the future, they had the, like the microwave and the flying surf with the skateboard and everything else. Even still, for, at that you time in the it. 80s, when they made that movie and they even made part two, and they were like, this is what 2015 is going to look yeah. like. It was so ridiculous, so out there yeah. that what are you going to do now? Show, try to show what, you know, the, the 2035 is going to look like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's too, it's too much, but you, like you can still watch back to the future. Back to the future still holds up. Of course. It really and does. And even in this day and age, like, are they going to set it in current times and say, we're going to go back, but not to 1955, but we're going to go back to, like 1980 or 1985 sure, sure. or somebody will, just, or somebody will have the idea that it'll be based around marty's kids you know we'll, we'll you know like that yeah but still whatever. you're not going out, you're going back to the, to the 80s then i get you i get right? you i get you i know i know man. i think it's a terrible idea all yeah. 2201 people that took part in this survey yeah you guys are all idiots <laughs> You're actually, no, you're not idiots. Really, you're just a bunch of buttheads. Oh, wow. Hello, McFly. Awesome. Anybody home? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I was just wondering what kind of gel Roz puts in his hair. What kind of gel Roz uses in his hair? Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, Roz, what, what kind of gel First of all, can I hair? ask you a question? Why? Why you want to know? Because you're a smooth, cool operator. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. See? No problem. I'm not going to get into a hair product conversation <laughs> with you. Take it all seriously just so you can end it by calling me a smooth, cool dude. All right? It's not going to happen. No, no. You got to be a smooth, cool, cool operator. operator. Love right. you guys. Right. Because I, how, I, you know what? Let me guess your, let me guess your age right now. Can I, can I do that? Yeah. Will you allow me? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, somebody who says like a smooth operator. And then they just threw cool into it because that seemed real natural for you to call somebody a smooth operator. I'm going to go ahead and say that you are 47. Ooh, you're close. How old are you? 49. 49, yeah. Wow, look yeah. at you. Yeah. You're like that guy at the carnival. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Step right oh, yeah. up. I can guess your age and your weight. Yeah, yeah. You tell, you tell me what sayings you think are cool, and I will guess your age. <laughs> Thanks so much, bro. Okay, guys. Later, Later man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, hey, Maury, come on in. Oh, geez, you're right there. <laughs> My God, you're right beside me. <laughs> you didn't see him walk up next to you just no, now? No, I was looking at something. <laughs> it's like a ghost. <laughs> Bent neck Maury just pulled himself in here. But I make noises when I stomp. No, but I got headphones on and stuff, man. You're so little. Um, so, damn it, Maury continued his... Uh, for into the world of acting. Because mm. what have you done? You did Private Eyes. You did Murdoch Mysteries. Did you do anything else? Yes, and it airs this evening. I did what airs right after Murdoch Mysteries, right. Frankie Drake. Frankie Drake, which is another sort of periody piece kind of thing, yeah, it's right? it's the next period after right. Murdoch. Okay, so we talked like about I'm, this. Like, I'm jumping centuries. I remember that. I, I remember this. Time traveler. <laughs> so, I know. That should be your character. I know. That should be, like, your forever role. No matter what show you're in, yeah. they need to continue the story of you being a time traveler. Right. You're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, right? like, yes. Like you know how shows always do their their, their cross promotional shows, where a character will be featured. Oh, the yeah. same character will be featured. Please. everywhere. Like it's it's like when they. Uh, it's like Ruby they, Rose and Batgirl. She's doing all the cross promo with like Arrow and Supergirl and all right. the, the but shows. Am I gonna have the same character name that I did in Murdoch? Passerby. Right. <laughs> well, hey, oh, listen. Man, that'd be amazing. Yeah, no small parts, Maury. No small parts. Uh, so let's revisit uh, Damn It, Maury on set of Frankie Drake, which airs uh, tonight at 9, by the way. You can see Damn It, Maury on Frankie Drake. Morning, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Ollie. Wait, wait, wait. What, what character do you play again? Stagehand. Right. Stagehand. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Morning, Winnie. <laughs> Morning, Ollie. Oh, keeping busy, I see. You know what they say about idle hands. Just watch yourself, honey. Thanks for the tip. Have you seen Sellers? At the bar. Oh, thank you. Okay, so, well, first of all... And it was at that time where you had this script for weeks and did not understand the reference of what idle hands means, right? Yeah, I kinda and that was back in August. I've now forgotten. You've now forgotten. So what oh. do you what did you what do you think that you were saying when you said, you know what they say about idle hands? Like if your hands if they're not moving, they'll right. cut them off. Right. Because you know what, what they say about idle hands? Like no, you better what? keep your hands moving. Or who will cut them off? Your boss, like this is back your in the boss. day. Your <laughs> boss. What if you're un what if you're unemployed? Jesus. Then don't worry about your hands. Hold on here. So okay, so <laughs> like this so, is like your boss saying to you, keep those hands a moving, or lose them. 
Lose them. <laughs> so maybe tonight, and I don't don't spoil it for me. I don't want to know if they chop your hands off on Frankie Drake tonight. <laughs> it is Frankie Drake mysteries. Is the mystery what they do with your hands or no? Well, I'm not going to spoil it for okay, you. Good. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, the season two finale. Damn it, Maury oh. is on the finale. You wow. made the finale. Yeah, it ends with me in my hands. Right. Uh, Frankie Drake mysteries tonight at nine on CBC. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. All right, today we welcome Carrie Ann to the show. Hello, Carrie Ann. How old are you? 43. 43. The perfect age, 43. Great. Uh, you wrote us, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. I'm still so very much in love with my ex. How do I allow myself to even think about being with anyone else? Just the thought of it makes me feel like I'm cheating on my heart. Ugh, I've been single and I have had date offers, but I can't seem to let go and move on. Carrie Ann, um, how long were you in this relationship for? Uh, almost nine years. Nine wow. years. So what went wrong? What happened? Well, we had, you know, normal everyday little things here and there. But the odd time he would get a little more anxious about something tiny and he would break up with me and then... St- during the breakup, he would find another reason to be angry, and then, you know, we'd get back together, and then he would get angry again, and then we'd get back together, and then he'd be jealous again, and, you know. But while we were together, it was, you know, you're the best thing in my life. I've never loved anybody so like So why was you, he flying like off the handle all the time? Uh, I, you know what? I really have no idea. It would be something, let's say, if I didn't text him back right away. He had trust issues. When normally, we would text all day, and then one day... I would have a doctor's appointment and wouldn't be able to reply. And he would automatically, in his mind, think that I'm somewhere else, I'm doing something different. Was there anything from any other point in the relationship that would give him trust issues? Like, was there any, any point in time where you stepped out on him? Was there anything that you had done that maybe uh, sort of put his trust in you into question? Well, maybe in the first couple breakups, I uh, decided that... Well, I, I didn't want that. At that point, we weren't, we were still new and I didn't want to accept that kind of behavior. So I would try to find a date or try to see someone else or even mm-hmm. speak to someone else. Yeah. And again, even at that point, I still couldn't do it. But just simply him finding out that there was a conversation with someone else, he would automatically assume that there was much more than just a conversation. Do you think he, I know what Woke is going to say right now. Do you think he was cheating? No. You don't? Hmm. Oftentimes when people are that accusatory, oftentimes when people put all that on you, it's their own sort of uh, secrets that they're dealing with, that they put on the person that they're with. Right. But I think because I, I, well, at least I hope I do know him the way I think I do. I just feel that it's things that happened in his past. Do you want to move on? No. <laughs> you don't want to you move, on. Want you to want move him, on. You want him back. I really don't. I want him back. I wow. have, what is it about this guy him. that you were with for nine years that treated you like garbage? No, that... he really didn't treat me like garbage. He just I mean, didn't trust when you. We, when, right. When the trust became an issue or his insecurities became an issue, then he himself turned into something that I really know that's not who he is. Because on a normal day, I never felt any love like that before. I've never Mm -hmm. enjoyed sitting and watching a movie with someone before. But I think, Carrie Ann, that that you're not allowing yourself to be in a situation or another relationship where you can feel that way again. Right. 
That's that's my issue. <laughs> what were the what's what was the ratio of days that you guys had that were good and days where he was uh, un- untrusting and flying off the handle and your relationship was terrible? Well, I would like to say that probably for about six months, seven months, eight months, even at a time, we were fabulous. Yeah, there was nothing. And then what? And then you have three bad months, or is it just a? Blip? And then we there was a year. A bad year. It was oh, out wow. of out of about fifteen, sixteen breakups. There was a full year where I stayed single and just kept. Being, you know, I love you. I miss you. I hope you're doing great. Um, yeah. You know, and what did then you think about those would... times, the, the the terrible times, and and how you felt, and what was going through your mind, and how it affected your life? Don't you think about that? Yeah, I I do. I do constantly, but I'm also the, the type of person that knows that people do things, and it comes from somewhere other than what you yeah. see on the top. I'll yeah. tell you, it's, right? it's really difficult. I, I have a ton of advice that I, that we could give you right now. And, and you know, and, and we've said this to so many, so many women in your position, which is the first thing you got to do is a clean break. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's like it, number one, when you're trying to move, when you're trying to move on is a clean break, meaning no more social media, no more texting, no more anything. Okay. You need time. Right. That's the one thing you need because if you still love somebody, you don't have to not love that person. And I, it just took me a really long time to figure out as well in my own life. You don't have to not love that person, but what can happen is that love can turn into something else. Okay. That love can turn into your compassion. That love can turn into that. You still care about their well-being. That love can turn into, uh, over time, something that is still heartfelt, but you don't want to get back together with the person. And then that's how those people have those sort of relationships. Right. Um, and I think that you can allow yourself to do that. I also think that you can still be in love with an ex and start falling in love with somebody else. And it's very confusing, but it happens. It's completely normal, but none of that matters if you don't want to move on. Right. I guess. So your question is, how do I get my lousy boyfriend back? My, okay, <laughs> I guess that's my question. I mean, I do want to move on because I don't want to be alone. I'm a, I've always been a relationship type girl. I've only really had four serious relationships and they've taken up my whole life. Carrie Ann, do you think that, that you want to get back with this guy because of the time that you invested into that relationship? You said it was nine years and you don't want to start again. Is that part of the reason? No, 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 no. It's okay. never, it's not the time because like I said, I've spent years with, other fellas as well, right? Like yeah. I've never been a off and on type of girl. Let me tell you how it sounds, what this sounds like to me. Okay. Because I know that you want to get back together with him, which is shocking to a lot of people listening right now. It sounds like to me that you loved him and the idea of what you guys were together more than you love yourself. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, you know what? In a way that may be that's probably a little bit true because like I said, the other relationships, it's never about time. It was more about if I'm not happy, I'm simply going to move on. The time doesn't matter what I've invested this time. It's more about, I just want what we had. Like, you got to love was, yourself more. You got to be your own person and right. you got to, you have to find that in you. Okay. You have to find you. And I know this sounds like uh, some 16 year old girl's inspirational quote on Instagram. And it's crazy because I feel like I, when I sit here and think about it, I think I feel like I loved him and I lost me. Yeah, no, you did not lose right? you. You got to go and find you. Before you go back and start doing all this stuff, trying to get a guy back, you're going to go back to the same thing. You got to find you and you got to love you and you got to rebuild you. That's great advice. Because I, I have a funny feeling that once you do that, you're going to feel differently about going back to him. It might be right. Yeah. And you guys are pretty smart. I listen every day, so... 
All right. I'll Thank take you, it. Love you lots. I'll do my best. Thanks a, a bunch, fellas. That was a tough one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Sad times. Oh. Yeah. Sad times. No, Sylvester Stallone did not die. Dun, 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 it's not. Dun, dun. Let's not put that out there. No. Uh, but he's done with Rocky. It seems like. So he says. So he says. And yeah. according to his IG yesterday. And where was this clip, this audio? Who was he talking to? Where was I think this? he was on set, right? It's from when he was, yeah. On set of Creed Two, uh-huh. which, phenomenal movie. Let me just double check that, but yeah. Uh, but on Insta, he said, I guess this is a pretty significant moment. It was the last night of filming and probably my last privileged time of playing my beloved friend, Rocky. Mm-hmm. And this is what he posted. This is probably my last rodeo because... What I thought happened, it has happened, I never expected. I thought Rocky was over in 2006, and I was very happy with that. And then all of a sudden, this young man presented himself, and the whole story changed. It went on to a new generation, new problems, new adventures. And I couldn't be happier because as I step back, as my story has been told, there's a whole new world that's going to be opening up for the audience, for this generation. And thank you very much, Stephen. And definitely you, Michael, for making that possible. Now you have to carry the mantle. I got you. There it is. Oh. See, I, my relationship with Rocky Balboa is I like Rocky the character mm-hmm. more than I like most real people. Yeah. I really do. I identify more and I enjoy the company more of a fictional Rocky Balboa than I do most real people that I've met in my life. Is it because he's just so pure? Yeah, and I don't know. And it's been that way my, my whole life because Rocky's been in my life forever. Yeah. You know, and I sort of followed that. Like, I didn't, you know, I'm at the age where, you know, I remember all those movies as they were coming out. And I love that character and everything that he is and the way that he was written and the way that he was handled and treated and everything else. Like I said, more than most real people I've met. And I loved what they did with these Creed movies and introducing or reintroducing Rocky and what they've done with his character. God, it's so perfect. So perfect. And in the couple of movies where they sort of mistreated the Rocky character or the the legacy, I took it personally. Part five? Like, yeah, yeah, I really did. Like, I really really took it personally. And then when he came back with Balboa, uh, I thought that was really great. I thought it was a real great way to end, as he had said in 2006, that he thought that that was going to be the last time because it was a real sort of, it was a a good way to end it. They ended it really, they ended it on a, on a high and they they did good by the character but um when he showed up with in in creed and ryan coogler the way that he handled the character it was just it was incredible like it was really incredible i was crying again the Roz and mocha show podcast hi it's Roz and mocha hi hi who's this how's it going it's renee renee welcome to the show i had a dream i've had a recurring dream mm-hmm. for the past little while that it's a mystery and it just got solved with you guys last night. Okay. No, nobody wants to hear about your dream, Renee. Renee, you've listened to this show long enough to know that Raza hates when people say, I got to tell you about my dream last night. I- I'm sure he won't like this then. Okay. Oh, your your okay. dreams are only interesting to you. Well, no, nobody I'm interested. Else. <laughs> nobody I'm interested. else. And this is not just you, Renee. This is every single person. Okay. Don't ever, okay. don't ever start a conversation <laughs> with, oh my God, I got to tell you about this dream I had last night. It's not interesting to anyone except for you. 
You're the only person interested in your dream. Renee, if it makes you feel any better, I'm very interested in your okay. dream. Go ahead. Okay, so my recurring dream has been that someone has stolen Wilma Flintstone's pearl necklace. Mm. And, <laughs> okay. And, yeah. and, re- and replaced the pearls with teeth. Yeah. Yeah, gross. Okay. Riveting. Okay. Yeah. So Wait, wait, but in your dream, is it like cartoon Flintstones or are they real cartoon. life Flintstones? It's cartoon. And are you it's a part cartoon. of the dream? Yes. And are you a cartoon or you're real life? No, I'm real life. Okay, so you're real life. Mm-hmm. I'm real living life. in the, the Flintstones universe, <laughs> and there's still cartoons. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So somebody steals okay. uh, Wilma's pearl necklace, pearl necklace and, and replace it with the teeth. Pearls with teeth. Yes. Okay, gross. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so last night it wasn't that dream, but I was walking on the. Remember how last week you were talking about Maury's meditation? Monday meditation thing? Yeah. yeah. Doing guided meditation. Okay. okay, go ahead. Right. I was walking on the beach and Mocha had a sign. You know those, um, the people that stand there at construction with a stop or slow? Yeah. Sign? A construction uh-huh. worker? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and one side says slow, the other side says stop. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you had the stop sign up so we couldn't pass this meditation on the beach. Okay. So Maury was on Aladdin's magic carpet sitting cross-legged doing this meditation for everyone that was participating. <laughs> yeah. Sounds racist. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait, wait. And it, was the magic carpet floating at the time? Yes, it was like hovering. <laughs> okay. Roz was doing the meditation. Yeah. All the people that couldn't walk past because you had the stop sign up were just watching you guys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Roz looked over and he smiled and he had the pearls in his mouth as his teeth. <laughs> so Roz stole Wilma Flintstone's <laughs> pearl necklace, replaced them with his teeth, and in his yes. mouth, as his teeth the, the were... cartoon pearls. Were the cartoon pearls. Now, was Roz <laughs> real life with cartoon pearls as teeth, or was yes. Roz also a cartoon? <laughs> he, he was real life with cartoon <laughs> pearls. Oh my god, this is so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> And then, then what happened? Did you call the cops? Like, I found the guy that stole the Flintstones necklace? That dream just ended. That was mm. the end of it. Ross, how do you not find this hilarious, dude? Are, are you proud of yourself now? <laughs> Yo, I'm glad you told that story, Renee. So stupid. Nobody is interested in your dream. This is why, this example right now, right? Yeah. This this right here is why I say what I say all the time, which is nobody finds your dreams interesting. Nobody. That know. was the worst story I've ever heard. Yeah, but dreams are stupid, man. I, that's why you keep them to yourselves. They're no, not interesting Renee, to listen, anyone. I'm on your side. I'm glad you told that story. Okay. That's great. That's great. Maury, too. You're glad, Maury? Thank you. Thanks for having my back, buddy. Thanks for having my back. Oh, you love it, Ron. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Have a good day. You too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, I really like what Hydro One's doing. Did you see this story? (laughs) Listen. No, no, no. I know. A lot of people are like, what? Because I always try to find uh, good in a situation and in people. Okay. But Hydro One uh, are going to be sending 24 street technicians to Northern California to help with relief efforts and to inspect the electrical sure. systems after the two-week fire that they had. God, it's crazy. They're still looking for people out there. It's crazy. 19,000 buildings had I been th- flattened. 
I think they just got that fire out. The one, one of the fires, the yesterday. campfire, right? Yesterday. It was just yesterday. It's like two and a half weeks. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So they're sending those texts out. So that's why I wanted to nah, yeah, shout out sure. Hydro One. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. You do what you got to do. If you have the ability, like you have a choice, right? You have the choice. Being nice or kind or whatever it is, compassionate, empathetic, whatever you want to say, it's a choice. And it's such an easy choice to make. Like it really is. It really is. But now what you find is that there's – I always just wait for the shoe to drop, the other shoe to drop. Like when somebody does something where they say, hey, uh, we want to do some good for every person who's going to retweet this one tweet that has our company name in it and we'll do matching. That's not charity. It's advertising. Mm -hmm. It really is. Or to just like, I hope this isn't to distract everyone from the fact that, you know, bills are going to go up in the next month or something. And if if somebody came to me and said, Hey, uh, you know, your bill's going to go up 25 bucks this bucks this year. So we can send some people to go and help the people in California. First of all, I'd want to know why the people in California couldn't help themselves and what the deal with their electricity, all that stuff. Sure. But then if it all checks out, I'm fine with that. I have mm-hmm. no problem paying. I really don't. I have no problem paying. But I just don't like being hustled. That's the problem, is I don't like being secretly, hustled. Secretly being hustled. Secretly being hustled. Yeah, Because companies now are masters at hustling. Yeah. They're masters at hustling. Like when Nike did that whole thing with Colin Kaepernick and everything oh, else. Oh, boy. We just all forgot about the years and years and years that <laughs> Nike was accused of using sweatshops, right? Yeah. When they were a terrible company. But now, all of a sudden, they're a great company. Yeah. Like, you forget they're things. they're standing behind, right? quote unquote, the people. Yeah. And what the people are standing up for. Yeah. So if this is all legit and above board and all that, so. all that I stuff. I really, really I'm all for it. I really, really hope so. Because it is a choice. And I I like when people make the choice to just be compassionate and uh, and be Because what happened out there in California is... It's the worst. It's terrible. It's It's devastating. And I feel for all those families and all those people uh, who've had their lives completely changed. Yeah. And I'm glad a company like Hydro One is doing this. But to your point, I hope it's not... There's not like... Some disappointing like secret stuff that's happening yeah. behind the scenes and I would I, like to think that there isn't right exactly I would like to think that people made the choice to be kind and then they that's just what they did the Roz and Mocha Show podcast going through Cyber Monday stuff earlier and then I came across a story of Drake's house dude I was just about to bring that up were you and I don't like people are freaking out over. We know that Drake's building his massive house up on the bridal path area, right? Huge mansion, like museum. Like, you gotta be kidding. Resort me. really it's is what resort. it is. Yeah. So it's thirty five thousand square feet. So it's a Walmart. Yeah. Yes. Right. Sure. Or a Home Depot. Costco. <laughs> yeah. It's Costco. Yeah. Yeah. Drake's living in Costco. Costco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got uh, two saunas, a massage room, a ten car garage, an elevator, of course. A gym, a screening room, full basketball court. But the story was just on his bedroom. And the bedroom itself is 941 square feet. Oh, my God. Maury, how big's your condo, your whole condo, Maury? Come on in here. <clears throat> the to condo me, the, that I lived in at Don Mills and Egg, I yeah. think it was like 890 square feet. Right. To me, this doesn't seem like that extravagant of a bedroom, though, 941. What? It's bigger than my condo. Yeah, but that's just... But this house is 35,000 square feet. I know, but a bedroom, like, you're basically... Like, it's, that's what my whole living space is. Kitchen yeah, and all. He's being modest, though. 
So it has its own stairwell entrance. All uh-huh. his own stairs, Maury. All I've ever wanted is stairs that go up. I know. This is one of the, one of the endearing things about you, Maury, is when Maury considers uh, like a success and what is extravagant and what his sort of life dreams are when it comes to where he and Matthew would like to live. And Maury really has a thing where he just one day wants to live in a place that has stairs, like a staircase in it where you could go from one floor to, to another go up, floor. Because my dream in life would be able to say, I'll be right up. Right. <laughs> Which I, I think- mean, technically you could do that right now. Yeah, living. but I'd be in a stairwell full of cigarette butts if I wanted yeah. to do that down but still, the hall. It's still right. stairs. Yeah. Yeah, but nah, not, not yours, no. though. You don't have a picture of yourself in the stairwell at the, the condo. Not yet. Right. Uh, so he's dealing with this. Uh, it's his own private stairwell, two dressing rooms, and two closets. Oof. And it's all part of, I guess, one elaborate wardrobe area. A steam shower and a tub with a skylight right above it. Damn. Two balconies with an outdoor hot tub. And a kitchen. That's, that's no, no, you're missing the point, bedroom. Mocha. There's a kitchen in the bedroom. Yeah. Hold on, this is just a bedroom? Yeah. Yes. I thought you were talking about like the whole mansion. No, that's this is just, just the bedroom. bedroom. Homie got a, a, yeah, kitchen got a kitchen in the bedroom. Yes. Hold on. So within his mansion, yep. right? Yep. Drake's main master bedroom is essentially a condo unit. He built a condo unit within his mansion. Yes. So he never has to leave. Because, you know, midnight snacks and all. You want to cook some but, yeah. grilled cheese sandwiches. Maybe, yeah, exactly. But you have this big, big mansion. Yeah, but it's, it's too big. Yeah, but what if you have friends over and stuff? You don't want to see them in your pajamas. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I saw right? the video uh, on Drake's Instagram. Yeah. And, like, his... It's like a tourist attraction. Yeah. His, there's a, a basketball court that has an OVO scoreboard in it in the right. house. Yeah. Yeah. His basketball court looks like um like a high school gymnasium where it's like multiple basketball nets. Right. Like does he have any it's fear crazy. of running out of money? Like the Raptors no. like the Raptors, if no. they wanted to, no fear. the Raptors could hold practice yeah. every other day at Drake's place. Sure. Well, you know, like he will have Kyle Lowry and them over. Like, obviously, they'll practice. They'll have there. the entire NBA so over. Crazy, what, you dude. nuts? So Just crazy. Kyle Lowry? No. He'll do his own All Star game. Yes, Drake yeah. could host his own All Star game. Yeah, in private. With no, and nobody would even know. No, nobody. Yeah, no. no. Check your Nothing. phones. At the, look, look at us exactly. giving Drake ideas. Right. Check your phones at the door. Yep. Hold like a private oh. event. Celebs. I'm sure like when celebrities come to town too. Yeah. Big money gambling going on. Right. Right. Cooking up grilled cheese in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and grilled cheese, man? Very hungry. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. All right, So you and I have been doing the show for nine years together now. And we got one of these texts where... Uh, the person's been listening to the show ever since they were in high school. She is now working full-time, and she's on the phone with us. Uh, is it Ash or Ashley? Uh, Ashley. Okay, so Ashley wrote this. Wow. <laughs> Love listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. I've been listening since high school when my mom dropped me off, a.k.a. when I missed the bus. A few years later, I got my friend hooked on your show when we would hide in meeting rooms and listen to the SoundCloud recordings <laughs> at work during co-op. Wow. I have my own car now, but I'm so glad that you guys got the podcast. Now I listen Listen to you guys anytime I want. Thanks for making my mornings awesome. Uh, heart emoji. P.S. Does Roxy still send 
poop emojis to Mocha. <laughs> Roxy being uh, Roz's eight-year-old daughter. Uh, oh, yeah, I think every now and then, Roxy's really not into, like, she doesn't have a big desire for phones right now. Like, she yeah. likes her iPad. Oh, wow. She likes her iPad, but there's a real, there's, I don't know, I wish I had the name of it because I think that other parents might dig it. There's a sort of adventure game that she plays yeah. where you have to do battle and all this stuff, but it's done from an educational company where in order to win a battle, you have to then leave that battle screen and go and do math problems. Oh, damn. And if you get the math problems right, that's how you defeat your opponent. And then you can get back to the game. And then you get back to the game. Oh, wow. And that's how you can advance. Damn. Yeah. That's why she don't text me robots and poop emojis right. no more. But I'm talking oh like when you're up against a boss, like she's in grade three and yeah. she had to figure out how to do the uh, determine the volume of a pyramid. What? Was one of the, uh, yeah, like it's really crazy. Right, right. Like, yeah, and it was very difficult. And I'm sitting there ha- having to help her out and Google these questions where I'm like, I don't even remember how to do this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like, I really don't. So, Ashley, uh, what's your life like yeah. now? You've been listening to the show since you were in high school. Uh, you're working now. What do you do for a living? I'm an analyst at a hospital now. Oh, okay, cool. Is that what you studied? In, in school? Yeah, it was really so much what I studied, and I always liked healthcare, so I thought I would take a leap and finally do it. What All do right. you What do you analyze? <laughs> um, so there's a lot of different things, mostly like patient flow. Like I don't know, it's like you know who comes in, who leaves, and like you know how long it takes for them to get their care, etc. And so how we can make that better. Oh, nice. All right. Well, keep yeah. up the great work. Thank you for listening to the Razamoka Show, and thank you uh, for your text. Awesome. Thank you guys as well. Love you guys. Love so you much. too. Between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Oh man. <laughs> Um, you were gonna escape that easy. Come on now. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I love all of you guys. Like, Roz. Thank sorry. You, sorry about that. Right, I regret calling you back now. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. Have a great day, Ashley. We, we've come a long right, way since you. fan bootlegs on SoundCloud, huh? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Less than a month away from Christmas. Everyone doing their Cyber Monday shopping today. I haven't done the tree yet. You know what? Neither have we. No, I'm gonna do it this weekend. I think. We oh so let me ask you this yeah because your daughter's eight now yep our little guy is nineteen months mm-hmm. so with a toddler in the house he's just grabbing everything yeah right so when we're decorating the tree we were at the mall we were at Sherway yesterday mm-hmm. to take pics with Santa and they had like the a display of Christmas trees so he's going up to all the trees and like pulling on the lights and some of the decorations and yeah. Stuff. So that's part of the reason why we haven't put the tree up yet because we know once that tree goes up, he's going to be attracted to it. So right. did, did you, when Roxy was toddler age, did you decorate from like where mid, she yeah. couldn't reach up and then leave like the bottom part like straight bare? Uh, well, see, we had a kid and cats, right? Oh, yeah, them cats mess things so, up. So... But I'll tell you, and I don't know whether it's a difference between like boys and girls. I think we maybe had you know one year when she was sort of interested in in pulling stuff. But other than that, and and again, I don't know whether this is just difference in kids or it's a boy girl thing. I don't know. But you know, boys tend to want to climb inside the tree and see how it works. Yeah. Where Roxy would just sit on the floor and stare at it because it was beautiful, oh, right? Nice. 
Like, like there was no, uh, we didn't really have to go through that, her pulling the Christmas tree down. I remember yeah. when I was a kid, like I grew up hearing stories that my dad had to wire the tree to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you and your brother would just try to just tear like, it down? No, when we were little, like when you're babies, oh. right? Like you just want to get in. Like, yeah. you know, having a boy in the house is like having a cat, you know, when you have a Christmas tree. It's like, where's the kid? And then you just look into the tree and you just see two eyes staring back <laughs> at you. <laughs> That's right? true. That's I didn't c- even think about that yeah. part. Yeah. I just thought about like him reaching for the ornaments and like yeah. pulling stuff off the tree. Uh, yeah, that's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Don't put anything precious on the bottom branches. And don't put anything that looks really, really appealing on the top either because then he's going to want to climb it. So you just have to so sort of... So where's my Back to the Future DeLorean going to go? <laughs> yeah, midway. Midway. And I would have a, I would have like a, I would already go to Amazon right now and put one in your cart. Just don't check out yet because when he comes okay, home and your DeLorean case. smashed on the floor, then you just go pay now. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. With uh, weed being legal, people oh, are, st- people are still sort of trying to navigate the social norms okay. of, of it. Can I say, ever since weed became legal, yeah. I haven't noticed a difference at all. Like, I don't see people, maybe just because I'm not out much, yeah. but I don't see people like willy-nilly just smoking weed. But you live in a very residential neighborhood. You don't live in the city. Even when I go to the mall or whatever, like a couple weeks, a couple times last week and the week before, I was in downtown and maybe I smelt it once. Yeah. But it wasn't any different from when we, quote unquote, wasn't legal. I smell it. Yeah, you would smell it. So anyway, uh, so let me tell you this and then Kelvin, come in more. It's okay. Be a gentleman though. Um, So... They're still trying to navigate the sort of social aspect of it because you know it's legal. Yeah. And he had met with three friends of his that he hadn't seen in forever at a restaurant. Okay. And they were on Bloor Street. Kind of casual joint, right? Like nothing too, too fancy, but not like a pub. They're at a restaurant. And they were sitting around going, okay, so after we eat, we should probably go outside and smoke a joint. Yeah. It'd be great. We haven't seen each other in a while. And they go, but where do we roll it? And then somebody goes, well, can't we just roll it here at the table in the restaurant? Yeah, why not? And somebody else goes, I don't know. Can you? He's like, well, it's not illegal. Like, yeah, but like, do you still, just because something's not illegal, do you just bust out a bag of weed in a restaurant and start rolling a huge joint at the table? But you're not smoking it at the table. No, but but like rolling is weird. You're in a restaurant and you're going to clear the plates, (laughs) dump a bunch of weed on the table and start rolling a huge joint. Yeah. Are you allowed? I don't know. Are they going to tell you to not do that? Who knows? So uh, You know what? I don't think anyone would say anything. They it's didn't to, say anything. It's up to the that's, restaurant. That's themselves. the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole thing. They didn't say anything. And they rolled. He's like, we just kept rolling. And he's like, by the end of it, they had the sh- biggest joint any of them had ever seen. It was like <laughs> Cheech and Chong because they started testing the waters at that point. <laughs> oh, then it became right? a game. And then it became a game. Yeah. How big of a joint can we roll in this restaurant? Yeah. And so they rolled a huge joint. And literally, like, the server was coming over, pouring them coffee, asked if they wanted more drinks, nothing. As they were sitting there rolling a huge joint. So even the social part of weed smoking that is server was probably thinking like, guys, let me get in on this. Tell me about it, right? <laughs> right? I can't break in five minutes. Thank Can you, you wait? Thank you. I don't know if you heard about the whole fiasco with minimum wage, but yeah. I could use some of that right now. <laughs> Men's <laughs> are stressed. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy because I would never have thought that. I, I, I think it's fine. I would never have done that though yeah. in a restaurant. I just never would have done that. I never would have busted out a huge bag of weed and just started yeah, but rolling you're not at a weed table. Guy. Nah, That's true. The thing. You're right. You're right. right. I would be horrified if I saw that. Would you really? Oh if my god! If you looked god. over at the table next to you and they were rolling, yes, a fat one. Yes, criminal drug dealer probably had guns. <laughs> 
There's children in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Man, you go to the Hollywood extreme oh, in that situation. Course. I, dude, I've been watching Narcos nonstop. I fell asleep last night watching Narcos, okay? <laughs> I know what I'm doing, okay? I know. I know. You, you know how to spot when somebody's uh, up to no good. I know the devil when I see him. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. At many different times in my life, I've, I've binged on sort of food before I binged on anything else, like before you could even binge on a television show or anything like this, where I get onto something and then I, and then I won't let it go where I obsess about it. And like, I went about two, maybe two years with really consistently having the same thing for dinner every night. Yeah. And that was uh, a big potato. It was a big, I had a big metal bowl Mm -hmm. that I used to eat out of every night. Like I was in prison or something. So I had a big metal bowl and in the bottom of the bowl was a big potato. And then on top, so and, and on the baked potato, I used to put olive oil and salt skin and pepper. Skin on? Skin on, baked okay. potato. So, But I would open it up. Yeah. And it would lay the bottom of the bowl, skin okay. side down. Yeah. And then on top of that, I would put olive oil and salt and pepper. Okay. Then on top of that, I would put salad. Then on okay. top of that, I would put chicken and just eat everything out of one bowl. So I had, I would put my fork in, you would get a little piece of chicken, some salad, and then some hot potato on the bottom mm. and just eat it all like that. And I ate that for dinner. Yeah. Every like every night for Sounds almost two delicious. years. It was great. It was delicious. Yeah. Everything just all in one bowl. It was the easiest way to eat. I loved it. Salad dressing or no? Uh, no, just like some oil, vinegar. Okay. Anything fine. on the chicken? No, I just grilled chicken. Okay. And then I felt good about that because it seemed healthy at the time, right? Sure. Like I wasn't ODing on salad dressing. I wasn't covering it in cheese. Like it was legitimately mm. healthy. Yeah. Although, you know. Cheese always <laughs> it's real all, nice. Yeah, you can never really go wrong with that. Uh, but this week, what are we at now? Thursday? Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had the same thing for dinner each night. Which is? <laughs> Chicken wings and nachos. Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I made the last of them last night, and I was like, oh, oh my God. Now you're talking my language. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, how many days in a row can I have chicken wings and nachos? Yeah. The answer is every day. The answer is apparently every day. Yeah. But it's so good. I love chicken wings. Like, and I didn't even fry Who them. Doesn't like chicken. I wings? baked them in the oven last yeah. night. Right? I didn't how even many? Fry how them. many in one sitting? Like, not whole chicken wings, but like the little flat part and then yeah. the little drumette part. Yeah. Those little pieces in total. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe more. Fourteen. Say fourteen. Okay, four. I'll say it. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh, that's so delicious. And then some cheese nachos that I made. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Anything on the cheese nachos? No, just cheese nachos. Just nachos and cheese, yeah, and, and that's then it. Uh, and then a green salsa and a sour cream on the side. Ooh. Right? Like it's just, and I love that it so terrible. much. I would eat that right now. Yeah, I love it so much. Like I just love chicken wings. Yeah. And for some reason, like you can have roast chicken every night, right, for dinner. Sure. And nobody would ever say anything to you. But when you tell people that every night for dinner you have chicken wings, they look at you like you're some sort of glutton. I don't know. People should be applauding. Right? I'll applaud that. Thank you. Because chicken, win- chicken wings you. are the best. I can have chicken wings every single night. Yeah, but like, you know, you could eat chicken every night. And I ate chicken every night for years. And nobody ever said anything. They were yeah. like, oh, that's a healthy answer. But you tell people you eat chicken wings for dinner every night and they think that you're some sort of slob. Because chicken wings have the perception Let's of... See. I don't is there know. anywhere open right now I can order chicken wings? Oh, I'm sure there is. Chicken wings are so good. It's the best. God, I want chicken wings now. Right? Have you ever not ever done that? You've never like obsessed about a food and eaten it every single night of your life? Probably something pasta related. Oh, that's when things start to get heavy. Very. That's, <laughs> why, <laughs> that's why I had to stop. After day five, I was like, okay, guys, I'm tapping out. <laughs> 
The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. What was the big story yesterday with Kawhi Leonard uh, apparently signing a deal with New Balance? Did you see that? (laughs) Sometimes I think, like, (laughs) Kawhi should just do things in private. Right? (laughs) Yeah, apparently that was the big story. I don't know if it was disputed and maybe he denied it later on, but the the jokes flying yesterday, because that's just about the most Kawhi Leonard thing Kawhi Leonard could ever do, right? Yeah. Is sign a deal with New Balance. Balance, Like, they're straight dad shoes. Right, yeah. My dad got, like, three pair. Yeah. Two were, of them still in the box. Yeah, somebody had said that Kawhi Leonard's going to go all the way to the NBA championship wearing shoes that are best worn when manning the barbecue at a family cookout. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which kicks are those, but Kawhi? I, I, <laughs> those are the, uh, the get-off-my-lawn fours. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. And you know what's interesting is that I never knew anything about, like, this whole New Balance thing until recently. Like, I never knew that people goofed on people who were, like, New Balance. Because I never wore running shoes. Like, I never wore running shoes, so I was never part of that world. Um, hold on. Let me see here. But I guess they're going to design them some, like, really cool basketball shoes that don't look like dad's shoes. Yeah. Well, they have to. I will say, some of the New Balance stuff. Yeah. Some of them <laughs> yeah. are really cool. Okay. They're really cool looking. All right. Why don't they're, you have a pair? Huh? Why don't you have a pair? Because uh, <laughs> why? Uh, if they're so cool, if they're yeah. so cool, because you know, why don't you have a pair I, then? I haven't um, found one that... Uh-huh. I just don't. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Good enough reason. I guess you just don't. Yeah, because yeah? I have too many. Uh, I have too many uh, Jordans and okay. Adidas yeah. and uh, and and uh, <laughs> Under Armour. <laughs> like those are my three. Like the three brands I kind of stick to. Yeah, yeah. But apparently that was a story yesterday, and I don't know if he's disputed it. But uh, yeah, Kawhi no, Leonard agrees to here. endorsement deal with New Balance. Yeah, there's a lot here. A lot. <laughs> Uh, Kawhi Leonard will serve as the face of New Balance basketball uh, with the company uh, looking to reestablish itself in the basketball market. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Listen, I need to see a pair. I need to see a pair. <laughs> I'm calling my dad real quick. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How are you? Good. What's wrong with you? I'm looking at Maury right now. What is your dream come true? Are you smelling your mustache? What are you doing? It's so weird. More, it's Movember, so Maury's got the, uh, Maury has his mustache. Well, I cooked last night. Right. Uh, I made chili. Right. And I love when you cut up garlic, and I love the smell of garlic. Yeah. But when I have a mustache for Movember, the garlic is infused right. in the hair grains. Not it. Not it. I'm not doing that. No, 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 Hell no. No. Hell no. Dude, yeah. the Hell rules no. are whoever no. calls I'm not. not. I'm Why not smelling you- Maury's mustache. I'm not smelling it. Man, you're such no. a sore loser. No. You know that? <laughs> Anytime you say not it, then I no. always no. I always step up to the plate. No. What a loser. You're such a sore loser. Yeah, I am. Sore <laughs> I loser. Am. I'll let you rub your finger on your mustache. I'll smell your finger. But then Mocha has to smell the actual stash? No, Mocha nope. doesn't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. What a, a Let me smell. ask you a question. When you smell your mustache... Yeah, I push my nose down into but why it. why don't you move your lip up to your mustache? I do, but I push the nose, too. So it's a double shove. That is a, it's not a good look. <laughs> do you do that in front of Matthew? Yeah. He hasn't left you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come here. It'd be too much work to leave me. Isn't it just easier to just smell the stash? What? 
Yeah, I think it is. I Dude, I said not it. Come on, man. Just be a grown-up. Oh, be a grown-up. Okay, come here. What am I doing? You're smelling his mustache. That's oh, so gross, dude. I, I have to close my eyes. <laughs> okay. If I close my eyes and go in, you're not allowed to kiss me. You can't sneak one. <laughs> be a gentleman. Well, okay? Don't, don't do that, Maury. Come on. Right. I know, because yeah. then it ruins it for everyone else. What's that? Because then it ruins it for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else that wants to kiss you? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that giant line well, like, of people Like, you, you've suddenly ruined me now. Like, nobody else could ever compare. <laughs> like, so, sorry, Catherine. Dude. I've kissed Maury. And don't ever, don't ever play that back again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to text it to her right now. I'm going to plug one nostril. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, you, you don't coffee. move. You don't move. Okay? You don't come near me. So just stay still. Stay still. I will come to you. Okay, but it's getting hot. No, okay. you're like a lost kid. Okay? Don't move. I will find you. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Okay? <laughs> Maury, if can you just be serious for a second? For real, if he wheezes on me, I'm going to die. I will like, die. Like, literally, you probably like, will. No, I will die. I think this is how zombies are made, by the way. Okay. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. Maury, honestly, if you wheeze on me, I'm not going to be happy. I won't. I'm trying very hard. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All I felt was crinkling leather and coffee. <laughs> so? Yeah, I'm ruined now. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Time. It's actually unlimited time because it's a podcast. That's right. It's Friday. It's also Saturday. It's also Wednesday. It's not like we're late. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, the mom who left her placenta in a Mississauga park says that the investigation was just a big misunderstanding. So if you remember the other day, there was a guy walking his dog in a park in Mississauga and he came across like an umbilical cord and placenta and was like, what? Somebody yeah. just had their baby in the middle of the forest. And then cops immediately started looking for who this mother and the baby was. Uh, but it turns out that it was uh, Natasha Das Gupta, who's 27 years old and actually had her kid last year, but she kept her placenta because some people do that. Yeah. And then she decided to return it to Earth. Oh. So she left it in the park. So this is 27-year-old Natasha Dasgupta. I've been kind of putting off what I was going to do with my placenta after keeping it for a year. So I'm like, okay, a year, a year is enough time. I'll, I'll, I'll do something with it now. And so I, um, I wanted to do something really natural with it. I didn't just want to, like, throw it in the garbage and know the compost bin was not a better choice. I really wanted to do something, like, oh really beautiful and serene and just, like, put something natural back into nature. And so I, I grabbed it around 5 o'clock on Friday and I went outside. I went to the forest by myself. And I found a good spot that I thought, you know, unassuming, nobody would find it. And I, I had it in Tupperware and I just dumped it out, you know, somewhere secluded and then packed up my plastic and headed off thinking, you know, that was it. <laughs> Some people, right after they give birth, they like encapsulate their, their placenta after drying it and they consume it. And other people cook Ugh. it. Some people eat it raw. Like Ugh. a lot of women try and find a way don't. to get nutrients back no, from their don't. placenta. And no. in my case, because I had it frozen for a year, I'm guessing there wasn't like, no. it wasn't at its most beneficial okay. point. And so that's a good time to <sighs> bury it and put it back to the earth. Okay. Also, don't eat your placenta. Okay. I don't care what you're eating. Don't eat your placenta. 
But if you're going to bring your placenta and your umbilical cord to the park, right, because you want to return it to nature, I'm all for that. Go do your hippie thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Right? I have no problem with that. But if you're going to bring your placenta and your umbilical cord to the park, also, you got to bring a shovel. Yeah, don't just toss okay? it. Okay? You toss can't just open your Tupperware and dump it on a couple of leaves because that's horrifying for people. Yeah. Okay? It's terrifying. You can't do that, man. Bring a shovel. Bury it. And then it's beautiful. Go and visit it. It's all yeah. good. They say, here are the five most annoying things people can do when they're texting. Okay, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Dan Maury. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, vanishing in the middle of a conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, what's that, Maury? Oh, pointing at me. Oh, please <laughs> vanish, you. Uh, being sarcastic. Uh-huh. Using bad grammar. Oh, that's Maury right me? there. Maury, out of the three grammar. of us, you have the absolute worst spelling and grammar anywhere. Uh, using too many acronyms and emojis. And sending multiple messages when one would get the job done. Oh, that's Maury for right? sure. That, yo, can wow. I tell you what Maury did yeah, last please. week? I think it was on Friday. Not only, so Maury called, I didn't answer. Yeah. Maury called again, I didn't answer. Yeah. Then Maury proceeded to text saying, hey, can I call you? Yeah. And then he proceeded to call me again. And then he proceeded to send me another text that said, hey, just tried calling you, need to talk. And then yeah. he proceeded to call me again. All of this time that Maury was trying to get in touch with me, my phone was on my charger in a completely separate room from where I was. Was this the same thing that you did that to me too as well? No? <laughs> that was another time. Oh. Because uh, when you're telling the story, it's like you're reading my diary. Yeah. Like that exact same thing happened to me. <laughs> I believe on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> boy sitting in there in the other room I looking at Look at me, but I, I use periods at the end of my sentences, so I'm the rude one. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Cardi B and uh, Jamila Jamil were going at it on Instagram the other day. So Jamila is one of the stars of The Good Place. Okay. And Cardi B did a advert on her Instagram talking about like detox tea. She's like, yeah. I got my babe, my pre baby body back and whatever, whatever. And then Jamila wrote, they got Cardi B on the laxative nonsense detox tea. God, I hope all these celebrities all crap their pants in public. Only she didn't say crap. Uh-huh. Uh, the way the poor women who buy these nonsense uh, products do. She goes on to say, not that they actually take this ish, uh, they just flog it because they need more money. If you want to curb your appetite, eat some damn green vegetables or have some nutritious natural vegetable soup. She goes on to say, don't drink these detox teas. You need fiber, not something that honestly just makes you have diarrhea the day you take it Ew. and then constipates you in the long run. Man, and who's, then Cardi- got that, who's got that kind of time to write a long-ass comment on somebody's IG? <laughs> and then Cardi wrote back on, I will never, my pants... In public, because there's public restrooms everywhere and bushes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Yo, I love Cardi B. Not not defending the tea or anything no, like that, but just letting all. her know. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, you're not gonna get to see me be embarrassed about crapping my pants in public. Not as long as there's bushes. <laughs> I love you, Cardi B. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, Oh, dictionary.com's word of the year. So uh, this is now the third most popular dictionary site to give their word of the year. Is this something political? 
Uh, well, it's sort of. It, the word is misinformation, oh, which is different than disinformation because disinformation uh, means that you are intentionally you know, disinfor- misleading people. Misinformation is you just, uh, it's false information, but you believe it. As opposed to disinformation right here. As opposed to what? Instead of disinformation, yeah. there's dad information. Data information? I'm trying to be funny. Say it again. Instead of dis and data. try again? Say it again. Of, Hold of, on. You know what? I'll turn yeah. the music off. Yeah. <laughs> now you have our full attention. I'll yeah. even turn your microphone, the volume of your microphone so up. Instead of yeah. disinformation right here, yeah. there's dad information over there. Right. Also, daddy's driving. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Julie Chen, Moonvez, will be back to host Big Brother Maury. Oh, I'm yeah? very excited about that. This well, her the cir- celebrity one. What's that? This is the, uh, it's the celebrity one? The celebrity one in January. Right. Did you just say January? <laughs> January. <laughs> right. Because uh, I guess that her contract is, to, if you don't know, uh, Julie Chen, her husband, Les Moonvez, was the head of CBS, and then he was ousted for... Uh, whatever, I don't even know, like some sort of sexual misconduct and bullying and all sorts of, he had all sorts of people coming Mm -hmm. after him for stuff. Yeah. And she was always Julie Chen. And then after he got fired, her husband got fired. She went back on CBS that uh, a couple of nights later and hosted Big Brother and signed off as Julie Chen Moonves. Right. Which was her sort of throwing up a flag to support her husband amidst all the allegations and accusations. So it's interesting that, I mean, you don't fire her. I don't think you fire her because her husband's a dirtbag. No, that's not. But, but she made the statement and she sort of made her play when all this was going on. She could have, she had three choices. She could have said nothing. She could have supported the people who were leveling these accusations or she could have supported her dirtbag husband. And she went on TV and threw out the moon vez on the network that fired him. And now she has to do that all the time. Now now. she has to do that all the time. You stuck to it. You stuck to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, man. Lady Gaga was named Best Actress for A Star is Born by the National Board of Review with Bradley Cooper and Sam Elliott also coming out as winners. Now, these are the first people to sort of wrap up the year with awards. So this is a sign that Gaga could go on and pick up a couple more of these during award show season. So she got Best Actress by the National uh, Board of Review for her performance. Uh, her co-stars Bradley Cooper won Best Director. Sam Elliott got uh, one for Best Supporting Actor. The National National Board of Review consists of film enthusiasts, industry professionals, academics, and filmmakers, and is among the first uh, to, to sort of get this going. Uh, Green Book was named Best Film of 2018, and Viggo Mortensen for that movie won Best Actor. Yo, things were super lit yesterday. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it um, up. I know. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. I know they didn't broadcast this part. And they stay there. But you know, you know they were listening to this song at NASA yesterday. (laughs) There is no way they weren't celebrating and listening to that song at NASA yesterday. Yeah, I was reading something about that. What do those nerds do now? Oh, dude, this is like, so I read this entire story. This is incredible. And I'm going to break it down for you right now. So yesterday afternoon, after six months of flight, NASA's InSight spacecraft landed on Mars. All okay. Right? Yep. And they celebrated. Touchdown confirmed. Yeah. 
<laughs> like they had like special handshakes and everything people were going crazy for. Now here's why they were yeah. celebrating like that, okay? Yeah. Everything about this mission to get this spacecraft to land not only on Mars, but to get within the atmosphere. Yeah. Had to be mathematically precise or the mission would fail. Oh, of course. So I'm going to break down what they had to do in order to get this spacecraft to land on Mars. Okay. And this is why they were celebrating. So I mentioned the atmosphere. So I had to get through the Mars atmosphere, Mm -hmm. fly through the air at a speed of 12,300 miles per hour, must hit the atmosphere at an angle of precisely 12 degrees. Mm -hmm. Not 11, not 13, but 12. Any shallower, and the probe would bounce off into deep space. Any steeper, the probe would have burnt itself up and just like disintegrate. Yeah. With all their money and hope. The probe would first touch the atmosphere six minutes and 45 seconds before landing. Has to touch at six minutes and 45 seconds. Not 44 seconds, (laughs) not 46. Gotta be exact. Six minutes and 45 seconds. During that phase, it would experience acceleration 12 times that of Earth's gravity. If the probe were a 150-pound human being, during that flaming descent, it would weigh nearly one ton. (laughs) about three and a half minutes after the probe hit the atmosphere a parachute deployed slowing down the probe even more 15 seconds later jesus not 13 not 14 but 15 seconds later explosives would blow the heat shield off exposing the actual insight probe hidden inside 10 seconds after the heat shield falls off the probe would extend its legs much like an airplane uh extends when its wheels uh before touching down the probe will fall for an additional two minutes attached to the parachute and protected by its uh shell about 45 seconds later it would drop out of the shell fall towards the surface as soon as it leaves the shell uh its landing rockets will have to ignite the actual insight probe has three legs to support its kind of like boxy shape 15 seconds before touchdown, (laughs) the InSight probe would descend at a speed of 8 feet per second, hopefully touching down gently on the surface of Mars. Hopefully. 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 A radio signal from Mars to Earth currently takes 8 minutes and 7 seconds to get to get here. So when they were celebrating Jesus. at NASA yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. all of that celebration was eight minutes and seven seconds after the probe had landed safely. Yeah, that's crazy. And can you believe that people want to do this? People sign up to go to Mars to go and live there? I know. Right? You guys like, are nuts. Like people sign up to go and we talked to those people before. Yeah. Like if you're off, if somebody told me we're going to stick you in something, but if it's, it's going to land on Mars at 12 degrees, if it's 11 degrees, you'll bounce off Mars and then just die in space yeah. for however long that takes. And if it's 13, you'll burn up. You're going to burn up. 
Yeah, but cool, right? But like that's exactly <laughs> why they were celebrating Touch like this. Jesus Christ. I don't even know how you do that, man. Apparently, uh, there have been 44 attempts by various national space agencies to land on Mars. 18 have been successful. 23 have not. Yeah. And three have achieved orbit but failed at actually landing. That's God. why mathematically every single thing right down to the second and degree angle had to be precise yeah and that's, that's why those nerds at nasa should be listening to this oh. all day all i do is win 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 no matter what got money on my mind i can never get it right yeah because you didn't just explode like 25 million dollars no. into nothing no, exactly <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast Um, Oh, here are the top 10 dream jobs. And they say 85% of people are not doing what their dream job is. I think that that's actually a really low number. I think that it would be much a higher percentage of people who are not doing their dream jobs. Uh, Dream jobs. Number 10, anything in finance. Number nine, environmentalist. Number eight, doctor or other medical job. Uh, number seven is a hotel or B&B owner as a oh, dream yeah? job. Wow. Yeah. Right. Um, number six, businessman. <laughs> Look at me. I'm all about that business. <laughs> uh, number five, author. Uh-huh. Number four, actor or actress. Uh, I number, thought that would be like number one. No. Number uh, three, property developer. Okay. Sure. Uh, number two, entrepreneur. Okay. The number one dream job. If it's not like... Actor, yeah. actress, yeah. the number one dream job, and it's not finance, yeah. and it's not... Yeah, it's it's a job that people do because, uh, one, that you have to be really good at it to do it, and two, people think you're really smart if you're really good at this job. Radio announcer. Writer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Oh, the most popular baby names. Of this year? Yeah, so, um, and, jeez, man, whenever you get with, whenever you, 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 you sort of look around the world and realize what's popular when it comes to baby names, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people playing Fortnite. Oh no. Right? That are now, are now naming their kids Ramirez, Leviathan, Bunny, and Rogue. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But here we go. The top 10 boy names are uh, Jackson, Liam. Noah, Aiden, Caden, Grayson, Lucas, Mason, Oliver, and Elijah. Okay. No Maury. Uh, well, no. The top 10 girl names. Want to take a guess? Girl Megan. Megan's a good guess. No, 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 there's no Megan. Kate. No, there's no Kate. Elizabeth. No, what is with you and the royals? Because people always name their kids after somebody in the royal family. Uh, and this was a big year for the royal family. What, like, Sophia, Olivia, Emma, Ava, Isabella, Aria, Riley. My, fa- my favorite hotel and casino in Vegas. Amelia, Amelia, Mia, and Layla. Are those after any Fortnite characters? No, I don't think that anybody... I, I mean, I don't play a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know if you know that about me, Maury, but... <laughs> I don't. It's not up late night gaming. Uh, I'm not up <laughs> playing, playing Fortnite with my homies. <laughs> <laughs> He's not 12. <laughs> Uh, very interesting. Digital smell technology could let you send odors through dating apps and such. Get out of here. I'm serious, man. Uh, what do you re- mean? Researchers have been able to evoke 10 different virtual smells, including fruity, woody, and minty. 
Okay. We should we should change our names to that. Please. I call Mindy. Uh, Woody. I call Fruity. Okay, so we're all settled then. All right. Fruity, Woody, and Minty. Uh, Researchers from the um, Imagineering Institute in uh, Malaysia have developed digital smell technology that could let you send smells. Now, they uh, had... It's not about the actual, like you're not sending a smell smell. What they wind up doing is, for example, you could have a virtual dinner with your friend through Uh the internet and you can see them in 3D and you can also share a glass of wine together. Normally, odors are transmitted by airborne molecules, but in this system, the researchers used electrodes that were put inside the nostrils to deliver weak electronic currents to stimulate smells. So I have to stick something in my nose? Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. Right. But that's what people want. They don't want to leave the house anymore. So you could be at home. I could be at home. Yeah. And we could be essentially via this technology eating dinner at the exact same time. Right. But with like probes in our noses. Right. To be like, smell this. Yeah. Like in our group chat that would just read Fruity, Woody, and Minty. We could all just (laughs) send each other (laughs) smells. (laughs) Where he's like, oh man, smell this delicious pierogi I'm eating. (laughs) Pierogi's not on the list more. Okay, brother? Sorry, dude. Ross and Mocha Q&A. Uh, time for Ask Roz and Mocha. This is a podcast exclusive, and what we do is gather all the questions that you leave for us uh, when we post a picture on Wednesdays that simply reads Ask Roz and Mocha. Yep. And we'll go through every single comment, and we'll find one person to join us on the podcast to ask their question. Are you so coming in, Maury, or what? We say hello to Deborah. Hello. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> What's going on, Deborah? Nothing. Good. How are you? Good. Good. I see Good. your name pop up twice on our uh, our list here of questions. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Interesting. Are we going to answer both of your Thank questions? You. you want us to just answer both of your questions today? I don't on know. The phone? I'm not. I'm so not you, sure. You have one question here that says, "Who's the funniest person you know?" And then the one that yeah. uh, you're on the phone to ask us is what? Is are there any unwritten rules? in your jobs and what are they if there are well obviously don't have sex with the other guy's wife okay right? there's that <laughs> that's yeah. we, we operate like every rock band and hockey team should <laughs> oh. okay. uh, but as you know that is a classic story with rock bands and hockey teams that's awesome uh, i would say that's an unwritten rule i would say um you know when the three of us get here every day the the, the one job that we have and that we want to make sure happens by the time we leave is that we entertain and we make people feel good and we spark conversation and we make people laugh. Right. That's our job at the end of the day. I think. Right. But the, the and, thing is but, that you guys all share that area, right? Oh, with for sure. That come in and after you. Totally. And what I was going to say is, you know, with that one common goal in mind, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but um, an unwritten rule would be no matter what it is you are, you know, going through, if you're having a bad day, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed type of thing, like that can't affect what we're trying to accomplish on the radio show. Some of us are better at that than others, though, Maury. Oh. I know of three right. rules. <laughs> okay, three rules. When, Maury, when Maury's having a bad day, it really affects his performance. Yeah. Big right? Time. Yeah. But yeah. I think we've we've learned, like you and I, Roz, have learned 
how to recognize that and deal with it and by deal with it just either yeah. not really say much to Maury, just kind of leave him alone to, to let his do let him do his thing or just right. like straight up ignore him like some some days uh, you can always tell because i can look through the glass to my right where Maury sits and uh and, and often you can see him laughing along with the show and other times you know it's a bad day when he takes his glasses off and just smells his upper lip right <laughs> Like I can always tell when Maury's having no, a bad day. day. You in a bad mood because today? his glasses are off and he just sits. You're in a bad mood today. No, I've just been in a lot of pain all week. So right. no, no, I'm not different. saying. No, no, I'm not saying. We're we're not talking. You don't get hit by a car every week. We're talking no, Mo, about. No, I'm answering Mocha. Yeah, okay, but we're talking about the times when you you haven't been hit by a car, and that's the reason that your performance <laughs> is thrown off. The three rules I know of. Yeah. Don't eat bananas near Roz. Right. No, no, no. These are, we're talking unwritten. Well, rules. Well, no one's wrote this down. Not written rules. That yeah, is unwritten. a rule. That is a rule. Oh, I, but it's not written anywhere. No, you know what it means. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean meant. By, Do you know what unwritten rule means? I, until it's just, just it's now, just I thought that it was all, that aren't written down. No, it's just stuff no. that we all understand oh. about the dynamic, but we don't actually have to say it because we all just know it. Oh, and the other two I was going to say is don't touch Roz's cup and don't fart in the DJ booth. No, those are those are all <laughs> hard rules. Those are all... Like, I would say unwritten rule is don't deliberately... Or don't put somebody else who's on the show in a position... That they can't get out of. Like mm-hmm. a headlock. No. Um, God damn it, Maury. <laughs> or, so is it not written rule, don't touch Mocha's butt? No. Jesus what? Christ. What is the matter with you? Like, yeah, like we're trying to have a serious conversation, and you always make everything into a joke. I love rule? you, Maury. No, no. You shut up, no, Deborah. Deborah. We're not even going to answer your second question. No. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Wait. Never mind. Then. I'm dying. No, never mind. No. No, 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 no. You don't get to come in here being all Deborah-like. And uh, expect us to play along. I've dealt with, a, so I've, dealt with a, I've dealt with a few Debras in my time, so, but uh, not me. No, I would I would I would just say that you you don't want to put somebody in a position that is uh, damaging. For instance, okay, there are things that happen in our lives that never make it to the show, mm-hmm. and there when we will have a conversation with each other about certain things. We don't even have to ask, hey, are you okay if we don't talk about that on the radio? Because we just all sort of know what is cool and what is not cool. There's stuff in all of our lives that would probably be very interesting and fascinating to people to hear us talk about, but we don't. And those things have, hap- those things have happened over the years. It's not any sort of ongoing secret that we have that we don't reveal, but those things have happened over the years. Right, yeah. You know? I just figured that Maury would have most of these unwritten rules because... He doesn't know what like, an unwritten rule means. No, he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't know what an unwritten rule is. And Maury has oh, all the written I, rules. I love him so much. Don't right? pick on him. I, we're not, for God's sake. No, he's the best. I oh, love him. Sure. Okay. Okay. Maury, talk to your oh. friend Deborah. Oh. oh I, I don't know. Um, headlock. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Deborah, thank you so much for the call. Jeez. No worries. Nothing. Take care. We gotta Bye-bye. we gotta vet people to make sure they're not huge Maury fans before we put them on the podcast. All right. Next question. Uh, where's the last place you would want to die? M- Holy cow, Nev! Wow. What is up with that? Maury, where's what's the- your address? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, Kelly Belgrave asks, do you guys like being famous or does it get annoying? Very annoying. Uh, Very annoying, Maury says. Very annoying. What's annoying about it, Maury? Um, I would just love to be able to pick my nose or do something and not worry that someone's going to recognize you. But how many times a day are you out on the street picking your nose and someone's like, oh my God, are you Dammit Maury from the Razamoka show? Well, I, I pick my nose often, but no one's ever said, are you Maury from the Razamoka show? Oh, so right. there you go. You can get away with it. 
No, they haven't said it to me. I'm, I don't, yeah, you know. interesting. Um, I will say this. Everything about being recognizable um, changed when Roxy became aware of it. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. she's eight now. She's eight. And this, again, going back to the old conversation, this is stuff that I'll say it on the podcast, but I don't know if I would necessarily get too, too deep into this on the radio. Um, and I, I will say this. Uh, when we are in situations where somebody is a huge fan, yeah, uh, it gets really uncomfortable when Roxy's around. Yeah. Because she does not enjoy it. Mm. at all because you're just dad she, no no she finds it weird she doesn't oh, really know, yeah she does oh, okay. not like it oh okay she okay. doesn't like she doesn't actively does not like it yeah when um we're out if somebody if somebody comes up and then now what's wound up happening is Catherine and roxy will be out alone and somebody who's a fan of the show will go up to them oh without me even without me even being there. yeah that i could see how that would be uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, so she so she doesn't like it. So I really try to not um, put our family in those sort of situations. Sure. Sometimes you have to because we go out and we have fun and we have a great totally. time. We like going to the fair. We like doing all this all this stuff. But I will if I look at a group of people. If I if there's two ways to walk, mm -hmm. right? And one way is you know uh, seniors and old people. And more old people, and then like a bunch of little little kids. But it's twice as long as me walking through a group of people who are, you know, between eighteen and thirty years old. Right. I will always go that other way. The old people and the yeah, kids. Yeah, I will always go through old people and children. Yeah. Before I walk through, before I walk the shorter way through people that I know would probably listen to this show. I, uh, you know, I love meeting fans of this show oh so and I, I. And, and I have no problem when when somebody approaches and wants to say hi I'll take my time yeah. we'll have a conversation I will say the only time it starts to get a, a little bit weird or awkward is mm -hmm. and this happened before uh my wife and I were at a restaurant and we were having lunch and I had just took a bite into this sure delicious sandwich this chicken sandwich that I had waited like 20 minutes for yeah right I just took my first bite and immediately someone walks right up to me as I have sandwich in my mouth yeah. saying, I listen to the show. I'm a big fan. Can we grab a picture? And I was like, yes, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Let me just finish this bite of sandwich. Yeah. Right. Or just last week we were at the mall and uh, with our son who's toddler and we took his jacket off when we got into the mall yeah. and we had to leave and try to put a jacket back onto a toddler who knows that he's got to leave the mall. Yeah. It's a huge pain in the ass. He's freaking out. And the guy yeah. walks up to me and he's like, I hope I'm not interrupting, but, and I'm like on the ground at the mall, like on my knees at the mall yeah. trying to get this jacket yeah. on. Right. Uh, so that time it's like times like that where it gets a little bit, a little bit weird. It's never a problem. And I don't, and I don't want people to, oh to God, be listening no. to this right now to think that we're sort of divaing out and everything else. The level of, of sort of kindness and the, the people who listen to the show and the people who, you know, are out in the world and they're genuinely happy to meet you. That's fine. And, and we're not like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, I'm Drake and life sucks, you know, where I have to, you know, put people on private buses if I want them to come over for dinner because the people are going to know who it is. Well, I'm, it's nothing like that. No, it's not that know. world. Right. But it, it, it's, it's lovely to always meet people. It is really, really lovely to always Love meet it. people. A hundred percent. But what is kind of weird sometimes is when I order food and the delivery guy comes and uh, I'm, you know, 
there at home and I have no shirt on and I go to the door and I get the thing and then they want a selfie, yeah. right? Like that's the, that's the, <laughs> while, while I'm at home, right. right? That's the sort of, that's where things start to get a little bit weird. Yeah. But even still, I will do it. Of course. Right? I will do Track it Track pants because, and belly hanging out and yes, everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, show this to your wife, but don't post it, please. <laughs> right? Um, Justin asks, what are your current Netflix recommendations? Oh, here we go. Bodyguard? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, that's the UK one, right? Yeah. You talked about that a God, lot. God, that show's so good, man. What was the other one you mentioned the other day? Uh, I started watching Narcos Mexico, which mm-hmm. I'm quite enjoying. Is that season four or three? Four, no, no, right? no, no. Here's no. what they did okay. um, because I thought it was season four of mm-hmm. Narcos. And I started looking through Narcos, looking for season four, and it only went up to season three. This is a whole new thing. They're <gasps> calling it Narcos Mexico. Yeah. So when you go on Narcos on, on Netflix, Narcos Mexico is not available when you click on Narcos. You have to go oh. specifically find Narcos Mexico. Oh. Which makes no sense. But, but it's anyway. Still like Narcos yeah. the name. Right. Okay. But this is happening at the same time that season one of Narcos is happening. Hold on. Are you serious? You just yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. So everything from season one with Pablo Escobar. Yes. Narcos Mexico is happening at the exact same at time. At the same time. So same timeline. Same timeline. Just different place. Different places. And drugs. Right, because... Do they reference anything from yes. the timeline of yeah, because, Pablo Escobar? Because I guess they would have in, to. in Mexico, right now in Narcos, uh, Narcos Mexico, they're, they only sell weed, right? They're only shipping weed across the border. Oh. So, and then cocaine becomes the game. Yeah. But if you're in Mexico at that time, where do you get your cocaine? Colombia. Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. And the Cali cartel, wow. right? That so everything. yeah, so so Narcos Mexico is all tied into like seasons one and two of Narcos. Oh, dude, and I yeah. gave up on Narcos. Too. Yeah, yeah. So so did I. Just, I might uh, jump into that. Are uh, you big on Netflix right now, Maury? Yeah, I like the show called "You've Got to Live Here," which is uh, where That's these good. two designers um, help Airbnb, which is funny because it makes me a hypocrite. Um, Because I'm not a fan of Airbnbers, Um, but they redesigned their Airbnbs to help them uh, get people to stay there. Yeah, really, and it's super cool. Yeah, you? Uh, Oh God, I'm not really too too much on Netflix right now. I mean, the last thing that we watched was The Haunting of Hill House, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I've been every now and then dipping back into old episodes of The Office because I just love that show. Oh, jeez, man, on on Netflix, Uh, Nailed It is a fun is a fun cooking show for your kids. Uh, the other cooking show that we watch is uh, Zumbo's Just Desserts, and then uh, The Final Table is really good on Netflix. What's uh, that? Final Table? The Final Table is another cooking show. It's awesome. It's a cooking competition show on Netflix. It's amazing. And there's another dessert one that we watch called Sugar Rush, which is great. Ooh. I just finished uh, the new She-Ra with Roxy on Netflix. Oh, is which that was, good? Which is really fun. Yeah. yeah. I, so there's I want I, my life is all Netflix right now with yeah. Roxy because that's that's her whole thing. But anyway, so there you go. Lots of recommendations. All right, Katie asks, what are your guilty pleasures? For example, when no one's home and you got the house to yourself for the day. Do you guys do anything that you normally wouldn't do in front of your significant (laughs) other? I ask because Mm -hmm. I once came home from work early and found my husband jamming out to my Backstreet Boys YouTube playlist while doing the dishes, only to later admit he listens to all of my cheesy music when I'm not around because he's too embarrassed. Wow. So Katie really, really... (sighs) Went in on her husband. Jeez, uh, that's, hey, that's a lot secrets. of info. Uh, Maury, do we ask you what they're the secret I mean, things I you do? I poop with the door open when not the front door, but I poop with the, <laughs> <laughs> the front door to the condo open. 
<laughs> you just like throw a boot in it so it's only like open a crack. And like I'll just use um, the guest bathroom with the door open when Matthew's not home. I'll right. order food when he's not home. I'll... You do a lot of stuff I... when Matthew's not home, hoping he doesn't find out about it. Life's good when he's not you home. You know, right. what I'm really surprised at, that you have yet to say that you do when Matthew is not at home, which is... We all know that you're not allowed, you're forbidden from using the master ensuite, that your husband, Matthew, reserves that for himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to use the master ensuite that's in the master bedroom. You have to use the guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is it that you're home during the day when he's out at work and you have the entire day, you've never, ever, ever used the master ensuite? Because I got caught. Right. Because he, he, put, he like, knows. No, because he does that old trick where you put like a hair or something on top of the roll of toilet paper. And well, where'd the hair go? Yeah. Yeah, he sets traps, yeah. booby traps. He'll he'll um, put uh, the soap a certain angle or yeah, something. That like, he knows. He'll do things so that if anything is moved, who else was here then if it wasn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, fully. He booby traps oh, the bathroom. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's best I just walk all across the whole condo to the other wing. <laughs> So if you're in bed and you're having a nap, like even if you have a cold and you have to get up and go pee, you got to leave the bedroom, walk through the living room and the kitchen and go to the guest bathroom. Thousand percent. Wow. That's why sometimes I just bring Kleenex to the bed or if I... To go pee? No, just (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That's so gross. Any guilty pleasures, Ross? When Catherine's not around? No, not really. I mean, I will... I shouldn't say this. I will search for things on the computer when Catherine's not around that are things that I don't really search for when she is around. Like what? Like I watch a lot more lawn videos when Catherine's not around than I do when she is around. Yeah. Right? I watch a lot more, uh, you know, documentaries about South American prisons when Catherine's not around. <laughs> like all that stuff I do yeah. on my own. Like I I pollute my Netflix yeah. on my own when Catherine's not in the house. Um, and, but but you also like order things on Uber Eats when she's not around? No, I don't. I wait <laughs> and I have dinner with my family. <laughs> I wouldn't say any guilty pleasures. The only thing. Yeah. And since Jen and I have been together, like eight years now, right? Married for just over four. The only thing I've never done at home when she's at home, mm-hmm. and I will only do when I know she's out of the house for a bit, Yeah. trim my body hair. <laughs> really? Yeah. You won't do that when she's home? I won't do that when Why she's home. Why is that? I just don't want her to walk into the bathroom yeah. with me standing oh, it's not sexy. in the tub yeah. naked, with a shaver in yeah. my hand and like you yeah. know half pubes. half yeah yeah like yeah. half shaved body right yeah. I don't want her to see me no, like that no the process is it's like watching a hot dog be made yeah. right <laughs> you know they say that you yeah. never you never eat a hot dog if you saw how it's made yeah no right no so no. Uh, so I don't I wouldn't I mean maybe it would be a guilty pleasure because I like the way my body feels afterwards <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 I know. I love it. I just did that the other day. I trimmed everything down. It felt so good. Yeah. Freeing almost. Um, let's see. Mike wants to know how you guys <laughs> how do you guys eat a muffin? Oh. Top, bottom, or from the side? Interesting. What how kind of guys... savage eats a muffin from the side? No, I think he means like a hamburger. Cause that's how I eat a muffin. 
I would take the the no, I'm not like if the muffin's standing up straight, not uh -huh. like tilted to the side, okay. like you're eating corn. Okay. Like the muffin standing oh, straight up. Take a bite. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I would like try to get the entire like from top and bottom at the yeah. same time. No, and eat it that way, like a hamburger. Oh wow. I only pick pick away at the top. Like I'll sort of take chunks of the top and yeah. then, then I'm done with it. I just like how the top tastes. You don't eat the bottom. No. Okay. <laughs> why, why is that funny, yeah. Maury? Why is that funny? It's just dirty. You don't eat the bottom? No, I don't. I no. don't eat the top. Okay. Uh, how about you? I've actually never seen you eat a muffin. Dude, awesome. I eat the bottom. Do you? Yeah. Only? Baby, yeah. I eat the Wait. bottom all day. So you leave the top? What's that? You leave the top. No, I, I save the top for, uh, that, that's the best part, right? Yeah. So I always, I'll eat the bottom, right? First. And then, yeah, first. And then I go back and then I See, eat the whereas top. Whereas Moke eats the top and bottom at the same time. Right, yeah, I don't do that. How do you guys eat your cupcakes? I don't eat cupcakes. I don't eat yeah, cupcakes. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't eat muffins either. Yeah. But if I did eat a muffin, that's how I would that's Can I tell how you I my secret? Actually, I learned this from somebody else. I can't remember who, yeah. but somebody else showed this to me. So if you have, let's say, like a red velvet that's got, um, like, frosting or whatever on top, right? Because yeah. it's basically a muffin. Mm -hmm. So I take it, I separate the top from the bottom. I then take the bottom, put it on top, and make, like, a sandwich. So what traditionally on a cupcake would be on the top mm -hmm. is now the middle of your... But cupcake they, sandwich. So that way, when you take a bite, you're getting the cupcake and like the frosting. Let's say but, uh, all in one some bite. Some people only want just the frosting. I'm trying to visualize that. So cupcake. Mm. Here, I'll right? draw it for you. Here, cupcake. Yeah. Frosting. Yeah. I'll split it right down here like and take this part here. Yeah. And put it up here, and then hold it like a hamburger. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, Maury. I don't know what you just drew, buddy. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, I don't know what that is. What the hell is it's, that? It looks it's, like a mushroom. Okay, three, it's, three, it's three ovals that you just drew. <laughs> what is that? Okay, it's anyway, moving part on. Part of the top, part moving, of the bottom. Moving on. Ooh, I'm sure you have an answer for this, Roz. Mm. Matthew Delgado asks, what's retirement look like for you guys? Oh, geez. Uh, well, I'm one of these people that, and uh, maybe it's different for you, Mocha, and different for you, Maury, that I do not plan on working one day longer than I have to. So I don't love anything enough to be like, ah, oh, I'm going to keep going. The, the first day that I do the math and I realize that I don't have to do this anymore, I yeah. will be gone. Really? Fast. Yeah. Have you already thought about that? Oh, hell like, yeah. Like, do you know when? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. We were talking about what we do, the the things that we do when we are alone and our partner's not around. Yeah. That is me. I will sit uh, for hours on the computer and figure out a retirement plan. Mm, really? Yeah. Go through the money, go through the finances, do the dates, do the math, everything, and figure so out. So as of right now, yeah. talking about this, yes. do you, in your mind, and you don't have to say it, yeah. but do you have in your mind when you plan on retiring? 100%. So you know 100%. Yep. Okay, 100%. All right. Yeah. The problem is, is that my kid is real young. And so there's no point on even thinking about it until they're a little bit older. Because sure. there's no, there's no point. Yeah. You still got, you still got young kids. So everything is after a point. Right. So like, I don't, I don't plan on doing anything before a certain point, but after that point, mm. oh baby. And then retirement looks good. Yeah. Yeah. You travel. Yeah. That's all I really want to oh, do. I hate traveling. Oh, no way. You can take my, will you take Catherine with you guys when you travel? <laughs> Yes. Will I you take my family? Take Catherine yes. and my kids? No go, okay. I'll pay. Like I'll pay for them. 
They just want somebody to hang out with. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Uh, Maury, what does retirement look like for you? Uh, impossibility. No, no, no. But what, what, what does it look like? Hell, like, because then I would have to spend all day with Matthew. Right. So take Maury along with you as well <laughs> on your family on your family okay. vacations. No problem. Actually, no. Take Matthew. <laughs> Maury would like to stay home alone. Yes, please. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Fill that condo with all his guilty pleasures. <laughs> oh God. I don't want to know the guilty pleasures Maury's going to have when he's 55. <laughs> I really don't. My overalls. Yeah, I really don't. Um, this is a, a Roz-specific question. Oh. This comes to us from William. Why does Roz hate smooth, cool dudes oh, so much? shut up. We've gone over this a thousand oh. times on this bloody podcast. No. Smooth, cool podcast. Yes, it is. It is a smooth, cool. <laughs> I can't remember what. Ep- we need to tell people what episode the breakdown of that is. It, it was the last, last one. one. Episode 55. Oh, 50, go listen to 55. And then the original phone call was from which episode? Oh, God. Well, that's what I mean. We need to have people hear the original phone call. So go, please just go listen to episode 55. Okay. Thank Breaks you. Breaks it all down right there. Yeah. Um, Anne McPherson Sasu asks, when did the transformation happen of producer Maury to damn it, Maury? I don't know if you were ever called producer Maury. No, I think you were just Maury. when you started Maury and then quickly, like within a month, we started calling you Damn It Maury. And that's mm-hmm. how you became Damn It Maury because we can't say the F word on the radio. Uh, and so how long have you been here now, Maury? Um, just under eight years. Right. So Maury's, um, Maury's actual full name is Maury Sherman. And um, Maury worked on another show years ago before us. And uh, he used to go by the name Pee Wee Sherman. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know more in the Pee Wee Sherman days. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you then? Uh, I would have been, I guess, the uh, mid twenties. Yeah. Did you like that that they called you Pee Wee Sherman? <laughs> I mean, as I always say, as, you know, That's as long so as the paycheck funny. don't bounce, right. you know what I mean. Right. Call me whatever you Who want. Who show but, is that? What show is that? Uh, Rob Christie. Rob Christie, right? <laughs> Pee Wee Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get along with him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> except for the time where he was going to uh, give me his old TV. Yeah. Right. He was getting rid of his TV. And uh, he was one of those 80s rich people. And right. so he's like, you know, why don't you come by when, you know, you're going to walk my dog anyway and come by and <laughs> I'll have you the walk TV. Man's dog? Yeah, yeah. I'll have the TV ready for you. So I show yeah. up with the little trolley and he's like, he opened the door. He's like, all right, you got the cashish? Oh. He's going to charge me 200 bucks for his old TV. He's going to oh. throw it anyway. But did he not say ahead of time that but, you needed to bring cash? Yeah, but I thought, like, oh. maybe this guy who is, like, rich would just right. give me the damn TV. And also because you walk his dog. Yeah. Right. And you let him call you Pee Wee Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, uh, this business is so uh, cruel sometimes. Here's a question from Harmeet. Do you find shopping for your spouse difficult or is it uh, easy? Christmas shopping for men is very hard. What are your go-to gift suggestions for men? Yeah. Oh. Jeez, man, I'm I'm really difficult to buy for. Um, Catherine has a hell of a time getting getting stuff for me, just because the stuff I need I'll buy myself, and then the stuff that I actually need that you could buy for me, nobody ever wants to. Like I need, you know, I need chainsaw oil. Yeah. Right, but that's a shit gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
That's true. Like, like that's the, I tell Catherine all the time. She's like, I can't buy you that. Like, the stuff you need. I'm, she's like, what, what do you need? I'm like, I would really like some more chamois for the truck. Yeah. She's like, I'm not buying you chamois for yeah. Christmas. But why not? Why can't she buy you yeah, one? Matthew once wanted a, a shredder, paper shredder. I got him a paper yeah, shredder. Yeah, I no. guess. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. same thing. Like, if there's something that I need yeah. uh, for the house, I will just go and buy it for myself. That's the problem, right? Right? Yeah. Like, that's for the example, I need... Right now, you mentioned oil for your chainsaw. Yes, I need. I just bought a, a brand new snowblower. I need oil yeah. for the snowblower. Yeah, but you can't say buy that and wrap it up. Yeah, uh, there's there's cool things for guys though. I, I get stuff popped up on my I don't know on like on Facebook and everything else. These little ads for for things. There's this real cool little wallet that I keep seeing. I think it's by a company called Ridge. I'm not 100. percent Oh my sure, god, I've seen those. But it's like an expando wallet, and my yeah, brother has dude. one. My brother has one. Loves it, right? And he loves it. Yeah, like loves. Loves it. So I, I would say stuff like stuff like that guys guys like. They don't need something necessarily that's sentimental. Like guys don't necessarily respond to things that are from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, guys will always respond to you understanding their needs for something practical. Sure. Right? And I think th- that that's same what... company Ridge, I could be wrong, but they make this cool um it look it's about the size of a of a USB uh, thumb drive, yeah. right? And it's that small, but also works like a pocket knife. You know the pocket knives that yes. will yes. fold into one another, yes. so then it's super compact? Yeah. But this thing is for your keys. Right. So you don't have it's your keys awesome. jangling around yes. all the time. Yes. You attach your keys to it, and they fold yeah. into this thing that's like a, the size of a USB yeah. thumb drive yeah. that you just toss in your, I in like your pocket. That. I like that too. More? Right? Um, I try and think of things outside the box but it doesn't work always well like the time i got matthew a miss piggy doll because he loves miss piggy and then right. he made me sell it on ebay <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's junk you don't want that yeah but we don't do christmas gifts for each other anymore because we got married then so now we do anniversary gifts so this year it's cotton okay so- yeah but you got married december 29th so we focus right after on- christmas anyway yeah so we focus on the traditional what is like next year it's leather you know so oh, no. that's gonna be fantastic <laughs> why Think of chaps. You ever had underpants that are made out of leather? I would Do love you? that. Yeah. Have you ever had? Have you ever worn them? No, but I feel no. like they would get really hot and crinkly. I've had underpants that are made out of leather before. And? Yeah, they get hot, but super soft leather. Like it was like really, really, really thin, 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 soft leather. Does it get uncomfortable though after like wearing it for a while? Yeah. I would assume so. Yeah, but everything gets uncomfortable. Because I feel like you're walking. Wait, how does it wash? What's that? How does it wash? You don't. Well, I mean, you kind of have you to. Don't wash it. Yeah, I mean. I mean yeah, you don't. You're not supposed to wear them all the time. What? Just oh. for like those kind of nights? What kind of nights? What kind of nights more? You know what you're kind of like. You know, alone together with alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop talking. We're done. We're done. Alone. We're done. <laughs> that- Every week on Instagram, yeah. you're gonna see a picture that says "Ask Razamoka." Yeah. Fill up the comment section. We'll invite one of you to join us uh, on the following week's podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Please remember Do you wear to wear pants over them. <laughs> not when I'm alone. And review. <laughs> The podcast, we would love you for it. Uh, We'll catch you on episode 57. Like I picture the room's dark. Everything's dark. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or on the KISS 92.5 app.